to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you Tuesday. It's a Tuesday show. Yay. Tuesday, July 5th. 6 o'clock Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. Great show. Number 260. Show number 260 of the Pulp Mech Show. And uh, we're looking forward to having a great show. Brock Tickle will be on. RCH Suzuki's Brock Tickle. Two podiums in a row. Killing it right now. We'll have Brock Tickle on. And uh, Justin Bogle. Uh, good red butt form. Not great. He got, But he got two hole shots. That's awesome. 450 rookie. Showing lots of... Uh, Flash and Dash, we'll have him on. It's been a while since we got him on, so uh, looking forward to having Bogle on. And Heath Harrison, a uh, couple of good nationals in a, year, in a row. Really good uh, job by Heath Harrison, number 99 out there on the track, and uh, putting it inside the top 20. We'll have him on, too. We'll get a little bit of background from him. Talk about his story and everything else. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. We were uh, off last week. I was in Italy. It was fantastic. And uh, we're back, and we'll be back every Monday uh, from almost from here on out until the end of the Nationals. So, uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Choice of Brock Tickle, Matt Bichelia, Freddie Norn, among others, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Mission Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, Great guys at FMF. They support the sport throughout the Nationals uh, and also uh, many of the teams out there, including the Star Racing guys and the JGR Yamaha guys. W Wheels, speaking of JGR, W Wheels also helping out uh, JGR guys as well as the KTM guys. Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and Two Under all on board with us tonight. We'll take your calls at 702-586-7857. We're going to give away a Fly Racing OGO Backpack Kit. To, uh, to a lucky listener. We'll tell you how to do that in a little bit. And uh, we got lots going on. Yeah, lots going on tonight. The BTOsports.com tweet at Travis. The X-Brown Goggle Tear-Offs. Race Tech Suspension emails. The NFAB question of the day and the NFAB JGR check-in with none other than Filthy Phil Nicoletti. And the Gear Ally Cold Call will have that also all lined up. And uh, don't forget, go to Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. If you're going to make an Amazon purchase, and uh, click on that, and it takes you to Amazon and make a purchase. And we get a small slice of that. And uh, as also Pulp Mex app, it's coming soon. The new app's coming soon. So uh, don't buy the old app, actually. So maybe we shouldn't even sucker you guys into that. We're going to charge for the new app. So here's what you do. Don't buy the Pulp Mex app. Wait till the new one's coming up. Travis Mark's working on that. Uh, you can get this show on Stitcher. You can get it on uh, iTunes. You can get it on uh, the TuneIn app live. So you can all uh, wait. Lots of ways to listen to Pulp Mex show. And uh, we really appreciate it. Downloads are going good. And uh, with me, all show talk about red bud we're going to talk motocross the nations we're going to talk about southwick we got bogle and tickle and heath harrison on he's a loretta lynn's champion he's a national championship winning mechanic not just a janky race called summer cross but a real series that his rider won the pro taper brand manager paul parabinos what's up paul what's happening welcome back thank you been uh what were you in maybe a couple months ago 
Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. Show 250, maybe. Really? So, oh, so not that long ago. Yeah, pretty oh. recent. Well, you're back on show 260. I know. Uh, last week, 259, in honor of James Stewart, we did it in. So That's cool. And speaking of Stu, well, uh, you and I talked before the show. We're going to do a little bit of Silly Season Roundup. What we know now, what we think is going to happen, and what may happen uh, down the road. So we're going to do a little bit of that. Uh, you're plugged in as anybody uh, when it comes to the industry, Paul. So... Um, How's everything at Pro Taper? Pro Taper bars, sprockets. You got the micro bar, the micro grips that are killing it. Um, and then, of course, uh, uh, you know, you guys invented the crossbowless bar, of course, back in the day. So, how's everything going at Pro Taper? Yeah, everything's good. You know, um, I, I got a lot to do over there, but my main kind of priority is product development, making new products. So, I'm uh-huh. constantly trying to uh, improve what we currently have and make new stuff. So, um, Got some stuff coming at the end of the year, kind of a new sprocket relaunch. Going to have some Vortex just better product, yeah, more cu- more colors. Um, Vortex racing. And then uh, expanding our micro line and, yeah, just uh, keeping up with all the stuff. I guess at the end of the year, the more contract stuff will come. So are you already getting hit up for bars and sprockets from different teams for next year? No. Not yet. Not that yet. hasn't started yet. Soon, though. No, yeah. yeah. It's like it, it comes riders pick yeah. their team, then they pick their apparel, and it tapers <laughs> way down the line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, so the micro bar, KJSC guys use the micro bar, micro grip. We've talked a lot about it with you, uh, it, whether it's the NFAB Fantasy Show or this show uh, you were in with uh, Randy. We talked a little bit about that. Kind of, you know, one of your inventions, one of your things that you guys have done. True or false, there's a very fast pro rider running the micro bars and grips right now. Uh, why can't false, we, false. Why can't we say it's true? Why wouldn't you want to say it's true? It's yeah. not there. It's not there yet. And it, I've been developing a product but, with a certain rider for a number for a you, while now. What I'm saying, what I'm trying to get at is if you have tiny hands, even as a human, as a grown man, you can use this product. Yeah. 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 So it's not available to the public yet. So but, it's, but it's coming. There's something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So well, cats out of the bag, I, I guess. Clarify that before the show, but it's all right. Nobody, nobody listens anyways. Uh, You're right. Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, to doing that and uh, seeing that innovation. The KGSC program that is available. Yeah, it's yeah. A great idea. They're loving it. Yeah, no, it's cool. I, I I love seeing the reactions of the kids when they first get to ride the bike. But a lot of them I'm learning have already ridden the bikes with microbars before they get there. Uh-huh. And and still to this day, I haven't had a kid who's tried it and not liked it. So that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're doing some stuff with Cobra now. Um, we're gonna make more bends, uh, more bends, more colors. Um, so it's going good. And Hope. your buddy, the guy you won the title with, Dean Wilson, uh, 2011. 2011. 215 motocross champion. We should see Dino by Southwick. I mean, should, I mean by Millville. I mean, we Mil- should see Dino by Millville. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mil- Millville. Yeah. Coming back from an ACL. Um, I hope he does good. I hope he comes back. And I hope so I, too. I yeah. I don't think he's going to podium. I just want to see between five and ten. You know, put in. Uh, so what? That'll be round eight. So four, four left. So uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, eight motos. Eight motos in the top ten. My my yeah my goal for sure for in my head I I haven't even talked to him about this either but my goal in, in my head for me is for sure top ten both motos and I'd love to see him get good starts and, and yeah try to lead a lap yeah be good be nice to see the fifteen back on the track uh, producing the show handling the calls over there he, uh, he he didn't have a show last week so he's we'll see if he's lost some of his skills if his his game's still strong the Travis Marks what's up Travis my producer game is always strong where's the <laughs> where's the app it's on my phone right, you you seen it. How's it going? It's going. I, yeah, I had a, I had a, you know, 
A delay. Just oh, got busy at work. But Your producing skills aren't on point. You already tweeted out the wrong sponsors. I know. So maybe they're not on point. Uh, you know, you give me a week off and <laughs> look what happens. You just lose it. I just got to be. Just, I'm just going to start coming even if you're not here and yes. sitting in the chair just yeah, exactly. to keep it warm. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Shit don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, okay. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Paul Barbino's from Pro Tapering here. Uh, we're going to talk uh, Red Bud, and like I said, we're going to talk motocross and nations a little bit. Um, first up, I guess, uh, and Gear LA Cold Call may involve RCH in some way. We're going to talk about that. But, yeah, we um, talked about that. Roxon won again. He was close at he was close at Muddy Creek. He was much better this weekend at Red Bud from Tomac. Uh, look, he doesn't have a perfect season going because of his little issue with the air fork. Do you think he wins the rest of them? Like, what would you bet on? What would you think? Uh, we got we're twelve down. We got twelve to go. Uh, Dude, he's I so mean, good. Twenty bucks is a lot of money to me. I'd bet twenty bucks <laughs> <laughs> that he that he wins them all. He's really good. Yeah, he's killing it right now. No, like, I, I, uh, he'll win. I think he wins the rest of them. When Tomac got out front in the second moto, I'm like, here we go, here we go. Right. You know what I mean? And dude, it wasn't even a race. It was weird. It yeah, wasn't even a race. He's just better. And why do you think he's better? What he knows Look, he's going to win before he goes to the okay, starting line. Tomac trains his balls off. He's in shape. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no doubt. Tomac's talked about the bike setup and this and that. They changed the clutch. They went to a bigger clutch uh, to help his starts, and that seems to have helped. And I think they're trying to get Tomac to stay off the uh, rev limiter as much. Bike works better, off, you know, lower RPMs, which Kenny's really good at. Really good at. But what do you think it is? Like what? It's mental. Uh, I- you really think that's it? Hundred percent, I think so. I mean, yeah, his bike's working great, his team's great. He's, but, but the trumping factor for me is he knows he's going to win before he goes there, before he goes to the starting line. That's a dude. I'm not into that. I'm not. In, I'm, 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 I'm really not, into it. I, I know the. I know these riders are fragile little flowers and their <clears> mental <throat> cases. I get that. I worked with many of them, as did you. I get it. But you can't. Roxon is riding his motorcycle better than Eli Tomac right now. But why? Last summer. Tomac came out, won five straight motos, killed everybody, including Kenny. Yeah. Had a back injury, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Uh, why? <laughs> it, it, I don't think you can pinpoint to one thing, but I, like I said, the biggest thing I think is confidence and momentum. Uh, obviously, they made a bunch of bike changes, and, and he's happier now, but yeah. you got the ball rolling from the get. He got momentum going at the end of Supercross. Um, like, I think if Dungey was still there, Kenny would still be winning, right? Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't. No, no, no. Yeah, it, yeah, okay. He would be, he'd yeah. be beating him. I agree. Yeah. 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 Man, it's crazy how good he is. He, it's, it's crazy. It how, is. It's awesome. It's crazy to think about how great Tomac was last summer. I mean, he just destroyed so do you think, him. Do you think Tomac is is as good as he was last summer, and Kenny's just that he much better? Be. No, no, no. Tomac okay. cannot be as good as he was okay. last summer. It's not possible to go better than to that. go better than that. Right. So, what is it? The bike? Is it Eli? I mean, I don't. I don't hear the shoulders talk from his camp or people. Like, I don't buy the shoulder talk. That was in October or November. Mm-hmm. We're now in July. I mean, it's, you know, injuries. Yeah, he had yeah. the whole off season. He's he wasn't doing stuff, and Kenny's been healthy for a while now, and that all adds up. There's so many different factors I think that go into it. But uh, Kenny did not like Muddy Creek. He said he hated the track. He struggled with it all day, and still he still was one one. That's what I mean. It was closer. Yeah, but, but that's why I, he's just better than those guys dude, in and his, his head. His sprint speed. Like after the race, Kenny's like, ah, oh, that's just the way I'm doing it. You know, no big deal. Blah blah. I'm just like. His sprint speed is, is unreal. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And, I, I mean, I think he's always had that sprint speed. But, again, I'm going to go back to the confidence thing. He's just He just sees, like, hey, I'm Ken Roxon. I, I've won every one of these uh-huh. things. I can start 10th. I'll start 20th. I'm going to the front because I'm going to win this race. Yeah. Like, he, he knows he's going to win it. Yeah. And that's a hard 
so I mean, if I yeah. was Tomac, I'd be bothering the shit out of him. I'd run his foot over in practice. I'd cut him off well, at you, staging. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have yeah, to get yeah. under the guy's skin because yeah, yeah. he's just rolling. Right. And everyone's Eli's so too, Eli's damn too nice of a guy for that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, everyone's yeah. so damn yeah. clean and PC these days. Like, yeah. like I don't think that would happen years ago. Like, if he's someone's rolling like that, fucking bother him. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, okay. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Uh, you ain't going to get fined for it. No, I mean, you no, ain't going to no. make friends, but who cares? Nothing's if you want to win, yeah. if you want to win, I mean, yeah. I think Cooper Webb would do that to somebody because he wants to win. There's nothing dirty about it, but you have to, Yeah, uh, you got to upset the ship somehow. Uh, speaking of Cooper Webb, 1-1 uh, <clears throat> at Red Bud. Savachi gave him a good run in the first moto, pulled off the win. We were talking about this on the Racer X recap. Look, a lot of things can happen. If I was had a gun to my head and I was forced to bet, I would bet that Cooper Webb never loses his points lead from I, here on out. Yeah, I, I agree. I think with you. this his wrist is better. He's been riding. He's got that chip on his shoulder. I think he's a special talent. I really do. I've always said that. He's he's and good, these yeah. guys could be in trouble. He's uh, I think he's proven time multiple times that he can manage a series. I think he did a great job managing the front half of this series. I think the biggest. Um, card that played into his hand is that there wasn't the Jeremy Martin of a couple years ago that was just steamrolling from the get-go yeah. because they let Cooper stay within 20 points or so yeah. four or five races into yeah. the season. That's yeah. all you need. If he can see light at the end of the tunnel, you're screwed. Like yeah. you gotta, you, he, They should have put him out quick, but now, <laughs> uh, now it's going to be tough. Savaji ate shit. Okay. Got up. I thought he was not going to finish. He got up. He was outside the top 20. He pulled in the mechanics area, straightened his bars, Went out, got 16th, got five points. Props to Joey Savage for sure. For that. that was I mean, that, that was a lot five, of heart. That yeah, was cool. and those five points could come come into hand at the end of the day. And I thought that was really awesome of Joey. I, I think so too. And that's what I think. In my head, I think he's the only guy that can take it to Cooper for the end of this for the end of the year. To, to, for, as far as a points battle, I don't think the other guys are going to get close in points anymore. And Joey really believes he can still win this title and i think he's one of the only yeah. guys that can maybe beat cooper but man it's gonna be tough he needs to start getting whole shot after whole shot and he needs to just distance himself from cooper because what do you think's wrong with J mark we, I, we picked I before the know. season we picked him he's gonna win yeah he's gonna roll this thing it just seems like maybe um i don't know maybe all the training he's done in the last couple of years is starting to catch up to him i everyone's you know yeah. he, he's 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 older now obviously than he was a couple of years ago so maybe he Maybe the work just kind of tired him out, but yeah, he's definitely not the guy he was. He's I mean, not, he's man. not there, and no. it's uh, it's a shame. And I'm sure he's frustrated to hell over it. But um, I, I talked to some people close to to him, and they said, yeah, like the stuff that they were doing with Johnny O. Johnny O is a freak. Uh, he's 50 years old, right? He's over 50, and he's phenomenal. And Jeremy was matching him or beating him, and he's just tired. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's tired. He's tried to rest and do nothing. Um, and But that what happens is then he gets on the bike and he's not sharp, right? right. Uh, because he hasn't been practicing. So he's trying to train, then he's trying not to do anything, and he just has no energy at the races. Apparently, it's not mono. It's not uh, Epstein. It's not anything like that. He's just tired, man. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to believe, but at that level, with what these guys put out, you know, with the temperatures they reach, I guess, right? Yeah, and, and I mean, that's tough because then, you know, when you're not doing what everyone expects you to be doing and what you've done for the last two years, you're putting so much more doubt into every aspect of your program. So he switched trainers and, you know, now his, you know, he had an engine blow up and his brothers blew up the same day. Yeah. And, you know, there's just a lot of doubt, I think, in his head. And, and, and um, yeah, that's just tough when 
again, I, I, I'm a big believer in the mental part of the sport, and I just don't think yeah. he's mentally as strong as he was even last year either. So. Uh, speaking of mental, uh, Raining Yellow, what's up, man? How are you? <laughs> hey, I am very mental. Uh, hey, what's the deal with Barsha blaming the bike? I don't like that. Well, as two former mechanics sitting here, we don't like it either. No, I don't um, like it. I, he's not happy with his bike. I get it. But he won Red Bud last year with two great, two great rides. So exactly. Put that setup on, right? Uh, just, yeah, just, say bon, just say to J-Bone, just say to j I want the bike. Red Bud 2015 setup, and that's it. And can't they do that? Sure they can, yeah. Now, you've mentioned it before, and Paul just said it. You've said you don't believe in setup anymore, right? Well, like, didn't you kind of say that? We don't... F- I wouldn't say we fully don't believe in it, but I don't think we put as much weight into it as, say, others do or, uh, or, or we hear right. it out of riders' mouths. Shmation Shmamas, for example, who constantly <laughs> blames bikes for riders' performances. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't, I'm, I don't give me that. It's a, it's a, it's a, the, the, the rider is 90% of this sport. And I think we've seen that because we've been on the inside of teams. We've seen stuff we've tested and, like, you know, I, I, we've had guys at the practice track that were just unbelievable, but then that guy don't show up on the weekend, and, and we would put a sharp, we'd put an X sharpie on their hand after the practice track and say, "Hey, we just want to make sure this same hand shows up on Saturday," and it does. <laughs> yeah. But they're, uh, it's, they're very mental, I think. Yeah. So. And, and, but what about this aspect? Like, say, say if I'm riding the bike, I almost have to believe that the setup's off because that's the whole confidence thing. It's like it can't be me. So then. When things do start clicking, it's like, oh shit! You know the bike's great, and yeah, you see what I'm kind of saying, dude. Look, Barsha is making a ton of money. He is making a ton of money. He's paid to win. I agree. He's not winning, and he's probably you know, a lot of these riders have real trouble looking in the mirror. They like to point. They like to point outward as to what's going on, and it takes a rare guy in our sport to be like. Bike's fun. Team's great. I need to step it up. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, happen. If you when I go sure. around and talk to these managers repeatedly, that does not happen. That the only time as of recent I can remember that happening was uh, Cooper Webb's interview from where was it? Was it High Point this year or something? Or some somebody asked him basically as they were like, "Hey, you know, you know, your wrist coming back," and he was just basically like, "Hey, my wrist is fine. Like I'm getting beat." Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. And- and would you say more guys? It's just ego, or more guys just? Uh, I don't know. It? It's it's everything. It's man friends. It's parents. It's gear guys. It's it's girlfriends, wives, whatever. It's it's never you know. It's never them. And it's I guess you yeah. know what, Paul. In a way, if you admit it's you, and you're not as good, maybe that's a shot in your own confidence. Yes, yeah. that's a shot in your like, confidence. Like hey, you don't believe in yourself. Yeah, exactly. And you can never do it. You know, right. I, I don't know. I, to me. I'm one of those guys, even in my like life, I look in the mirror and be like, I got to be better. I got to pull this up. It's my yeah, fault. I exactly. need to do it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't get it, but it happens. Right on. And then uh, real quick, uh, any update? Is, are we going to see Stu at, at all this year or that's, that's done for? I heard. Uh, next weekend we heard. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Did, did he have his kid yet? I don't know. I don't. I don't. As you can see, I don't have many answers his, for you. His mechanic yeah. said on TV next oh, weekend. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, they interviewed oh. Renee when okay. he was working for Bichet, and they said we're supposed to see him next weekend. Well, That's what I'm going off of. Then, I well, hell yeah, let it rain yellow. So I'll <laughs> yeah. let you guys go. Uh, you guys thanks. It'll have a 94 on it. I mean, all the Paul. yellow rating. <laughs>
they're going to put Bichelia on the back on the bench when James comes back. But we were talking about it in our podcast. Don't you find a way to put three on there? I would think so. Like they Leroy, got some, Leroy's not doing nothing. Yeah, get him a flight. Right. I mean, get him a bike and a yeah. Parts and I think so too. Or I don't know. it's a sh- it's a shame. But I mean, at the same time, hey, they're contracted to Baggett and, and Stewart. No, they know. have obligations. So, but at the same time, yeah. Figure it out. All right. Uh, Pulp MX 16, you can figure that out and get a deal uh, at ktmpartsexpress.com. 35 years of experience in the motocross industry, motorcycle industry. They're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. ktmpartsexpress.com, a huge inventory of genuine KTM parts as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wears accessories. So if you got a KTM or a Husky, Go to ktmpartsexpress.com, pulpmex16, online code, saves you money for your KTM, and uh, and you can get that as well. Also, Michelin Starcross 5, a brand new tire from the folks at Michelin, and uh, whatever you thought of Michelin tires in the past, get rid of it, because uh, Michelin Starcross 5, four versions, hard, medium, softer sand. We're getting great reviews from uh, from everybody who uses these things on Twitter and, uh, and emails and everything else. Great tires. Uh, broken in and tested a little bit with our own Chris Kiefer, so... Uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com for more info. Uh, they offer excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. 21 sizes, uh, medium, soft, hard versions, like I said. And we have this deal going to the end of the month. If you're in America, one day after America's birthday, if you're in America, you buy a set of Michelin Starcross 5s, you send in the receipt, you get a free pair of X-Brand goggles, the goggle of choice for a tickle, uh, Norin, Bichelia, among others. So uh, buy a set of tires, get a free pair of goggles, Paul. Yeah, and I can get why those tires are getting good reviews because Kiefer is, I, I learned this this year, he's a freakishly good test rider. I've given some him some stuff to test, and I didn't even tell him what the differences was, and he could he spotted it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, That's a special said. talent. Like Tedesco was great at that. Jake Weimer's mm-hmm. really good at that. But, yeah, Kiefer's good. Here, good. Here, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, and, and that asshole is just coming back from Colorado right now. He wants to move to Colorado with his wife, and I'm like, how are you going to do – Kiefer Inc. testing. Like, you're so good at this. Literally, the guy has so many work, so much work uh, from Dirt Rider and all the, the companies that he contracts out to. I'm like, what do you think? They're going to come to Colorado? How do you figure this out? So, <laughs> you know, he's got to figure it out. He's really got to get his shit straight. I feel um, like you can get people to Colorado quicker than you can to the high, right desert, high desert. Uh, no way. No way. <laughs> Paul Barabinos from Pro Taper, Pro Taper brand manager here. Uh, tomorrow, Tampa MX ride day with Dino and, yeah. and and everything. You're going straight from here to Florida. Yeah, I got a red eye out of here tonight, and we have a ride day at Tampa MX. It's like a kind of a Tucker Rocky property, mm-hmm. and um, we got a bunch of dealers coming out. Dean Wilson's going to come out sign autographs. It'll be a Pro Taper answer, uh, get, just a bunch of Tucker Rocky kind of brands and uh mm-hmm. should be a good time uh good yeah ch- check it out if you're in florida tomorrow if you hear this uh go see dino paul uh dan truman will be there from get he'll be there okay uh fuck i just got back from italy you know the gp last weekend or uh, two weeks ago there's get people everywhere dude yeah that's their get that's everywhere. their stomping ground i'm looking all i see is get 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 everywhere i go so yeah. uh Anyways, uh, Brock Tickle, Justin Bogle, Heath Harrison on the night. I don't know anything about Heath Harrison, neither do you really, but I'm looking forward know. to talking to him. Sure. Yeah, he's been doing well. Fantasy purposes. I know we you're in the fantasy moto. We missed out on him. I, 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 didn't even, I, I didn't even know he was out there, but yeah, he's been putting in good rides, so mm-hmm. good for him. Uh, Paul Barabino's brought to you by Hot Cams, hotcamsinc.com. Pulpamex16 is the code. A lot of privateers use uh, cams to uh, get themselves more power, smooth out the power, that kind of stuff, and uh, they use hot cams, a lot of them do. Uh, cams are an easy change, Paul, for a motorcycle. Like uh, They're not as much as a pipe, uh, and you can simply drop them in, and you can move that power around on your four-stroke pretty easily. Sure. So. 
and you get some hot cams for doing it. No? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, do you ever install cams? Oh no, well, never. I'm just never. I'm, I'm looking at you for some. Re- <laughs> I'm looking at you for some affirmation. Here. I'm not getting anything. Um, uh, motocross the nations. Let's let's touch on that because that's coming up. Canada named their team. Really? Uh, Kevin Benoit, Tyler Medalia, and Sean Moffenbar. No, Colton. Fasciati's having a baby, and Cole Thompson just uh, just dicked them over. What? So yeah, just yeah. So Col- you guys will be in the B final. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry. I know. Sorry, that hurt. We need a Fasciati there. He's, That's what he, I would He's think. good, but he's got yeah. a kid coming, so you can't really blame him. Yeah. Cole Thompson, uh, he should be there, but uh, he's just he turned the country down, and he's kind of dick about it. And just another thing to add to Cole Thompson's resume for strange decisions. Yes. So, anyways, with that in mind, let's do the NFAB question of the day. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com, uh, they're great guys. Customize your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the market-leading design and style from NFAB. We've got the Fly Race and Moto 60 show on Thursdays, presented by NFAB. We've got the NFAB, uh, Racer X, or NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto um, uh, podcast. So thanks to NFAB. JGR, they're a big part of the JGR effort uh, over there, and also to the NFAB Ampro Yamaha race team of Randy Hawkins. Don't you do? Don't you sponsor that team? Yeah, sure do. I think you did. Yeah, we you did. did an ad for them or something. We, we sponsored them yeah. for many years now. Uh, so, uh, n-fab.com, uh, at nfab Inc. on Instagram and Twitter, Jeep, truck, or SUV parts, bars, light mounting solutions, bumpers, that kind of stuff. So, the question is, Paul, uh, Disney Nations is coming up. Canada named their team. Italy's named their team. Um, I think Belgium did, too. Who would you put on Team USA? We're going on Majoria, it, um, Majoria, Majoria, whatever, Italy. Um, here's, my, here's what I would do. Let's hear it. Tomac. Okay. But I think I would not be surprised if Tomac doesn't go. There's whispers that he's got to do those two stupid USGPs that Monster's making him do. And then what is there a week before those nations or is it that I want to say it's the following weekend. Is it I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Travis can look that up. But yeah. uh I think he might beg off cuz of those two GPs. If he doesn't do the if he if he he goes Indiana, GP, GP, maybe week off, Des Nations Week off, Monster Cup. Like it, it, it's that close. That's how it is. Yeah. A week off between Destinations and Monster Cup. No. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So, Tomac might not go. Thank you, Monster, for making our riders race these stupid GPs. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Great, great <laughs> job, guys. Okay, so Tomac might not go. Dungey's out. Right. I like how Alden already said he's out. <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah. the timeline works out that he could be back, but they're just like, ah, no, he's out. Yeah. Okay, so. I would send Tomac, and I would put Cooper Webb on a 450, like we saw him last year, and then I would send whoever is Savachi or J-Mart or even Alex, like one right. of those, whoever beats who um, in that series. That's what I would say. And if Tomac bails, I would go Barsha. Barsha, Webb, and Savachi, J-Mart, A-Mart. That's what I would do. Yeah, I don't disagree with you much, really. I, I like Cooper idea for sure. The only reason i don't love tomac is just because his starts are so suspect and i i want to put more emphasis on starts at Nations because it seems it's really hard to make passes there because yeah. of different but i don't know yeah um but no he's the best but, he's but the tomac, best guy hey, he's the tomac best guy. starts have been better since they put true change of true true, true. Yeah. so i guess tomac and cooper and then yeah i would go savachi after that 100 percent. really yeah okay over yeah. you're saying jmart over savachi no 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 just whatever yeah yeah um, i mean I, I he's gets really really good starts um, 
Yeah, I, I just can't think of anybody better. I I, I thought Anderson okay, would have been if, in the mix, if um, but he got hurt. If Tomac doesn't go because the GPs and everything, then would you send Barsha? Would you? Is that what you would do? Barsha's doing them too, but <sighs> I think Justin's the type of guy he'd race all day long. Like, if, yeah. he'd like to go to Disney. And he did really good there last year. He he, yep. he was awesome. Yeah, he was great. Um, yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess you have to go Barsha. Man, we don't have much talent this year. Everyone's hurt, huh? Okay, GPs on the eleventh and third and eleventh of September. Week off, Des Nations. And then how long and after the Monster Cup? Then week off the Monster Cup. Yeah, these poor guys, they don't ever get a break anymore. All these team managers I go around and say, uh, we don't want any more races. We don't want any more races. And then they're all made to go to the GPs. And so all I do is flip the middle finger to them because fuck you for saying you don't want to do more races. You, why are you going to the GPs? Tell Monster to pound sand. Like literally. They like, need their check to come. <laughs> dude, do you think Monster is really going to tell Mitch Payton we're not titling your team next year? We are not going to title your team because you don't go to these two races. It's like telling no your chance. wife you're not going to that concert. You don't want to stress the relationship, Steve. You don't want to stress the relationship. I, I know, I know, but <laughs> I, I just if these two USGPs cost us Eli Tomac, cost you guys. Never mind me. Right. I, I'm Team Canada. Yeah, Team USA. If they cost you guys Eli Tomac's participation at those nations, I'd be super pissed. Two worthless races that mean nothing. And the Olympics of motocross. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. I, and I don't know for sure if Tomac's not going. I just I hope he goes. There's whispers. Yeah, he's definitely the there's guy we need. Whispers to go. out there that that. And I wouldn't blame him. If Tomac said I'm out, I did the two G- USGPs. I'd go. I get it, bro. Yeah. You just did 29 races. No, I get it too. I, I get that's it. That's why it's, that's, it's it's um, tough, man. So yeah, it's it's one of those things, man. I don't know. Someone in the chat room saying Millsaps. He is killing it up in Canada. You're right. Or can we get him on Team Canada? I don't think so. I'd really like to. That'd be awesome. Um, Brock Tickle, Justin Bogle, Heath Harrison all coming on tonight. And uh, we, uh, we appreciate you guys listening to the BTOsports.com and Fly Racing uh, Pulp Mech Show. Uh, really appreciate it. Let's get on our first guest. He, uh, he uses uh, Pro Taper. Justin it, Bogle? Yeah. Yeah, he sure does. He uses Answer, which yeah. is your parent company. Yeah. So it all works out for you. Yeah, I He know, doesn't Justin. wear Fly Racing or Vortex, which are sponsors of my show. Right. But whatever. We'll you get let him on. on still. Geico Honda is Justin Bogle. What's up, Bogle? How are you? I'm good. How you guys doing? We're good, man. Thanks uh, Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. I uh, I texted you and I said, hey, how about the show? And you're like, I don't got much to talk about. <laughs> it's okay. It's Honestly, right. I was like, man, if I'm coming on there just to get like hammered with some stuff, I'm probably not going to do it. But <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was looking at my shows and I'm like, Fuck! It's been a while. Like we haven't had him on, so it doesn't really matter. Like to me, results-wise, so much. Just you hadn't been on in a long time. I'm like, we gotta get him on. Um, but dude, whole shots are good. That's cool. I mean, you'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I uh, I've been good at at least something here lately, so <laughs> gotta figure the rest out. But my starts have been a one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Strangely enough, Paul. Uh, Honda's a whole shot six out of the 12 motos, and I would have thought it would be a KTM slash Husky slash Yamaha outdoor whole shot rain, as yeah. we've seen in the past. Yeah. But Honda. They're, dude, their bikes look good. Justin's, like, uh, I, I remember watching Justin at uh, Hangtown get over that big jump, no problem. He was doing the leap from the inside. He's got a lot of whole shots. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Justin or if it's Lars building his engine. Lars but. is taking credit, Bogle. <laughs> Lars has been taking yeah, credit for your you motor. Know what? 
Shout out to Lars, definitely. Yeah. Small mechanic Hutch. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, but when I look at your season as a whole, uh, Justin, um, it's up and down. You're a rookie year in the 450s. I, there's been some really good rides, and there's been other weekends, like you said, like Red Bud, where you're like, eh, whatever. But, I mean, I think that's kind of be expected, don't you? Or, or are you, like, super bummed? Because there's been, there's been some really um, good highlights. Yeah, it kind of it is what it is. There's been certain moments where I've – I've actually felt pretty good. Um, there's been, I mean, I'll be honest with you, this, this entire year has been the most frustrating year of my entire life. But um, there's been moments here and there. I guess high point was okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't get those good starts that I have been getting there, but I rode really good. So it's there. I'm not doing it yet, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's coming. So I've got to figure, figure a few things out. But, yeah, 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 I think it's I think been very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like one of you're one of those guys, and, and uh, it happens. Uh, you're a 250 Supercross champion, and you know you want to hit the ground running. But man, we saw a lot of guys over the years, Paul. You know, f- take a year to figure it out. I, Anderson for one guy. I think of Anderson's rookie year yeah. in 450s. It was a lot like Justin's flashes and crashes, and and you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, some people might disagree with me, but I think it's good what justin's do i think it's much more important to get good starts and lead laps and go backwards i guess yeah, this weekend mm-hmm. but then it is to start 20th and finish there i, I think he's <laughs> i think you're like yeah he, he i'm sure he's not pumped or you're not pumped about it but at least you're in the front and like you're experiencing what it's like to be at the front the guys that start in 20th and come to 10th no one even sees them you get 10th like bogle led laps at least and i think you're that's gonna... something that he was doing in supercross and you build on it and I mean, it's better to lead laps and fade than it is to come from 20th and get 10th, I, th- well, I think. that's Yeah, I agree. That's the thing is I've had people tell me, like, well, at least you're not hiding in the back. It's like, why, number one, the roost hurts way too <laughs> yeah. <after> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no way I'm doing that on purpose. Right. Number two, how am I ever going to finish up there if I don't figure out what it's like, you know? So yeah. it's all good. We're learning. Um, yeah, Villeman, that's classic Villeman when I was at Yamaha. I mean, he's a veteran at this point, but – Villeman told us one time, I'm going to get fifth anyway, so why go first to fifth when I can go tenth to fifth? And everybody <laughs> says, oh, you just ran out of time. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I yeah, mean, I he know. did make sense. It, it did make sense. It just, I'm just, you'd like a little more fight from your one of your star riders. Yeah. We, we pay him an answer to look clean and look nice, and we yeah. so we like whole shots. <laughs> was that new gear this weekend? That For, was new gear. Okay. And he made it match nice. Head to toe, we looked real the nice this weekend. Was- on Crazy time. this week. Seven zero two five eight six. Pulp, you got a question for Geico Hondas? Uh, Justin Bogle is on the Pulp and Mech Show, and uh, with Paul Barabinos and uh, and myself, Steve Mathis. Justin, uh, you're over at the Honda truck, of course. You've been there all year with uh, uh, with Trey and uh, Cole. Um, they're hurt right now. But who do you do you deal with? Dan only? Do you deal with the Rock? Do you deal with both? I'm curious how that works. Um, well, okay. So I have a little bit, it's sort of complicated my situation. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity and thankful that they stepped up to help me out because without those guys, I'd be kind of screwed right now. So I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for Honda for taking on the responsibility of me as well. That being said, I'm still kind of like a little bit of the redheaded stepchild (laughs) where I'm kind of like here and there. I deal with Dan. I was on the phone with him a few times a day. Mm-hmm. I deal with Dan for pretty much everything, but uh, I still talk to my shack a lot. And if I need anything, they uh, they make sure that they can help out any way they can. So um, mostly Dan, but I still deal with all the guys at Geico as well. 
So not so much the rock though. Rock is busy. Rock's busy. He's got a whole bunch of <laughs> busy guys. But if yeah. I need anything, then yeah. he'll definitely help me out. Rock's one of the few people that I feel like has actually believed in me throughout the whole process. So I always like to uh, get his opinion on things. Dude, I, I talked to some of the riders over there and, and guys that have been there too. You would never, and I was around as a mechanic when the Rocket was racing, and he was grouchy. He didn't like anybody. He barely talked. But off in talking to guys like yourself, Justin, LaRocco's like a really good team manager. For one, he tests the bikes, and he can still haul ass. I guess he doesn't go through the whoops, but he can still <laughs> still really feel what a bike does. Two, he can really talk to these guys well. He can really relate to them. Uh, I would have never thought LaRocco would enjoy being a team manager, but Justin, I guess he's really good, right? He is. He is. I've uh, said that for a few years. That's like a, a really good weapon to have is having him on the team because he'll test. I mean, don't have to say much about his work ethic. He'll do whatever it takes. So mm-hmm. he'll be out there all day long and then be in the office doing all the other team manager stuff all night. So that's a really cool thing with him. And he's, he, the the rock just kind of reminds me of like my dad. Like he <laughs> comes off like he's a bit like unhappy and grumpy, but yeah. he's like a really good dude. Right. Right. So, yeah. It's cool. Having him around. Dude, he was, like I said, near the end when I was mechanicing, you didn't want to talk to rock. You didn't want to mess with him. He looked grouchy all the time. He was there at work. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, how much did you did you see Bloss behind you, Bogle? And you're just like, oh hell no, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is I was having a, just about as bad as it could go without crashing. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I saw him behind me, and then I came by and I saw like a couple laps to go, and I was like, oh, all right, uh, I'm gonna beat Benny or I'm gonna die. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't hang on at this point, but I'll risk it because. There's yeah. no way I'm showing up to Robbie's on Monday and hearing from that big tall. Yeah, you got a week of shit talking to deal with. That was Benny's. Yeah, be- it <laughs> that was Benny's best race of the year. He rode well for sure. But I knew you trained with him, and I was like wondering about that dynamic a little bit. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Benny's a good kid. I yeah. like Benny, but I mean, I was I was hanging on by a thread there. Like I said, I had crazy <laughs> arm pump, and I was riding like a complete idiot. So I was hanging on by a thread anyways, and I'm like, if I hole shot and and I don't even finish top ten. I'm I'm crashing. I'm endoing over the finish on purpose and just seeing what happens. <laughs> uh, so I I had to do whatever I could do to at least stay in the top ten. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. Yeah, you can't deal with that. How about uh, this little Renard training program? So you got Kennard and Justin Bloss, Colt Nichols, uh, Forkner. Is yep. Forkner there? I think he's down. Yep. Yeah, Forkner. Yep. What a, it's turning into this. Oklahoma Mafia. I mean, don't they? Don't you just? You guys have a good facility to ride at, and you have somebody who's been there and you know ridden, been a professional before that can point out your flaws and kind of tell you what you're doing. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Me and Colt have been uh, Colt even longer than me. Colt since he was a little kid, but me and Colt lived at Robbie's for a few years as amateurs, and then when I turned pro for a little bit, and I ended up moving just down the road, so mm-hmm. still there all the time and. Um, yeah, man, we have really, really fast kids to ride with, and Robbie yeah. is one of the best human beings I've ever met in my life. So, and he knows he knows his stuff, and he's very, very good on a dirt bike. So, uh, I I love it, man. It's it's awesome back here. I would think Robbie, because again, watching him ride, Robbie's so naturally talented. We all know the stories of him just being unbeatable. Uh, also, we know the stories of him of uh, injuries and everything else. 
I wouldn't think Robbie Renard would be really good at articulating how to ride a bike because he's so naturally talented. He did it for his whole life, but he's really good, huh, Justin? He's very good. And honestly, you wouldn't think that because right. a lot of people that are like that, they really can't tell you how to do it. They yes. can't do it. Even with myself, it's like I couldn't sit there and teach someone how to do it. I just I just do it. I don't know. But Robbie, <laughs> I don't know if it's just like all the years of experience or, or whatever, and he definitely went through every up and down there was possible. So um, he's definitely figured out how to, how to be a teacher and relate to us and be able to uh, relay the information. So, and it's good to have someone to go to as well that's been through all this stuff because clearly my career hasn't been without its speed bumps as well. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have people in your corner that have been there and done that. Yeah, right. it's so much more than uh, than riding. It's like, uh, uh, hey, what about this guy in the industry? What do I do for this? Hey, Robbie, what about the doctor saying this? Uh, what do you think? Therapy, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. I am. I'm super lucky, man. I got Fedoro and and Robbie and like. Dr. G is always around and people like that that are super helpful with all my stuff in my program that keep everything moving smoothly as possible whenever it's uh because it, it's it gets bumpy a lot so <laughs> it's nice to have people that you trust that yeah. are you know good at their job around hey justin did uh you talk to hutch at all yesterday i talked to him a little bit early in did the day. he happen to mention the epic cornhole game that we had yesterday with randy and chance he did not. I saw a couple oh, snaps from Chance because he lived for that. But what I didn't we, do was talk to Hutch later because I figured you guys were probably going to be turned up. And I we, we had dude. beverages, but sad, Randy yeah. and Chance couldn't lose, and it took a it took a championship winning mechanic like Hutch and a championship winning <laughs> mechanic like myself to team up. Finally, we got the team together and we beat them. Hey, oh, do you I love it? Do you follow Paul on Instagram and Twitter and all that, Bogle? Do you follow him because? Is it just me or does Paul's all of Paul's posts involve holding a drink in his hand? Do they really? They seem to. Huh. What are you saying? Like I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt here, Paul, and say that, you know, you're an adult, you can do what you want. Oh yeah. that's damn right. No, no, he can't. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. And I will also <laughs> say that when I'm in California I have seen you numerous times on a road bike passing on the street, so no, you passed no, me that day. You guys, you went those. by me that day. I, I'm just making room you're for the beers. Those yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I like it. Even when Paul came to Vegas with Erica uh, a few weeks ago, I had to meet him at this German beer house. I'm like, okay, that's all a right. good time. That place. No, I know you like it. You're into it. Uh, all right. Question uh, on the phone for uh, uh, Geico Honda's uh, Justin Bogle. John, welcome to the show. Uh, what's your question for uh, for Justin Bogle? Hey, thanks, uh, Justin. You're you're the man, buddy, and you keep it up. I love watching you ride. You got a a pretty unique style, I think. Um, Thank you. I real, appreciate it. The most important question is: Actually, he Do you have yeah. any rock senior stories? Have you encountered that man at any point? Mike's dad, and, you mean? Mike Mike Senior? Mike's dad? Yeah. yeah. I haven't. Yeah. I don't have any stories. We did ride at his place back in. Uh, Indiana, I believe, or wherever he's from, at right. uh, one point in 2011 for a for a boot camp. Boot camp. Oh, I, I didn't see much. I remember of it. that. I remember so. that, and everybody complained. Everybody, <laughs> everybody <laughs> said how tired they were <laughs> for Red Butt. But he was outside of work too, so he probably didn't beat around the bush. Um, I imagine if he did, if he did encounter him at the Geico place, it'd probably be under control. But no, he looks he looks gnarly. But, no, you mentioned working with Renard and everything. It looks like you kind of uh, work up a gear and, and lag the motor a little bit, like I hear everybody talking about. It seems like common knowledge. 
for the pros, but do you consciously work on not revving the bike and making it work at its peak performance area? Yeah, I actually, uh, <clears throat> I've kind of always done that, but that's something that Robbie stressed to me because I used to be, I used to rev the bike really bad and I would get a lot sketchier. So that's something that one of the things that I've worked on with him, but for me, it just right. better and, being and it's there. noticeable. You can tell when you work in the, when you're doing it right. You can tell. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Bike works that way. Yeah. So does Ro- Robbie uh, make you get on a trampoline with a BMX bike like old Terra Firma? I don't remember that. He doesn't. That but there it. is one back there. <laughs> bicycle and a trampoline. There. <laughs> so there I have is, not yeah. jumped on it yet because I've gotten hurt too many times in my life. I'm not trying to do any extracurriculars. <laughs> it's going to catch me right. slipping it all, but. It is, it, it is a chance. That's, All right. Thanks, John. Funny, Thanks for the man. call. Uh, yeah, no problem. And you keep it up, man. You know, AC with Mitch Payton says he can still win a moto and this and that. He's got – and uh, just you're you're flying, buddy. So keep your confidence up and keep on the pipe, man. You got it. You got it. Cool. Thanks, John. Awesome. Thanks, right. Yeah, w- uh, when you think of Bogle's riding style, Paul, like I can't – Justin, I can't think of anybody that rides like you. Like you're – I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where you got. You know, like you said, you don't know how to teach it. Like if somebody were to tell you, uh, it's a great style though, but it is unique, no doubt. He's got swag. It's almost a little like Villaman, but better than Villaman. Oh, Villaman, that's that ain't ain't very nice. No, no, Villaman looked goofy, (laughs) but he moved. He moved around on the bike a lot. Justin moves around on the bike a lot. Yeah, and that's all. Villeman's, I do move around a lot. Yes, Villeman's elbows were down, so yeah. that didn't look good. Yeah. like Justin. But, but Villeman rode the bike good too, and I like I get what Justin's saying about not revving the bike, and that's going to go a long way too. Especially I think when he rides a different bike. I think the Honda is one of the bikes that you can rev more so than another. But uh-huh. yeah, like guys like Barsha and somebody, uh, maybe even Eli, need to work on riding more like yeah, like Roxon and and, and Bogle. Uh, speaking of the Honda and next year, Justin, your contract's up and in our job, that's we talk about that kind of stuff all the time because fans are into it. What do you know about next year? You're just, I guess you're just shopping like a lot of guys right now, right? Trying to find a home? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Just uh, kind of uh, wait and see kind of thing. I've been talking to people, obviously, but um, no contracts in hand. So right. we're still uh, trying to get something happening, but like I said, talking to a few people. Mm-hmm. I like it at RCH. It's a WMG button, WMG heart. Let's put you on RCH next year. Boom. Factory bike. I like it. <laughs> right on. Uh, Travis, you, Travis, you have a question for Bogar, our producer? I have a question, yeah. Okay. Hey, Justin, is uh, is PAC-EMH doing anything new anytime soon, or, or is that even a thing? What's going on with that? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, last summer when I was hurt, we actually made quite a few quite a few songs. So uh, there should be some stuff coming out soon. Cool. There should be actually one song, like a single, coming out within the next few weeks, hopefully. All right on. Looking forward to it. But Steve, I've been, were you uh, been pretty busy? But yeah, you know, yeah. With, with, with real life, with, with life and stuff, real, yeah. real life stuff. Right. <laughs> Steve, were you at Destinations when we put Justin on the spot? Yeah, that was uh, that was good. That was a pressure filled situation. And weren't Man. you still an amateur then? Weren't you? Were you a pro? Uh, yeah. I think he had just signed a deal, right? Yeah, I think I remember thinking like, who is this guy? Now? Well, we were trying to get him to come PC, so we kind of were like giving him some shit. <laughs> well, he chose he chose yeah, FC. Well, okay. <laughs> so the thing is, is, I had literally just signed the deal with FC. And I saw Mitch, and I was with Dean, and I saw Mitch in the hotel, like, the day before that, and he just was flipping me off down there, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> so, but Mitch is awesome, right? So we, we talked out, it's all good, but then the next night, when that happens, I got, like, 700 bucks in the pool here, then I'm like, 
about to go freestyle for, and everyone's there in the industry, and Mitch is sitting right in front of me, and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> There's no more pressure than this in life. I don't think. No, no, not even winning that Supercross tail that you won. No. That was no, more pressure even... to rap at the designations yeah. in front of Mitch. It, it was. It was good, though. Yeah. It, well, he, he, did very, he did really good. It was nothing, actually really good. That, was, that nothing, was tough. Yeah, I know nothing about rap, but that sounded really good. I'm like, wow, geez. Yeah, it was good. Check this I, And Hanson was beatboxing. Yeah, that, that was pretty <laughs> Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bogle, what about Southwick this weekend? It's back on the schedule. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? Amped. Amped? I love it. Yeah. I, uh, I never had a good overall there, but... I know 2013, I rode good there. My bike blew up, I think, one moto, but mm-hmm. had, like, a top five and, like, not a good year. And I've ridden good there in the past. So I'm stoked, man. A lot of my uh, – I got some friends up there, too. So oh, cool. Good uh, good vibes and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that one. I'm glad it's back. Thank God that that one's back and we're not going to, like, Utah or Elsinore. <laughs> yeah, you know, good there. call. Dude, right? Oh, Utah. Oh, Elsinore. Good God. Um, mm. Yeah, that's a good one to get a whole uh, shot at too. Hey, and, but uh, hey, have you ridden it in the? Uh, did you run it with a right hand first turn, or did you, was it always left for you, Bogle? It was always left for me. Yeah. Okay. So now it's right the old school way. When I first started going there, so I think it flows yep. better. I think it flows better this way. The corners are set up. That's you, what I hear. You hit him with more speed. Um, I just ask, just ask Dakota. So he's been riding it for literally a month. <laughs> so just just ask Jimmy D how it is. Uh, thank you for coming on, Justin. Appreciate the time. Uh, nice hole shots at Redbud, uh, and overall a good season. I mean, you're a rookie. You're probably you're you're upset. I get it. Or you're pissed, but good up and down. I mean, you've shown speed, and I think it's been going all right. So yeah, don't be so mad. Yeah, you know, we're learning. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good. That's exactly it. Uh, thanks for your time tonight. I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you at Southwick, man. Perfect. Thanks for having me on. See all you guys. Did. See ya. Justin Bogle, everybody, Geico Honda uh, coming on. Uh, I, and I, I mean that. I think it's been – I think it's a typical 450 rookie year. Yeah. And, and, Flashes and, of and I think it's cool that he's frustrated because that means he's not complacent. He wants to do better. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think if you're a team and you're looking at hiring him, you want to see that he's upset and pissed every weekend unless, yeah. unless he's on the podium because yeah. I think that's what he wants. I think it's, it's, it's a little bit like Jason Anderson where you were like – I see things. I see speed. I see potential. And then I see some other stuff that isn't great. But this kid will figure it out. Yeah, and like I said, I I think he's making a bigger splash by leading laps than he is if he was starting in the back and finishing right there. You know what's weird, though? Sometimes, like, I notice, like he said, his arms pumped up this weekend, and so that was it. It, it, Arms pumping up, it seems weird how that just strikes every now and then some guys. Well, I think it's a lot easier for it to strike when you're in the front and you're leading laps. Yeah. I think anybody that's a racer knows if you're catching the guy in front of you or if you're passing people in front of you, it doesn't matter how you feel. You're not going to get armed. Yeah, you're if you're good. catching people, like it's fine. But if they're blowing by you, you're like, oh. it's tough. It's yeah. like, shit, I made a mistake. Oh, here comes another guy. And, oh, fuck, there's yeah. four more coming. And yeah. It's and tough to, to work through that. Absolutely. All right, everybody. This is uh, the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We'll take our first commercial break of the night here on the show. Uh, Brock Diggle's still coming. Heath Harrison. Jason Thomas will be coming up. Our buddy JT. Uh, we'll do a gear out a cold call of somebody i think when we come back and uh much more travis marks is here he's going to work on the app in between commercial breaks and uh thanks everybody for listening we'll be right back after this commercial hey this is the voice of supercross guy and you're listening to the pulp mx show hey guys this is jason thomas i wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing 
Fire Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Next show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when Placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Blighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. 
PenFab products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and bed access models, PenFab Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. PenFab also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. And it's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites but yet straight line you have comfort hey as a former factory mechanic Kiefer, i know all about mounting tires um so no problem for me to mount anything right. well maybe not a moose uh you found mounting these new michelins uh, pretty easy actually yeah i'm a great test rider but my mechanic skills are novice at best so mounting the tire wasn't too bad they sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing and i was out there busting in the garage and normally you got to put some tires in the sun let them soften up a little bit but this uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time. From Atlas Brace, we thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. 
Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5-10% to power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey! 
WWE. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Rocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm. 
Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with Factory Riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there, check them out, guys. Official seat foam, seat base, seat cover of a shit ton of teams in the pits, people. Including Monster Energy Pro Circuit. Paul Parabinus is old team. Use Guts Racing. RCH uses Guts Racing. If you have a seat need, base, foam, cover, GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 16 saves you money with uh, the folks at Guts Racing. And uh, we thank Justin Bogle from Geico Honda for coming on. Keith Harrison coming up. Brock Tickle coming up, Jason Thomas coming up. But first, we have Hal. Hal's been on hold for a long time. What's up, Hal? How are you? Hey, guys. What's going on, bro? Hey, man. Not much. I'd love to hear you. You've been gone for a couple of weeks or at least a week. We were now. gone. We were gone eight days, Hal. Eight days. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. That's, a, that's an eternity here. Okay. So relax. All right. What's <laughs> up? Hey, dude. Hey, check that, man. Three minutes for you. Uh, Stikey, what was up with Stikey this uh, this weekend? Didn't see much from him. I see uh-huh. he's selling t-shirts, I guess. Yeah, his, uh, his unreliable piece of shit two-stroke broke, Hal. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, but no, yeah, he blew his bike up in uh, in the LCQ. Yeah. yeah. Okay, man, well, look, he's uh, tucking it out up there. Um, also, uh, Bloss, man, what about Bloss? The dude's a- dude, he was really good. Paul, you didn't go to Redbud, so I don't know how much TV coverage he got. Not much. He was charging from the back in both motos. I was impressed. He got me a lot of fantasy <laughs> points, so I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah, Parabino's a stoked. And, and this is his rookie year, right, in 450? Yes, he rode yeah. one national last year, and that's it. One? Yep. Just Indiana? He just rode Indiana. Okay. Yep. So. That's a pretty good rookie year on the on the uh, big bike. Yeah, he's looking for a ride next year, and I think people should, should take a look at him. I think people should look at him in the 450 class, for sure. He's too big for a 250, but... 
Yeah, take a look. We're, I think we're going to have him on the show next week because uh, Eddie Ray's coming on, and Eddie Ray loves himself and Benny Bloss, so we'll get we'll get Benny on. Because they they're both so tall. Yeah. Anything else, Hal? Hal's gone. Okay. We lost them. We lost Hal. Uh, Gear Alloy. Please check out Gear Alloy for if you have a truck or an SUV or a Jeep and you need a set of wheels, Gear Alloy supports the sport. You should support them. Unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle. GearAlloy.com, longtime supporter of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team. And, of course, Jessica Patterson, Gear Alloy, uh, seven-time WMX champion. And uh, they've got everything you need for wheels. GearAlloy.com. We gave a set away a little while ago. And uh, if we need a, if you need something from uh, wheel-wise, um, we... Uh, so tell you to go to Gear Alloy. So GearAlloy.com. This is a Gear Alloy cold call. Uh, Parabinos, this is actually your idea. Yeah. To uh, ex teammate of yours, right? Yeah. Or no. Yeah. Was he? No, okay. no, no. Yeah. yeah, he taught me uh, a lot. Yeah, ex teammate of yours at Pro Circuit. Uh, now the RCH team manager, Kyle Bentley. Uh, let's give him a call. Let's see if he's around. Uh, friend of mine too. Motor Triple X mechanic too. Let's not forget everybody. Motor Triple X mechanic. Gear Alloy cold call coming up right now. Cold calling people. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Coming up, Kyle Bentley, team manager, RCH, right now. Absolutely up. killing it with Kenny Roxon and Brock Tickle. Yep, steering the ship. Yes, it's Jagger home, please. No doubt, due to his uh, managing skills. Let's see if he answers the Gear Alloy Cold Call. GearAlloy.com. Wheels, chick. everything you need. Gear Alloy. Cold calling. Uh, Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. We've had a lot of good luck. Busy right, managing. Please leave me a message and I'll call you back. Busy managing. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Kyle, it's Mathis and Parabinos. We are Gear Alloy cold calling you on the Pulp MX show. I don't know what you're doing right now. Managing. Managing stuff. And you're managing Tickle and Rocks and the podium, son of a bitch. Good job. Uh, all right, buddy. We're just calling to see what's up. If not, whatever. Call me back. Text me. All right. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Gear out of the cold call. Damn, Travis. Uh, we've had pretty good luck. Pretty good. good pretty, pretty good success. Kyle ruined it. He did. Yeah. He R-O-N-N-E-D. Ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Hal's there. Hal, what's up? You're back. Hey, Hal. Hal, you Hey, there? guys. Sorry. Carolina. That's service. Still hey, shitty, uh, but what's uh, up? Hey, the the the, uh, the question I have for you, man, is in your both your opinions, uh, who do you think makes the best uh, team manager? Former mechanic, former rider, or somebody from outside in the industry, outside like a brand for, manager? Okay, first or, of all, as a rider for a team manager, you are literally rolling the dice. Uh, and tell me if you agree with me, Paul. I've I've. I worked for Bobby Moore at FMF Honda, and I don't mind Bobby, but in my opinion, he was a terrible team manager. He was still in a racing mode. Um, now we just talked about LaRocco. That seems to be working out pretty well, but also LaRocco, he deals with riders. They have uh, boards. They, ha- they, they have, have other boards people over there, yeah. Plane tickets, hotels, logistics, um, finances. Finances. Kehoe was great by all accounts. Um,. I think mechanic. I mean, I'm biased, so are you, Paul? But mechanics have been what involved about the with. Doctor? Wow, dude! I mean, it was so long ago that he was a mechanic, you know. And he had Dave Arnold early on at Honda to kind of help him too. He worked with the riders like Dave Arnold, so uh, like Larocco, and Dave Arnold managed the team more, so he learned a little bit. Um, 
you know, so I, what do you think, Paul? I, I, I think it takes a combination of both, and I think it takes – well, I, I don't know how much a rider is going to listen to you if you haven't been a rider in the past or you haven't had some kind of success on motorcycle. I, don't, I think a rider will stay right, stay, right, stay right through you. You don't think you as a championship-winning mechanic have any credentials with guys? I, I think I, I think oh, people okay. would not many people listen to me anymore, but I think the people that do, I, I've, I think I can okay, I offer well, sound that's, advice. That's what but, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. A guy like you, a championship winning mechanic or goose or, you know, summer cross. I mean, I ride mechanic. a lot myself too. I, yeah. I never as good as any of these guys, but, um, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I just think it takes a balance, but, um, dude, I think, I think if you just hire a rider cause he's successful, you're rolling. No, that, that's that's not going to, yeah, that doesn't I mean, work. It may work, but it may not. No. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? But I think it does. It's a huge advantage if they've worked in a team atmosphere before too, and that's what I think. You know why yeah. we why we wanted to cold call Kyle is because I would imagine he's good at his job. I've never worked under him as a team manager. Yeah. I've worked side by side with him as a mechanic, and he was, you know, you learn a lot when you are in, you know, when you've been a part of it before. And a rider, there's so much a rider doesn't get that goes on w- within a team. What did you like? Okay, you worked under Mitch Payton for a long time. Yeah. What do you take away? What did you take away from that? Like, what if you were a team manager tomorrow, Paul? What did Mitch teach you? What were something you looked at him and you're like, "Fuck, that's good." Well, number one thing that he that he taught me that I use in all aspects of my life is just work ethic. Like he he he's proven like I never really accomplished anything as big as I accomplished with Dean at Pro Circuit, but I kind of knew it was possible because he you know he gives you the. There, there's that work ethic there, and it and it's happened before there, so you just assume it could happen again. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think work ethic is really good. I think what uh, the best part about Mitch though is how equal attention he gives everybody, and I think that's a huge part of being a good team manager. I, I know there's yeah. a lot of team managers out there that only are catering to the guy that's winning or the guy that's doing the best, but yeah. Mitch gave everybody equal attention, and that was one of the reasons why I think Kennard didn't go end up going to that team because he was like, hey, I want to be the number one guy, and Mitch is like, well, it doesn't work like that over here. You're yeah. gonna be one of my guys and I'll give you his equal attention to everybody. I think mm. that's, um, that's a admirable trait. Jimmy Perry was pretty good. And he comes from Mitch Payton school. Jimmy Perry was pretty good at Yamaha, equal attention, yeah. Villeman, Ferry, yeah. Chad, uh, Chad got more attention because he had more going on, but not because he was the best guy. Jimmy was pretty good with, with everybody. And I, and yeah. I think oftentimes when people say, Oh, he's a great team manager. They're, they're looking at, not the team. They're looking at the success of one one rider, how they're judging that. Yeah. I think to be a good team manager, you have to look at the success of a team yeah. and you know how every rider has is getting equal attention. They leave on good terms, things like that. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Didn't, didn't, Mitch, didn't Mitch kind of the total package? It's his money. He's also managed kind of the, the CEO and president of the whole thing. Uh, yeah, that helps. Yeah, for sure. You know, when you're that way. Yeah. Um, all right, hey, thanks, thanks Al. Appreciate, appreciate it. it, man. Have a good night, dude. Thank Take you. Appreciate later. it. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, ben, what's going on, Ben? You got a question about J-Mart? Uh, yeah. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Good. What's happening? Uh, nothing much. Hey, my question about J-Mart was where is he going to be next year if you guys had any insight on that? Clearly, you don't follow me on Twitter or read any of my columns. Uh, He's offended. No, I do not. Sorry, I don't really have enough time. But you have time to listen to the show, Ben? Uh, yeah, but I can listen to the show. I can't really read it while I'm working. That guy's going down. Well, Ben, maybe we should punish you by not telling you where J-Mart's going next year. <laughs> and, and, you know, maybe All we right. should tell you to follow Twitter and, and read my stuff more. All right, well. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ben, he's going to Geico. Geico? Geico, huh? going to Ar- 
Uh, we all did too, but yeah, that fell apart. He's going to Geico to ride 250s uh, indoors and out next year, and then the following year, I think he can get on a 450 if he wants, or he will be on okay. a 450. So. Oh, and I also was wondering, uh, how often do you guys repack two-stroke silencers? Like, how many hours do you think? I I always used to do it by sound, like it's just sounding ratty. You know what I mean? Like they've all the silencers sound a certain way when they get blown out. They sound like you know hollow, ratty kind of like like that. <laughs> um, I I I never know how many hours to be honest. Just listen to it. You know, hit it, uh, take it with your with your knuckles and, and touch it and see if it gives you like a hollow sound. Then all the packing's gone. Okay. Hey, is uh is Watson doing a podcast now or is he just not doing anything? <laughs> it's just not doing anything in life, you mean? Or well, no, like I, I want to know what he's doing. And I never hear him on the show, and I was kind of wondering is he doing his own show or he's supposed what, to be? What you got going on? He's supposed to be doing his own show. I don't think there's a, is there an episode out yet? I don't I don't know, but um, he's supposed to be doing his own show. Yeah, I don't think okay. he's doing I don't think he's doing a live show like this pulp show. I think he's doing a podcast, which is like recorded, you know. So yeah, I've never heard about. Can that. I help you, yeah. Pookie? No. Okay. All right. Uh, I just don't know if it's out yet. So, oh, or I don't know All the right. status of it. Or I would bet, though, I would bet a lot of money here in Vegas. His first guess is Ricky Carmichael. That's just me. Okay. But never heard of him. Yeah. Uh, me, me neither. I like you, Ben. All <laughs> yep. right. Thanks, bud. <laughs> hey, yep. Bye. See you. Uh, Dark side. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good. What's happening? Oh, not much. Just here listening to the show. Um, okay, we all know that Red Dog is the greatest racer of all time. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. Yes, we oh, do. And Matt, this was the greatest mechanic of all time. No, I'm not. I'm, oh, not. I'm in the top ten. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Maybe top ten then. Um, my question is, because we know how much you love him, What? Why is he? why do you love him so much? Like, What happened in your guys' relationship that made you so connected with Red Dog? Well, I don't know. I was also, I'm also connected with Nick Way. I worked for him for one year. I'm really good friends with Nick. Um, yeah, but you love Red Dog, and like, I mean, there's got to be, you know, I mean, uh, there's got to be a, well, a reason. I worked for him the longest out of anybody. I worked for him for four years, um, and you know, I always saw him treat everybody well. Um, I never saw much of an ego on him. He 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 was you know a top three, top five guy all the time, and. Never really acted like it. I always thought he's pretty humble. He's pretty, you know. Um, Paul, yeah. you know him well. Paul, yeah. you know Timmy well. I mean, he's just, I think he's a good he's guy. He's easy to like, get along with. Yeah, he's, like, I, and I think once you get closer to Timmy, you find out he's really funny, too. Absolutely. He's and, uh, unintentionally and intentionally. Yeah. Both ways, yeah. <laughs> so, no, he's a good dude. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, yeah. He's just, yeah, just, just a good guy. And I always felt like... You know, he was a guy making over a million dollars, one of the top riders in the sport, and he never pulled any temper tantrums. He normally, if he talked about the bike, he was right a lot of times. Like, he would be, we'd be changed something and he would improve. So you're like, okay, I guess he knows what he's doing. If he sucked balls, he'd be like, I need to get better. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I just got along with him well. So I thought he was okay. a good guy. So I got to know his family well like and it. everything else. So, yeah. I like it. All right, real uh, quick, like, You've had Kiefer in a few times recently, but no Kiefer after dark. Did those emails from that guy not slow that down a little bit? You decided not do so much Kiefer after no, dark? No, no, I, I would okay. fuck that dude. I'd do Kiefer after dark right away, but we have literally not gotten a, a question. Um, 
So oh, wow. it okay. just never, yeah. Uh, 702-586-PULP, leave a voicemail. If you have a question about uh, uh, anything that goes on in the bedroom or with your lady, any relationship <laughs> advice, Kiefer will help you out. We'll, we'll collect them and run the segment again when Kiefer's in. We just, it's never, nobody's left any other, nobody's it's, had any problems. It's a seasonal thing. People maybe, are just getting along better in the bedroom during the summer. Maybe Kiefer solved everything. Like, there's just no. Maybe. There's it's no, a winter problem. Right. They're snowed in. They're frustrated. Right. Yeah. So. Kiefer, Kiefer's my hero. No, oh, right, stop guys. it. All right, thanks, you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Keith, Chris Kiefer, my favorite co-host after Paul Perbinos. I really like that Kiefer guy. <laughs> oh, hey, uh. Nitro Circus is on tour right now. NitroCircus.com. They're coming up with the Nitro Games up in Salt Lake City. That thing's going to be pretty cool. Pastrana, Josh Sheen, Adam Jones, Bill Coke, Hampson, Claire, and more. Throwing down the biggest tricks in Freestyle MX, including the ridiculous double backflip. I've seen the show in person. It's fantastic. And uh, coming to a bunch of cities near you. So please check out NitroCircus.com for details and ticket info. We gave away some tickets a few weeks ago, and uh, and we'll do it again. Um, So, yeah, uh, thanks to Nitro guys for coming on. Also, too, uh, the Race Tech email is coming up real quickly. And uh, Heath Harrison as well. And I lost my read here that I had. Great radio. Great radio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. Race Tech. Race Tech emails. Uh, they take your air forks and turn them into spring forks. That's pretty cool. Show attack forks. Uh, changes uh, drops in an easy drop in cartridge combined with a Race Tech high performance spring. Convert your tack forks from air to coil. Uh, kits for the KYB coming soon, hopefully. And uh, Gold Valve Advantage, of course. Ben LeMay, Michael Essie, Cody Gilmore, Vince Freeze, uh, Stephen Majus, just some of the guys that use Racetech. Racetech.com, their gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance. Racetech provides support built around treating every customer like a factory star. Look, again, I say this all the time. If you got suspension on your bike and you haven't serviced it in a while, let's say you're fine with the performance. And you haven't changed your oil in a while. Parabinos will vouch for this. Get your oil changed. Get the seals, new seals in there, new bushings in there. Get the oil changed. Get the right spring rate for you if you need it. But if nothing else, get the damn oil changed. I mean, the bike will work so much better. Screw the graphics and the uh, and the, the bling. and the bling and the pipe. Uh, wait, that goes contrary to my other sponsors though, like pipe oh. sponsors and graphics. Oh. Suspension so first. How do we do that? You just suspension first. Okay, suspension first. Uh, Pulpamex16 gives the code. It saves you at Racetech, and we thank those guys for coming on board. Here's your best emails of the week uh, from Brandon. If the JGR team is a Monster Energy team, why is it that only Barsha and Phil wear the helmets? Weston runs just his signature fly helmet with no branding. Well, Brandon, uh, they are a Monster team. That's on the bikes. The riders all had to strike individual deals with Monster. Uh, and Pike, I understand the offer wasn't good enough for Pike, and he told him to pound sand. Um, but he does have a Wiener Schnitzel helmet deal. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never seen a Wiener yeah, on his helmet. He's got a little Wiener Schnitzel helmet stickers. Really? So Pike being Pike probably told Monster to beat it. So Phil took the money, Barsha took the money, um, but they own the helmet. So that's the that's the deal. So uh, Steve, I sent this question to Treats to Travis, but I want to run by you in case I'm an unsuc- unsuccessful tweeter. Did you ask this question? Which is more surprising, Stank Dog getting a point or Top Jimmy? Did you no. answer that? No. What's more surprising? Stank Dog getting a point at high point, uh, or Top Jimmy not getting a point uh, this season pre-Red Bud. At Red Bud, he went 21-21. Uh, as always, you're my favorite BSer. Uh, keep up the good work. Um, I would say Top Jimmy not getting a point is by it's far more surprising. surprising. I mean, yeah. I didn't think that, um, that uh, Jimmy's move to 250F was great, but I would have said he would have got points. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And he'll get some, I think, but... So, uh, Levi sent this in. Uh, hey, Steve, on observation, I thought you might find it interesting. If you look at Roxon's moto scores, he's won every moto except for the one his fork broke. He would have won that one as well. Jeffrey Hurlings has won all his motos this year except for one. Davey Millsaps has won every moto except for one. I don't count him being Doc 10 positions as counting. He had that moto and was robbed by the CMRC as far as I'm concerned. Just wondering if you think of another year where riders have dominated all three series at the same time. So Millsaps, Roxon, and Hurlings dominating Canada, Europe. I'm uh, sure it's happened I'm sure before. It's happened. Carmichael, Carmichael Everett's, and Everett's uh, Crowley or something. And, 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 and Carmichael Everett's in like JSR. Yeah, something like that. Peter sent this in. Hi, Steve. I just finished your Stew Nation podcast with Berludi, and many people were asking you and JT about Kennard selling his house and the fact he is going to Red Bull KTM. Uh, Australian Mag has reported that Alden has signed with Red Bull KTM to only train their KTM riders, hence why Kennard will most likely be making the move to Florida. Thought that might be helpful. One last thing. I know you passionately hate off-road. Not true. But I wanted to see your opinion on the Australian ISDE team possibly not being able to fund this year's ISD assault as the previous champions. Keep the content coming. Go Stank Dog. I have no comment on the Australian ISDE problems. I didn't know there was one. They got screwed last year by the Fr- FIM and then the something, French the one. But then yeah, right? but then didn't they get it back? I don't know. I think they got it back. As far as the Canard thing, Alden said in a statement that he does not want... Um, uh, three. F- he's got three 450 guys, Dunge, Anderson, and Marvin. He does not want another 450 guy. He wants a 250 guy. I, I'm pretty sure his contract is more so prohibiting him from training anybody that's not on a KTM or Husky, not necessarily training anybody who's on a KTM or yeah, Husky. Just, just he can't train anybody that rides a Honda or a Kawasaki. He said in an interview he's looking for a 250 guy. He feels like three big-time 450 guys are enough. Right, and if, if so. he is looking for a 250 guy, he has to be on a KTM or Husky. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Captain said, I have two questions. You railed on Irv forever. Enough on it that the guy must have stressed and had a stroke. That's not fair, Captain. Come on, stop it. Irv did have a stroke, though. Hope he's That's doing rough, well. That's rough, yeah. Hope he's doing well. Uh, this week at Redbud, the announcer was just as bad. He was like calling the action and not even looking at the track. But you don't rail on him until his face looks like he got hit with a shovel on one side. What? What, what gives? Um, I didn't really hear the announcer this weekend at Red Bud. Um, Tim All I Cotter, could hear was the fans. Lurch and Tim Cotter were doing it. Lurch is pretty good. Cotter's not great. Um, also, you got to give the annou- the outdoor announcers a bit of a break um, because they can't see everything. They just can't see it. You, just, you can't see what's going on. So you got to give them a little bit of a break as far as that goes. Um, but, yeah, Cotter isn't the greatest. He's not the greatest announcer out there for sure. But I think Lurch is all right. Question two, why are there no repercussions in moto for going at the race promoter tracks through social media? In NASCAR, if you talk out of school, you're invited to the truck for a sit-down and a fine. In football, Roger Goodell, Levy, baseball, blah, blah, blah. Is it just acceptable that you can go full John Rocker whenever you want and you're good to go? Um yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's how we are. Yeah, there's no, fu- we're, just, there's no we're smaller. There's no fines or anything. I don't know. I mean, Paul, you have, you guys would have fines to answer, right? Not that you do answer, but gear, um, gear guys would have fines for. There are things in social, contracts yeah, that you, could, you can't do. Yeah, but it, I, I wouldn't say you could pinpoint a fine, but it'd be grounds for dismissal or and, like you know, of, termination. None, of, none of that ever gets you know. None of that ever. Like Cooper Webb in his press conference thing, uh, it boggles my mind that. Anyone would let think that this is okay that he can skip press conferences like Yamaha or Star or Thor or anybody, and everybody just goes, "Oh, he wants to do it." You know, just how our sport is. It's kind of we're cheese ball enough where we kind of make it up as we go. Yeah, yeah, we're smaller. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, you know, it's not small. 
Roos Graphics, RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation saved you 20%. You didn't know where I was going with that, did you? Uh, RoostMX.net. Roost no uh, Pulp MX, uh, the whole segment on their website, as well as uh, custom graphics for your T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 17 years in the business. 48-hour turnaround. These guys will make some great graphics for bikes. They'll make you a whole Pulp uh, graphic if you need it on your bike. And, uh, and if you don't want Pulp, if you hate Pulp, if you like the other show, if you like Watson's new show, you can still use Pulp Nation to save you money on uh, their regular normal graphics kit. Roost MX, Cycle Trader, uh, Rock River guys use this. Colt Nichols and Luke Resland and Cole Martinez. That could be an angle for you. What, what? if what if whoever designs these graphics, they put Pulp front and center, shroud placement, front fender, your title sponsor and Pulp, you get an extra 10% off. You can. It's like more branding for you. Roos gives them an extra ten percent off if they go whole hog pulp. If the, if pulp is the title sponsor on the, yeah. on this kit, like wherever the monster claw is, that's yeah. where the pulp logo is. They get an additional ten percent. I'll tell you what, I've been sent some photos of people who do the full pulp bike. Yeah, and it freaks me out a little bit. I like it's 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 cool. Freaks me out though. You don't know what you're giving them to get that placement. No, no, I'm just like, why do you like pulp that much? That you put it on your bike. Yeah, I, you're, <laughs> I agree with that. That's all. I think it's awesome. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I think it's awesome, but. Uh, yeah, it's a little scary. So Roost MX is pleased and proud to bring you uh, our next guy on the phone. It's possible this guy could be on Roost Cycle Trader Rock River next year. The way he's riding, the way he's killing it, maybe. Uh, he's putting some great rides the last couple of weeks in the Nationals. And uh, privateer hero Heath Harrison. Heath, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thank you all for having me. Uh, great job. Last couple of weeks, you got to be stoked. You started, you picked up the series at high point, uh, got a point. So got some points in one of the motos there in the last two motos. Um, you've really been, uh, been riding well. You got to be stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, uh, I was pretty, actually pretty stoked with how high point went. And then I ripped two killer starts at Muddy Creek and proved to myself where that I could be further up forward. So I, then I was kind of bummed about high point, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, Muddy Creek and Redbud went really well for me. And, uh, want to keep the ball rolling no doubt what's been your secret like coming in did you the obviously you skipped the two the first three rounds did you think this is where you could be are you surprising yourself a bit did you have a a nice bit of outdoor prep before the season started like what, what's been the reasoning uh, here yeah i don't know i'm switched to ktms as you know and i uh i don't know i think i went out to texas and stayed with zach mashburn like a month before outdoors and rode with his boy Parker, and he had a KTM 250F, so I took it for a few laps, and I really liked it. And uh, just felt like it was time for a change, so mm-hmm. got Gear Motorsports that helps me out with bikes and stuff. They were willing to help out with KTMs as well. So I got a KTM and then uh, fast lap suspensions and MX Tech. Got the suspension dialed in really well, and then I honestly surprised myself at uh, Muddy Creek, but I got off to a good start, and I ran – eight to 10 for probably 20 minutes of the moto uh-huh. and then made a few mistakes and dropped to 12 by the end of the moto. But I was pretty stoked on that and then backed it up pretty well the second moto. So kind of surprised myself there, but then almost had a repeat at red bug going 14, 17 for 14. So it was pretty killer. Yeah. You, uh, oh, did you ahead. ride a Kawasaki previously, Heath? Yeah, I did. I've rode a Cowie for the past since, 13 i believe and you just like the ktm a lot better is it just uh what's yeah. the differences for you that you feel uh i don't know i rode i actually went to the netherlands and the off season and rode a 16 cowie and wasn't too pumped on it and then got back and i was just going to race my 15 cowies but those things are pretty haggard so <laughs> i got a new ktm and uh i don't know i just feel like it fits me better yeah and you feel like if you get better starts you can you can run up there basically 
Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's easier to go faster on, so That's it cool. all worked out good. Yeah, KTM motor stronger than the Cowie motor, I would say, right? Yeah. Uh, Heath, did you find yeah, that? I yeah, I think so, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody... Maybe not so much off the bottom end, but right. mid to top, for sure. Huh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, you've been really killing the fantasy moto. I'm sure you heard it from fans. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. just rewarding everybody who picks you. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, hey, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, FXR Racing, a Canadian company. I'm good friends with the owner. I don't know if I'm good friends, but friends with the owner and uh, good friends with Andy White. There, I've known him for a long time. Me being Canadian, how'd you get hooked up? How'd a guy from Alabama or Arkansas? What is it? Alabama or Arkansas? Alabama. Alabama. How'd a guy from Alabama get hooked up with FXR? Well, I was at, the Thompsons actually put on that arena cross series down around my area, like mm-hmm. Mississippi, Tennessee area. Yeah, the uh, what's it called well, again? What is that thing series called? AX Tour. Yeah, AX Tour, right. Well, FXR was the title sponsor for that series this past year, and I had won the championship the year before that. So uh, Justin called me and wanted to see if I would wear FXR, and I was totally down for it, and they put up a bonus and stuff for the end of the year or whatever. And then Andy and I, Andy and I have just built a relationship ever since, and – just keeping it going. The stuff's really good, and it's all working out good. So um, I'm stoked. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good to see. I, like I said, I, me being Canadian, I'm like, hey, Heath Harrison's wearing FXR. So I didn't know it was yeah. a Canadian company. Yeah, Canadian company. Yeah, they do well. It's good stuff, right? I mean, it, yeah, it, I it, like it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so if you're from Alabama, are you a Clark Styles uh, friend, buddy, protege? Yeah, we're we're buddies. I guess he actually comes down with Dunlop and tests sand tires at my house. So. Oh, cool. Is he That's still at Dunlop? Cool. He's still Dunlop? Yeah. Clarkus? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. He is. Um, did he, does he work with you at all, like, training-wise or riding coach or anything? No, he's, no, he's like North Alabama, and I'm South. Oh, so okay. We're about five hours from each other. If you see him, maybe ask him about the 2001 four-stroke East Coast series where Kelly Smith <laughs> and Steve Mathis dominated <laughs> Clark Styles every week. Just bring that up. Just say, hey, <laughs> Mathis said that Kelly Smith and him – you were their bitch for the whole series. Just bring, <laughs> just bring that up. So I'm sure he'll like All it. Right. Um, and, of course, uh, uh, number 99, when I see that, I think of Wayne Gretzky. I'm sure you do too, Heath. You're probably a big hockey yeah. fan. Yeah, I just love hockey. Care, <laughs> <laughs> Heath, hey, Heath, do you know Chad Ward? Yeah, I do. I actually went and rode with him the week before High Point. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't. I, I guess I know him, but I always raced him when I was younger. He always. I yeah, know he lived is, in what is Alabama. He doing now? What's I he, think he's going to twenty five plus this year at Loretta. Oh, good for him. Oh, that's that's Paul's yeah. title. No, that's not. That was title. title. Okay. No. Right. I, 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 I Are you going back this year, Paul? No, no, I'm not. I, my kids uh, at a tough age that I'd probably uh, my my wife wouldn't be too stoked with me. I've had if I had to devote the time yeah. to do that right now because right he's tough to watch right now. Uh, what's your deal, you. Heath? For uh, what kind of rig you got? What are you traveling around in? Are you driving all the races? Yeah, me and my mechanic Tony are in a Sprinter van. We actually just stopped at a rest there, so I didn't lose phone service. Oh, oh man, he's on the road. So we're going in Sprinter van, just just road dogging it. Dude, where like are you going to ride this week? <laughs> uh, we're actually still in the looks right now. We're headed towards Massachusetts now, and I've been talking to. Jason Brooks, and he says there's a sand pit near his place, so we might go ride there Thursday, I love it. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Dude, that's the that's, privateer life. That's privateer life. Find a place to ride. Yeah. We got to do some laundry. We got to go to the grocery yeah. store. Mechanic works on the race bike while he's out doing motos. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you can't do that. Race bike is practice bike. <laughs> oh, one bike. It, 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 hey, it depends on the day. Saturday, it's a race bike. Between the week, it's practice bike. Oh, oh goodness. Um, you've definitely, like I said, put in some good rides and uh, really opened some people's eyes. Have you? 
been getting a little more recognition from people um, the last few weeks? People been coming around? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I actually uh, did a privateer profile for Racer X today, so that was pretty cool. And then mainly, like, just friends and family from Alabama and around the area have been really mm-hmm. stepping up and helping out. These group of guys that actually did a 24-hour woods race with, like, two weeks before High Point, they uh, started a GoFundMe and raised up quite a bit of money without me even knowing, so that was pretty rad. And then just stuff like that has been, been helping out a ton. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's good to see, man. You've been definitely been yeah. riding well, um, yeah, thank and, you. and you deserve it, no doubt about it. You'll be lowering that ninety nine. You've already hell. You've already lowered that ninety nine. Yeah, I hope so. Um, what well, about it's su- kind of hard to get a low number that, now that they have two fifty supercross points? Yeah, that's don't that's don't get me dumb. started. Don't get me started. I'll start yelling <laughs> and screaming. Uh, RoostMX.net bringing you uh, Heath Harrison on the Pulp MX show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. What about Supercross next year, Heath? What uh, you trying to line something up? Do you do you enjoy uh, doing it, or do you like outdoors better? I like outdoors better, but I'm down to do Supercross. I don't really have any plans right now. I thought about getting a 250F and trying some Amsoil. No, you're too big. That, no, you're too big for that. You don't think do so? that. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think. How much you weigh? Like 180, 185? Yeah. No, 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 bro. Yeah, sure. The three-time Arena Cross champion was 180, 185. Dude, I know, but he's got to have a killer yeah. bike. He's got to have a great he, bike. He can build a killer bike. Okay. Well, you build it yeah. for him. Sure. Um, oh, it's a deal right there, I Paul. mean, I know how to put the parts together, but <laughs> I love Do this you, guy right Hey, are you, uh, are you good in the sand? Are you looking forward to Southwick? Yeah, I actually have a sand track at my house. That yes, yeah. I told you Clark comes and right. sand tires at, so. I wish he had a higher handicap. I'd pick him for sure in fantasy. Put the scoop tire on and he'd be in there. Uh, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Privateer Hero Heath Harrison. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Okay, so we we like to help guys out here on our show. So you... You have a suspension helper. You have you have bars and sprockets and everything. You, you're dialed with those guys. Yeah, I got guys? bars and sprockets. Okay, and all that. Mika Metals helps out with that. Okay, do you need any cams, uh, cams at all for your KTM A cam? I actually do not have any cams. I actually got a stock motor right now, trying to make it reliable. You know. Yeah, yeah he's finishing That's motors. Good point. Helps with pistons and stuff. That's a good point. Works connection, Michelin's. Do you need a a neck brace, wheels, uh, seat stuff? Do you need seat stuff or your seats beat down? Um, uh, the foam's pretty beat down, but. Okay. Seat, uh, my seat covers are good. Okay. Do we have a gas card sponsor? Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. What, what kind of deal you got for parts? For like KTM parts? Uh, pretty much just cost at a dealership. Okay, so we're gonna sponsor you on the Pulp MX show through KTMPartsExpress.com. Um, we're gonna give you a five hundred dollar. Parts, parts, KTMPartsExpress.com card. Damn, That's Steve. what we're going to do for That's you. That's awesome. Yeah, you are the man. So, That's what I'm talking about. I'll get Thank with you. you after the interview, and we'll figure everything out. I'll get you a deal with KTMPartsExpress.com. You can line it up and get some parts for your bike, because there's no doubt two 30-minute motos, you're going to just kill it. You're going to just... Yeah. So... Paul's going to chip in 250 and I'm gonna, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Paul Mexico will uh, will help you out uh, cuz you've been killing it, you deserve it. That's cool. We, I like, like that to, you're doing this. Thank you. We want yeah. to uh, we want to try to help you out. Um the and and privateer life too, dude. That that you really tugged at my heartstrings with that. The driving. Yeah. Yeah. The driving yeah. and everything. Yeah, and so. he's in the top 20 every hey, the, time. He's finishing. Hey, the best part is too like sleep we sleep in the van. We have it set up pretty sweet in here and like we stop at hotels, you know. 
but we sleep in the parking lot and then go cop us some free oh, breakfast in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Hey, wow. I, I've done the uh, I've done the sneaking in the rooms when the maids are cleaning them to go shower. No way. Oh, yeah, I've done no, that all the time. Hey, I've never did that one. That's taking it to another level. No, I've done that. Um, just go and ask the maid, hey, are you cleaning this room? Can I jump in the shower? You know, and she'd be like, yeah. That's great. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Fairfields were always good. Fairfields were my move for that. They, wow. They, they like, have some good breakfast. Fairfield does. Yeah, they got them good Danishes. Uh, not that you probably uh, are doing Danishes. Hey, some guy on Twitter said, "Ask Keith about the Medaglia Arena Cross Crash." Medaglia. Yeah. What, what was? What's he talking about? I, obviously, I don't know. Yeah, that was in 2014. I, uh, I had won all the Clash for Caches in that Arena Cross Tour. Uh huh. I crashed off the start and I came from last, and he was in second, and I, uh, it was last lap. I went to pass him for second, and. It may have got a little aggressive. We made contact and both went down. And <laughs> okay. That's that. But okay. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently. I, don't know. They, we, I think we're cool now, though. We've seen each other since then, and we've. Which. I don't which, know. I think which, we went past it. Which medaglia was it? Tyler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tyler's cool. Jamie don't come to him. Jamie kind of stays stays to his own, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, no, bro. Tyler's good. He's cool. He's on the Disney Nations team, yeah. by the way. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's rad. Okay, so we got some calls for you here. First up is Kerry. Kerry, uh, what's your uh, what you want to shout out to Heath uh, about his success? Yeah, man, Heath, Kerry, homeboy. Hey, keep it up, man. You're riding great. You know, here at the speed shop, Dave Crane, Dave hollering at you. Y'all ride good and good luck. Good luck to you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Heath Harrison fan club on the line. I like it. Uh, next up is uh, Haley. Haley, what's going on? You're a friend of Heath? Yeah, me and Ricky are um, Heath's friends from Alabama. I wanted to tell him hey and good luck with everything. Keep going good. There you yeah, go. Thank you. Uh, wow, you uh, you got a little fan club going on, Heath. Yeah. Yeah, Alabama fan club. No doubt. Hey, this is uh, super original. Have you ever thought about getting the Heath bar on the back of your pants? <laughs> I have honestly thought about that, but I don't really know who to contact about a butt patch. So okay, FXR, FXR, yeah, Andy White. Do, I don't. Do they do butt patches? Uh, tell Andy that we said to make a fucking butt patch. And never mind. <laughs> uh, next up for you, Tony. <laughs> Tony, what's yeah. up? You got a question for Heath? Yeah, this is Tony uh, from Tennessee. Uh huh. I'm just curious if you like your KTM a lot better than the Kawasaki, and and also what year is your Sprinter van? Yeah, I like it a lot better, and it's a uh, 2008 Sprinter van. <laughs> why? Why do you need to know the year of a Sprinter van, Tony? Why? I need to know why you need to know this. Because I'm fixing to get one, and. Uh, <laughs> Wow, yeah, I mean, what, what does this look like, Kelly Blue Book? <laughs> what, what is this, the Kelly yeah. Blue Book, uh, uh, Tony? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Tony. Absolutely. Can Tony hear me? Mernin. Yeah, Tony can hear you. I just get, I hey, just Tony, give me, give me a good, good old Mernin. Hold on, Tony, Heath's trying to talk to you. Go ahead, Heath. Uh, hey, give me a Mernin, Tony. I don't think Matheson and them know about a Mernin, though. What the hell's a Mernin? Okay, here you go. You guys ready? Here you go. Here's a Mernin. Okay. Mernin. Oh, uh, you got no. All right, so bro, I'm from Canada and Paul is from Florida. We're not from your country of Alabama. No, listen, this is like nationwide. That little baby on YouTube where it's like the mom says good morning, the baby's like morning. No, <laughs> haven't bro, seen it yet. No, uh, I never. It's not reached. It's not reached this part That's of the world. Joke, I, I, I want to know if you've stopped at Sunny's this week to eat. No, I have not stopped at Sunny's. Uh, if you stopped oh. there, you'd probably be in the top ten at Southwick. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, uh, Tony. Thank you, man. All right. Waffle House. All right. Bye. All right see ya. <laughs> hey, uh, 
Heath uh, celebrity caller for you. Nick Way. What's up, Nick? How are you, buddy? Well, I just wanted to show my respect to Harrison. He's got mad skills. Big fan. Big fan. Dude, he, right? He's killing it, NYK. Yeah. Well, Her- Harrison, do you, were you thinking, you know what? This 2014 Cowie's pretty good, but I need to get a new bike. How close were you to riding the old bike outdoors? Hey, that's why I was telling these guys I was real close to riding it, dude. Like a month before is when I got the KTM. Hey, the old one's better, I think, maybe. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, Nick went to the Netherlands when I was there, and I wasn't feeling the 16 that we were riding, so I was real close to riding the 15. Well, maybe you did put the 15 in a main <laughs> Supercross. Yeah, yeah, I did. Perhaps, perhaps we get one for Tomac. Does, does Tomac show need to show up on a 15, Heath, this weekend? I mean, I don't know. It might not be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, what was what was your best overall finish before this this season outdoors? Uh, I want to say fifteenth, but my best moto was the thirteenth at Southwick. Oh, so your own here. So the so the sand this weekend's playing right in your favor is what you're telling us. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I like it. And it's looking like it's gonna be a mudder, so that's like even more. Oh man, even playing field. Please get a go go to KTM Parts Express right now and get the fan for the back of the radiator so we can finish these motos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get yeah. that, get we that need fan. The fan. Exc fan. No doubt. Oh. Do I need a Do I need a new bike and just get the mafia truck back on the road? That's what you're telling me. That thing's that sweet. That's hey, that's exactly what I'm telling you. HH99 and NYK27. Just mm-hmm. back at it. I like it. Well, you're not going to be 99 for much longer. All these points you got. Right yeah, good point. No, I, I, you I got a better chance at picking ninety nine than you are at getting ninety nine. The number seven's up for grabs. Come on, yeah. bro. It is. I'm sorry. He just. How many points does he have? <laughs> They're not. They are not going to take the seven. They only. He's only got like nine points. I want to be the AMA guy that calls up Stu. It's just going by the rules. We're taking your seven. It's available. <laughs> he, he really doesn't have. He only has seven points. Yeah, he's finished one race all year, Nick. Atlanta. And, I, I mean, he already did the year eligibility or whatever, the year thing, you know, for an injury. He yeah, was, they, they did that. They, they the seven's up for grabs. Oh, I would love Joey it. Joey Savacci's picking it. <laughs> if, he, would, if he wins the outdoor title. Oh, no, Cooper's going to pick it. He's going to be seven. Cooper would pick it. That would be something he would do. <laughs> it's up for grabs. Um, Heath, do, do you have a practice bike? No, he doesn't. No, I got one bike. It's a practice bike during the week. Saturday it becomes a race bike. You're sticking with your your old technique of just run what you brung. I, I, I like where your head's at. Can, can somebody yeah. can somebody help my guy out? Maybe get him another bike. I mean, you can't be a negative name. Yeah. How many? How many? How much do you practice on it during the week? Honestly, this, uh, it, it becomes strategy he's not, now. He's not, he's not stressing. Don't even worry about that. We've ridden some serious mud motors into in, into it, and he took that thing right. <laughs> really? Because I'm thinking if you got to race the same bike, only one day a, a week you can ride. Wednesday th- only. Those assholes at KTM have so many bikes they're not doing anything with. Why can't they give Heath one? I don't know. Just he'll give it back at the end of the year. Yeah, borrow. Ain't bike. no doubt. You know, tell Mo, call Mo up. You want me to do it? Yeah, call Mo. Okay. Your buddies with him. Yeah. Roger, Roger won't know who Heath is. He, Roger, be like, I'm about uh, to take the nine nines down there to Roger and stick them on the five. That's what you ought to be doing is going down there every day and say, "Hey, let me ride that thing. Let me ride that thing." Yeah. <laughs> Squeaky reel gets the grease. How about how about these gold forks you got? Those look cool. Hey, those, they're good. They're really good. Spring the fork or air fork? They're air. Hmm. Okay. Really? He said? They're WP yeah. air? No. Yeah, they are. 
Huh. Come on. You, are you lying to us? You, and you're telling no. us they're good? That's what you have on your bike? Yeah. They're better than the Cowie Air. I can tell you that. <laughs> Heath Harris is not a Cowie fan. <laughs> He's been a Cowie guy for years, too. Not a Cowie yeah, guy. like my whole life. He's oh. making me question and switching right oh, now. Oh, man, I'll tell you. It's rough. Well, i about to go buy him a KTM, too. Nick, you want to go down to... Langston's tomorrow, and we'll look at KTM's. I gave him a $500 gift card already. I did my part. Come on, Way. $500 for for me is basically the equivalent of a new bike for you and your couch cushions. So dig dig around and... How much is it going to cost me to get the side of the front fender? I mean... How much are you willing to give? <laughs> I mean, what do you got on there? He'll now? sell the goggle lens, Nick. He'll sell the goggle lens. <laughs> like Ricky yeah, Bobby. I don't like big Newtons, but hey, whatever. <laughs> can we get some callers to, to get up in here? Maybe I can match them. There uh, you go. Yeah. Someone call in and donate something. Nick will match them. Yeah. Can we find him a sponsor? He's. I mean, I mean, he's like, he, and halfway through the practice, he's like within the top 10 in the lap times till the very end he gets knocked out to like around 15th ish but he's been crushing it with one bike folks one bike he anodized air forks and he was unsure if he was going to keep using them <laughs> <That is commitment. laughs> i like it that's strong you're right and yeah. nobody calling no, no well we got calls for heath of course we'll answer him someone because, might be giving money but no away. they don't want to give him money they just want to shout out like mason again later announcement uh, one. Whoa, whoa, mason's whoa. not there uh what about trevor are you there yeah, what's going on? What's up, bro? Yo, Heath, what's up? What's up? What's up, big dog? Keep killing it. Hey, what uh, what outdoors are you going to do? you going to do all of them or what? Yeah, I'm going to do the rest, but except for Washougal, obviously, because it's like 40 uh, hours back to the next He'll be on the Red Bull team by Washougal. Don't worry. Hell yeah. Depend on how, if you got, got a bike you can borrow? Yeah. What? Trevor, you got a bike that Heath can borrow for Washougal? I got a YZ250F. He wants to rip that. Boom. That's not going to hey, cut it. Hey, funny story about ripping a 250F. I about had to race a 250F at Red Bud because my entry got declined because I signed up too late. Stop it. Oh, this, this no, gets what happened to I Archer, dude. I my buddy Trevor Tate from Tennessee. He was in the 450 class, and I got him to move down to the 250 so I could ride the 450. Wow. <laughs> you could do that? Wow. You could call yeah. your buddy and get him to move down? I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, that's what that's You're what happened to Archer this weekend, too. He he rode the two – like, they just pieced together a 250 for him because they declined his entry because it was too late, evidently. They got that many people showing up? Yeah, what? Like, yeah, there was like nine. There was for Red Bud, they did at least. How much is it to sign up for a race now? Last time I did it, it was seventy-five bucks. <laughs> it's like, nah, it's two fifty now unless you're two weeks late, and then wow. three hundred. The, the, the outdoor purse money's a ton of money, so I'm sure you're just killing it right there. <laughs> you're just raking it in, Heath. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, man, you've been killing it. Look, I got you five hundred bucks at KTMPartsExpress.com. So yeah, that's killer. Thank you. Yeah. So figure All that right, out. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work on this too. I'm on it. Do something, Nick. Yeah, help him out. All right. All right. All right. Well, yeah, I, I feel like we can get you to wash Google. Yeah. All I right. think we can somehow, Heath. Uh, and it, oh, also, too, this should get good. How much you pay your mechanic, Heath? Uh, feeding. <laughs> I love it. Deal. This is such a privateer story. <laughs> it is. I love it. You feed him. Spent, it's even more impressive he now. Of, he spent plenty of time around, around all the DeWitt parts. I like it. Yeah. I didn't know that. Hey, I didn't know the Harrison hey, was Dewitt. Yeah. All the way to Bud. He drove. He tried. He attempted going to Nat, uh, Canada National many times and somehow got declined at the border for whatever reason. 
<laughs> yeah, hey, that that country's a whole thing to get into. Let me tell you. Well, you it know is. what? We it's just tough. don't like your kind up there, Heath. That's it. We yeah, don't like your kind. Not. Um, hey, thanks, uh, thanks, Trevor, for calling. Thank you. Uh, Trevor's gone. Nick, thanks, buddy. Yeah, keep it up, Heath. Way to go. Yep. Thanks, Nick. All right, my man. See you, in my okay. Uh, Heath Harrison, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Doing a good yeah, job. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, re- I'll text you about this card. We'll figure out, get you some parts from these guys because okay, you're going to use them. You've been killing it this year. Uh, thanks for your time. Good luck at Southwick. All right, yeah, thank you. All right, see you, Heath. All right, All right. see you. RoostMX.net bringing you uh, Heath Harrison. That was a good call. That is a privateer. I like right it. Right there. I had no idea about any of that. Yeah, well, I had no idea Nick White listens to the show. Me either. I didn't think anybody listened to the show. That was probably the biggest shock. You know, when you talk talk about privateers, this man on the line right here, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? What up? JT. Uh, Heath Harrison was just on. He's killing it. Yeah, he's riding really well, man. Good for him. Right? He he rides the same bike during the week, too. Same one. Yeah, no race bike. That's going to be rough. And he drives in a sprinter van. In a sprinter van. It was a mechanic. He pays they sleep in it. They sleep I in it. I see some DNFs in his future with that because the <laughs> bike just don't last. Mathis just gave him 500 bucks. I, I told gave, him we got to get the fan for the radiator this weekend. I got swept up in emotion and gave him $500. Nice. I'm for you. I'm not regretting it. But, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Jason Thomas, flyracing.com, fly racing. Best gear out there, bro. Uh, look, should, should be soon on the track with Trey Kennard, right? Uh, either this weekend or next, I think, in talking to Trey. So he'll be back. And, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't gotten an update, like a, a real update anyway. I mean, I know where he's at kind of with riding and stuff, but I right. don't know what his timeline is. Right. Um, is Millville the word on the Millville's the word. Parabino's just kind of blew my mind, JT, though, because... I did. Before you... He said... Like, Stu's number is in jeopardy. Yeah, I'm a little unsure of that. I, I don't I don't think that's going to be reality. Dude, there's no way they could I'm take his number. I'm just going by the rules. Like, Yeah, but uh, it, the, the rules don't matter. They're, they're yeah. where you no, go right. awry. You uh, go exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I cannot see the phone call to Stu saying, we're taking seven. Well, they're not no, taking this, it. This it's up for a, grabs. <laughs> Yeah, this, this board has a long history of making up the rules as we go, and they're yeah. not going to take Stu's number away. So. No, he's right. What if they did? What if Webb just took seven? Hey, JT, yeah. I think we can get fly money, um, Thor money, and answer money to pay Cooper to take seven. <laughs> we, already, we already all tried that. <laughs> You're yeah. right, we did. You already threw a bunch of money at him. Everybody threw well, money Let's at write him an extra check to pick number seven. I mean, honestly, like, did you guys all just back up your Brinks trucks and just be like, here, take the money. We went at him hard. Take the money. <laughs> Uh, you should. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think we went we went in on as hard as I think we've ever gone on anyone, and I, I think we were behind in the running for going hardest. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just it. Like, so yeah, not to get into Kiefer after dark here, but you went hard. We went hard like a, like an eighteen year old girl at the beach on Fourth of July hard. Okay, and then so Thor went harder. Apparently so. <laughs> So, well, I mean, honestly, he's. I think he's going to sell gear. I think he's going to move gear for you guys, you know, for anybody. You know what I mean? But honestly, if you, if you look at what they used to pay Phil Poto and Chad and those guys, they really didn't go all that hard. Like they went, they obviously are paying him a lot of money, but mm-hmm. used to paying stupid amounts of money. Yeah, their so, marketing strategy is different than. I mean, it's a million, isn't it? 
I don't know. No, it's not. No? It's not, but okay. It's, no. Right. That's why I'm saying it's not close yeah, to cause, like, the paying RV in those guys. RV was boots and all in for like 1.2, I think. I heard. Yeah, I think one one two seven five or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, with with A-Stars. So it's not at that level yet. But Chad, well, Chad was the same deal. Oh, he was? Literally the yeah, same? Yeah, Chad was same. one one two five zero or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, then it's cheaper than that. So, you're, yeah, you guys are good. Um well, welcome to the show, JT. Appreciate you calling. Heath Harrison killing it right now. Um, we had we cold, we gear alloy cold call Kyle Bentley earlier, the RCH uh, team manager, uh, but he he called us back. So let's oh. get, let's get him on with JT. Kyle, what's up, bro? Steve, how's it going? JT, Paul, what up? Happening? We we cold call you. Well, I don't know what you were doing. Yeah. I don't know what was so important. He ain't answering no uh, no calls. He don't know who they're no from. No seven zero two numbers. <laughs> 702 has got to be you or Watson, so I was uh, cooking dinner for the family. <laughs> and you were like, you are saw- you enjoying the fantasy beatdown that Paul and I are handing you? Oh. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're in the middle of a title fight, fight here. It's a I yes or no question. I don't So, who's winning the league? Uh, I'm in the Paul, lead right Paul now. Is, uh, I'm winning the like the one you paid for, and then Paul would be winning, but he's not he didn't pay so we have we a would be one too we have a friends league and i think kyle are you like yeah. fifth now or fourth now yeah tied tied for fourth tied for fourth so it's a, we got a really good friends league and um i think we need more more insults and berates though through the email chain everyone's just so nice and like i want to talk more shit yeah i agree and right we'll, we'll spice it up Okay, good. Um, if you start, I'll continue, but I can't be the guy to start it. Uh, Kyle, congrats with this recent run here. Of course, uh, uh, Kenny losing uh, losing one moto all year, and uh, now two weeks in a row, tickle on the podium. Let me let me let me stop you right there, Steve. Ken didn't lose that moto. The team lost that moto. No, I like that. See? I like that attitude. He's a good guy. Um, and tickle two podiums in a row, man. Good good job. Yeah, tickles, tickles taking advantage of the opportunity that's presented him. We got some guys out and. He's really uh, stepped up to the plate, and he wants to he wants to finish the season well and, and try to end up on the you know top five, three, maybe even yeah. He can get to third in points. Yeah, what is he right now? Check on points. I want to say he's like fourth or fifth. Marvin's third. He's he's fifth. He's uh, I think a couple behind Sealy, and then he's twenty behind Marvin. We gained seven points on Marvin last weekend. Yeah, Tickle one forty seven, well, Sealy one fifty one, and then Marvin one sixty seven. So I, he's twenty behind Marvin. I was really impressed with his fitness uh, because. You know, Barsha's on him. Barsha needs that third overall spot, and dude, he killed him, killed it. Yeah, yeah, he's riding well. Everything's clicking. I mean, man, um, I couldn't, I didn't think anything could get much better than Tennessee last last weekend, and I think we 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 upped our upped our presence uh, last weekend at Redbud. So yeah. everything's going really well right now. Good huh. race to do it at too. Hey, Kyle. Yeah, good and good. Our title sponsor contracts up. Hopefully, we'll get those boys to to renew, and uh, we'll. Not a better race to do it than the, than at our home race for Soren Eagle. So you have two spots on your team next year, right? Open right now. And if you yeah, st- two. if you stay with Suzuki, uh, yeah. yeah. Currently, we don't have a contract with Kenny uh, for next year. I don't. I don't. He hasn't informed the team what he's doing. Stop it! Know, stop stop it! Stop, stop! Stop! You guys, you guys all say he's going to Honda, which I can't confirm or deny. But <laughs> I can tell you that we don't. We don't have a, a deal in place with him for next year. So, oh, and he hasn't told us anything. So we'll see. Uh, We'll see well, with that, but yeah, if he if he doesn't uh, come back, yeah, we'll have two available, and obviously we haven't signed Brock yet. 
So uh, I like that. Yet. With the results Yet. that he's putting up now, there's no reason that he's return back to the team. I had a team manager tell me that he's looking for – he's got one spot open on his team. He told me if all things were equal – he would take the guy that had been on his team already because he knows what he's going to get with that guy. I, and I imagine, Kyle, you know, obviously you're not the only one making this decision, but are, you'd be the same way. Like, price aside yeah. and everything else, you're like, look, we know Brock. We like him. It's good. Yeah. Keep him. In racing, sometimes the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. So, um, Damn right Brock's it is. stand-up guy. He's always on time, puts his team shirt on, goes to dealer signings, low maintenance, and, and he does his job. So. Yeah, he's a he's a great uh, guy to have on the team, and I hope to see him on, on the team next year. That'd be good. That's cool. Yeah, you guys. Uh, if we get, why don't you get to, like four guys? Sign four guys because there's tons of guys looking for rides, Kyle. Uh, it's that four easy. Four guys. That's a handful. Are you going to stay with Suzuki next year? Is that done or no? Yeah, no, no, nothing's done yet. Oh my god, things are wide open over there. Okay. So uh, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll get that get that wrapped up here in the next coming weeks and mm-hmm. uh, look to go go racing next season yeah should be good well hey man thanks uh thanks for calling back appreciate it um yeah, yeah no problem we wanted to check in and say congrats because yeah the first and third the last two weeks is pretty damn good now you got to do it again this yeah, did, uh, did did you did you take chisholm last weekend did he fuck you uh, I, I didn't i did not take chisholm uh he is i'm just I can't deal with Chiz right now. I really like Chiz as a person. And like Paul and Truman and JT, these riders' finishes are starting to affect the way I think of them. And That's I don't like, the tough I don't, part. you got to keep it separate. I don't like myself that way. <laughs> so, yeah. um, All right. No, but you know who? I, I did pick Benny Bloss. He was the number one pick, and I had Benny. Yeah. Unfortunately. I thought Albertson was the number one pick. Oh, uh, in, in 450s, Jim, uh, oh. Benny was. I did have Jordan Smith, too, and now I don't like Jordan Smith anymore. Should have took him at uh, Muddy Creek. I, I thought I did terrible last weekend, but I, I seemed to, to salvage. Okay, I didn't lose too many spots, but JD, JT did pass me. So JT had a, a good weekend. He got a race win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it, man. Good no luck. Problem. You guys, you guys enjoy the rest of the night. Nice talking to you, CJT. Later, Paul. See right, you, Kyle. See you, see you man. All right, Kyle Bentley, everybody. Former Motor Triple X mechanic. Kyle Bentley. Former Pro Circuit mechanic. Eh, Motor Triple X. That's where he cut his teeth. Two-time Supercross he cut his teeth. He cut his teeth with Jimmy Wilson. I, I I get I get that JT right. That's where he he took Christoph yeah, Purcell to two championships. It was Somebody a, needs to do a where are they now on Jimmy Wilson like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Jimmy that much. I, Jimmy's dad, I did though. Jimmy and his dad were man. You could have had a reality show. Eddie Ray <laughs> was was his mechanic at you know when they were on the road. This was that was uh, that was when the whole hitting people with chains and silencers happened. He was Jimmy Wilson's mechanic. Wow, <laughs> that would have been pretty good, huh? Yeah, the sports was yeah, so much I, cooler back we then. We were at uh, New Orleans Supercross, and Jimmy made the main event. So his dad got his belly button and nipple pierced that night <laughs> on Bourbon Street. God, really? Oh, uh, see, yeah. really? Wonderful. Yep. Oh, there's nothing like seeing a grown man with his belly button pierced. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um. Impressive. Okay, so let's go. We got a bunch of things to talk to you about, JT. First of all, um, let's go this way first. Uh, Paul and I were talking about Across the Nations team earlier, and it's coming up. I hear whispers that if Tomac has to do the USGPs, he may not do Dis Nations. But if he does, what's your team? Who are you sending? Right now, I'm sending. 
the, the 250 classes, I think it's too early to tell. I think you have to take Webb, though, because he did so well there last year. I just don't know if you put him on a 450 or a 250. That's, that's my, my quandary. Paul and I say put him on a 450. Yeah, okay. I, I can probably see that, but I, I for sure take Eli. He's, he has a track record of doing very well. He usually rides very well over there, even if the results haven't been great. Mm-hmm. Always he rides incredibly well over there. Uh, and then I take Webb. Depend, and then you just figure out if you want to put him on a 450 or 250. And, and I really think that depends on who else is available. Uh, if you have a great choice for a 250, say J-Mark kind of turns it around or Savachi or whoever, uh, then you put Webb on the 450. If you don't, you know, say one of those guys gets hurt or, when, or they don't want to go, you keep Webb down and then you take like Barsha, who's ridden really well in the past of it too. So yeah. I think we have some options, which is good. Yeah, if Tomac's out, I think you put Barsha there. Put Webb on the four fifty, and then take Savachi or Amart or Jmart, whoever beats who. Right. I would just guess. I, I would guess it's pretty wide open at the moment. I yeah. would guess Savachi because he's not changing teams. Jmart is. Cooper's going to a four fifty. I think he's going to want to be the last time he rides his two fifty. He's going to be the second moto at Indiana. At Indiana, I'm thinking. Amart's changing teams too. Yeah, they're all changing teams. So I think Savachi's a good choice. I mean, he gets great starts. I'm good with the the Tomac. Web 450 team, and then pick your best 250 guy. Pick the champion. I'll just or be interested yeah. to see yeah. this, this. These these GPs really throw a wrench into it because I know as a you know former racer and and Paul at racing yourself and being mechanic of course too, it wears on you. You don't want to race anymore. No, you know in September yeah. you really, especially outdoors, like you're so done with it by then. And then to have to do three more races, almost you know I know there's a weekend off in there, but man, that's what that's a big ask to go do these races and then fly overseas and, and do another one. So I, I could see guys backing out. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, just like we saw Dungey do, you know, in the past, past we, year or two. We were talking about the schedule. There's a, a week off, and then there's Monster Cup already. Like, it's ridiculous. Two, well, we two Red, weeks. Red Bull Travis. Rhythm, too. Oh, jeez. Yeah. The Red Bull Straight that. Rhythm is before. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Right. There's no right. break anymore. It's, it's, yeah. There's no break. Yeah, no, you, and that's why. You go, uh, two, two GPs, a weekend off, Motocross the Nations, a weekend off, Red Bull Straight Rhythm, then Monster Cup. Yeah, uh, pretty brutal. Tell these assholes at Monster, seriously, we're not going to USGPs. I don't give a shit. We're not going to the flat field in Charlotte and the week after Indiana in front of 500 fans and racing. Beat and, it. And they'll say, all right, well, your check won't come next month. No, nah, they will not. <laughs> they will not. They will. They, they will. You're going to tell, tell me they're going to tell Mitch Payton, beat it, Mitch. They're putting a lot of pressure on the teams and riders. I know, but yeah, fuck off. I revert to my analogy earlier about the wife. You don't want to stress the relationship. Whatever. You know, too many people. If you if you if you go to the motocross of nations, you've added you've added four races to your schedule. That's a lot. That's a lot of racing to add. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's get to uh, Scott here real quickly. Scott, you got two hundred bucks for for uh, Heath Harrison. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe nobody called in. I mean, if you're throwing up 500 bucks, you're kind of like tight. So I, I got 200, and we need Nick Way to match that. Yeah, sure. I texted Nick. He's matching 200. So cool. Um, stay on hold here, Travis. We'll get your information, and we'll get this going for for Heath Harrison. I got a little Nick Way story if you can. Okay, we've all got one, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. So. Every motocross race I ever took my wife to, she calls Nick Way the pisser. No matter Unadilla. Steel City, wherever it was, wherever we stood, it seemed like he would pull over on the parade lap and take a piss wherever we were. So for 15 years, my wife is like, Nick Way, the pisser. That's what she calls him. Uh, Whatever. JT just tweeted about this this week. Um, yeah, everybody oh, really? used to do it. That was the Every, Yeah, everybody pisses on parade lap back in the day. I remember JSR whipping his hog out in front of spectators. 
Well, you sometimes you had no choice. I love it. Well, I'm yeah. not a Twitter guy, yeah. and I'm not a PayPal guy, so put me on hold. Travis can tell me where to mail this check, and we'll make sure that okay. Nick Clay matches it because I can't believe no one called in. So yeah, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. All right, he's on hold. Get his info there, Travis. Yeah, the parade lap pissing was everywhere. It always happened. Yeah. Well, back in the day, it's not like the races are now where there's porta potties everywhere and facilities and all that. So you just had to go where you had to go. You didn't have a choice. And at the outdoors, I mean, these guys are, you know, they're drinking everything in sight. So <laughs> you get up there and the nerves start kicking in. you got to go to the bathroom really, really bad. So I'm surprised it still doesn't happen these days and people getting in trouble because you really have to go. If you, I, I would as a matter of fact, if you look in the background, you'll see riders sprinting back after the parade left to go to go pee before the gate drops. Yeah, yeah, and I would imagine it's tougher now because of the TV schedule. Like, they're not waiting for no, you. No, no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. parade laps probably are, are more regimented regiment now, I guess, whatever that word is. But Regimented, yeah. Regimented. Um, yeah, it's funny that your tweet put that out and then Scott brought it up. Um, okay, so we like Webb to hold on to this points lead, JT. We talked about this in the, in the race rex thing. You're not exactly as confident as Paul and I a little bit, but... Uh, Man, I think the rest of these guys might be in a bit of trouble. I really do. I, yeah, I think I think he will be your champion. I just think that this class has taught us, if it's taught us anything, it's that expect the unexpected. Uh, look at Savachi. I mean, he's thrown away two motos. I know he salvaged a ninth, or an eighth or a ninth in one of those. But two weekends in a row, he's basically thrown a moto away. Um, so to think that Cooper's key to that, I, I'm not totally sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I do think he wins this thing. But I think we're going we're gonna to see some excitement. And some ups, you know, some ups and downs before it's all said and done. Yeah, I agree. But uh, um, okay, do we want to recap silly season, or do we want to go into these X brand tear offs and BTOs? Your show. What what, what do we want to do? Uh, let's do the tear off things. Silly season stuff, right? Have what, we done much? What's that? Have we done much silly season stuff? We have. I know we haven't done any podcasts or. No. I know you wrote a little bit about it, but yeah, Paul and I were just going to recap everything we know and what we think is going to happen. Uh, we'll do that later. Um, Let's do the X-Brand Goggle Taros. Let's, let's, let's do that. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggle is a choice of champions everywhere. Matt Bichelia and Brock Tickle and Freddie Norn, just some of the guys that wear X-Brand out there. And uh, right now, Bichelia... You said that Rene said Stu's in for this week. He said it on TV. I'm just, I'm just going by what I. Everyone who watched he, the race, he should did know that. say hopefully next weekend. Yeah. Hopefully. He said yeah. we should see him next weekend. Man, to tell Bichelia he's got to sit down, but I guess it's Stu. Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, I think it depends on when he has his child, right? Yeah. Oh, he hasn't had it yet, or she hasn't had it yet. I don't know. Pulpamex16 is the code, xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. Save it, the best goggle out there. The number one goggle in the world, xbrand goggles. Uh, oh, and by the way, the new goggle coming out shortly. It's sick, bro. What do you mean? I'll show you a photo of it. Yeah, show me. Yeah, it's super sick. Um, okay, so uh, these questions are submitted by Moser. I'm not familiar with Moser. Travis, do Some you? goofball up in the woods somewhere. Spokane. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Spokane-ish area. Uh, okay, let's do it. 30 seconds, JT. 30 seconds. I'll take as much time as I need. You know that. <laughs> All right, Mathis. Uh, if Covington comes back to race the U.S. Nationals next year, how do you think he'll do? Oh, I don't... I mean, 8 to 15? That's a broad... I, I, I mean, it's not like he's killing it in the GPs. He rode well at the race I was at, but... Generally speaking, he hasn't, you know. 
Who did he come out with? He came out with RJ and Jordan, right? That group? Come out with? Uh, amateurs. Oh, who did oh, uh, RJ and graduate Loretta's? Jordan Smith and all that? I, I want to say he's previous to RJ, for sure. Was he? Yeah. Okay. I can't remember. All right. Well, that's, that's my answer. Paul, what was the biggest bonus check you got from a writer? Huh. Oh, you just told me this. Um, you can say. You don't have to say which writer. 24 grand. Must be nice. Fairy, must be nice, Timmy, if you're listening. I'm sure he is. Uh, JT, will Roxon ever be this dominant in Supercross? Hold or? on. The biggest bonus check I've ever seen. Seen or received? No, seen. Seen. Don't believe me, not received. Okay. Uh, Chad gave Dave Dye like 75 grand. Oof. At the end of 03. Or maybe it was 45 grand. Uh, that's quite a range that's difference. That's a big difference. Uh, I think it was 40. I don't know now what it was. 45 or 75. Um, <laughs> You're right. Big. I, and I, I think, think he gave all of his guys 22,000 at the end of 09 or 08. Oh, did he? Like, like everybody, everybody, everybody on the, the staff, team? Like all, yeah, wow. well, like bus driver, like everybody. Right. Um, like, the. Uh, I don't think any mechanic. I'd be interested to know if any mechanic ever got ten grand from the hundred grand U.S. Open. You know, I doubt they did. Mecha- who, who won the always, U.S. Open? Riders always got around that somehow. Oh, you know maybe. what I mean? Chad, uh, Ricky used to get, or all maybe. mechanics I think used to get a purse money. Chad's outdoor purse money, which is, I mean, it's pretty decent. Like, yeah, maybe Snikey from Barsha on a Honda. How about the Honda guys got three hundred bucks when Carmichael won? Everybody on the team. Yeah, like. So they just killed it. guys get pizza. <laughs> yeah, we, we got we, yeah. we got pizza at Yamaha. You get on money. You get money at PC if you want a title too. Oh, you do from the team. Everybody on the team. Everybody on the team gets money. Yes, from Mitch Payton. From Mitch Payton. Oh, you learn something new every day. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. Next question. Uh, JT, will Roxon ever be this dominant in Supercross, or do you think he's just a better outdoor rider? Uh, I don't think he'll be this dominant. No, because I think uh, the, the margin of difference between you know the, the best guys and then like even like a seventh place guy is not all that big i think you can get uh really good guys that are within a second a lap of the leader and outdoors that's just not happening so uh, no and he's doing a minus ryan dungy as well so there's that um 25 seconds kenny says that outdoors come easier to him he's like it's easier for me i mean obviously we can see that but just for the record yeah all right, Steve, who's getting richer, Luongo or MX Sports? Oh, Luongo by far. I mean, look, full disclosure, I work for Racer X, same company as MX Sports. That's where I get paid from. So, you know, I guess you could say I'm biased. You know, people who don't know, but, dude, GPs, come on. No purse money. It's like $10,000 to enter the series for each rider. Yeah, that dude's making huge money. Tracks pay it through their nose. Does Nations... He barely pays anything for designations. Costs so much money to hold that race. So, no. All right. Coombs, look, MX Sports, they don't even own the series. They have to write a check to DMG, Daytona Motorsports Group, in, in the people who run NASCAR. They write a check to DMG for the right to put on the Nationals, and then MX Sports has to pay to get on TV. They, I believe they, the Lucas Oil sponsorship is 100% free in order to get on MAV TV. And the NBC thing is kind of a co-partnership. I don't think MX Sports is... Maybe they're writing a check. But anyways, they're not exactly killing it. I, I'm sure they're making money. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. All right. All right, Paul. 
Uh, MXGP is so cheap they can't even put another guy in the booth. Malin <laughs> literally sits there for eight <laughs> hours by himself. Did we time you on this one? I'm oh, sorry. All right. Okay. No. Because you gave JT shit all the I time. I know. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, there are things we got to do in the show. we got to move the show along, Steve. <laughs> all right. Paul, most embarrassing mistake you made as a mechanic? Um... Uh, oh look who's my gossler all of a sudden look who's turned into no, my, one, my one, gossler over I, there this was a long time ago when I was green but I, B, B, I B, left B, the BBMX um, days? BBMX yeah, yeah I left the drain bolt on the engine just finger tight and it came out and oil drained out and blew the engine up in practice 22 seconds I'm sure Forrest was pumped this was uh, yeah this uh, where I was actually by myself at the race it was the year that um, like we uh, Cunningham yeah exactly Cunningham Look at JT Cunningham. Yeah, Hangtown. <laughs> he, he, well, he, he just nailed your mistake for you. What Cunningham? Hang, I was talking to my buddy Sean, who was on PC at the moment. I was like, "Hey, you see that white smoke coming out of my bike? What do you think that is?" All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, JT. What did Cooper Webb have to gain by slamming MX Sports on Twitter? Uh, Self satisfaction. Got a got a kick out of it. Yeah. There, there was nothing to gain. That's the easy answer. There was absolutely zero to gain from doing that. So, other than his own pleasure, there was zero. None of his rant made sense either, though. They didn't. It didn't make sense. It didn't. You know, a fake promoter. Like what? And not yeah, going like to be one of those when you're like your long lost uncle goes off his meds. <laughs> and you're like, oh, uncle, you know, uncle Billy's yeah. off his meds again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like something obviously set him off, and he went to Twitter with it, which is a bad place to do that, um, in my opinion. But he obviously had an axe to grind, and he did so. All right. Steve, what is the most realistic way to get the promoters to spread the wealth better in these series? Get together and form a group, an organization, an association of team owners. Not riders, because they'll never stick together. The riders will fuck each other over. But if the people who own the teams got together and said, we are not coming to your race unless this, this, and this is done, then that can happen. Now, will that happen? I don't think so. I've talked about it time and time again. That's my 30 seconds. No one's ever going to pay anyone more than they feel they need to. No. Yeah. That's just how business works. life, yeah. (laughs) Right. No one's going to say, hey, you know what? I'm making a ton of money. You know, let me double. Yeah, why don't you guys have some? Yeah. Um, But the teams, the problem is, the problem is the teams, Coy Gibbs, Mitch Payton, Mike Genova, uh, Christine Denny, they have different objectives than Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki. Those guys are just there to spend money. They spend millions. It's called marketing. They don't give a shit. The other guys want to try they to make a, a profit. They have a budget and they're going through it. Yeah, and the other guys want to try to make some money at the end of the day. It's it's apples to oranges. So how does Mitch Payton going to call up Mr. Kawasaki and be like, hey, Stop racing. We're going to get together here. It's not going to happen. At least in NASCAR, they're all private owners. They're all trying to make money or IndyCar or whatever, you know? We're, yeah, it's, it's totally different. Yeah, it's totally different. It's not going to happen. So, All right, Paul. Uh, what do you think the ROI was for the one-off superhero gear Fox made? Um, well, they only sold um, a limited run of youth kids' helmets, I think. I don't know how they did, but... Um... I don't. I don't know. I couldn't tell you because I don't know what their royalty is. I don't know what their margin is on that stuff. Like I really don't know. Um, that stuff's all marketing. When you're doing limited runs of stuff like that, it's 
you're basically offsetting your costs. You're not making really any money. If you were, if you had grand aspirations for making big money on a project like that, you would not limit your your supply of it. What about so, okay? So the news. I just question the relationship they have with the with because they have some kind of parent company relationship with the people that own the licenses. So I'm I'm assuming maybe they have some sweetheart deal there. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying they're they're. Their numbers are so limited that their total revenue, even if they sold right. out the first day, their total revenue is small. You know, no, just, I get, I get what you're saying. So. The Star Wars thing. So, okay. Star I know Wars they is, did not sell all those. Okay, helmets. Star Wars is coming out, and they come out with the RTD2 thing, which is cool and awesome. I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah, it's a That's thousand great. dollar helmet, though. The, yeah, but now I just saw the Boba Fett stuffs out, but we kind of missed the Star Wars momentum, right? I mean, well, and I think they they kind of missed. The Boba Fett graphic too. I, I I thought the R2D2 one was cool. I, I don't know that a thousand dollar helmet is necessarily perfect for our industry. Yeah, exactly. But man, the Boba Fett graphic is just not. It's just not as good as the R2D2 in my mind. And I, I'm biased, obviously, but I thought the R2D2 thing was cool. And you know, I'm, I was a Star Wars fanatic when I was a kid. But man, the Boba Fett one, I'm just not as pumped on. I guess. But, it, hey, it's, it's tough in our industry. Like as much as you want to create new things and come up with new products, a lot of times they're not that well received in our industry. It's it's weird. I think at least like you know Thor has a new glove that's called the invert glove or something that where the seams are on the outside and people are ripping on it because it's a new product idea. It's no one wants to see it. Right? It's different. Yeah. Every, you know, right. So it's I think our industry is a little bit different like that where you know as uh-huh. much as forward as we all think we want to be or I don't I don't know if our customers or our demographic is ready for it dude i always yeah, said star this. wars star wars 2 is tough for motocross i think that's just a very weird demographic for for motocross and off-road riding where i traveled the country for a year and a year with parts unlimited went all over the country visited a tons of dealers which you jt and paul you guys do the same thing i always go back to this like whenever someone talks about Let's make a motorcycle, a motocross website that 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 does this and this and this and this and this, and let's make a video that is. I'm always like, do you know how many people are just lucky to turn a computer on that love motocross, right, right. dirt bikes? How keep it simple, stupid is a very proper acronym for our sport. What do, what do you think about um, Meta that that book? What do you think about it, JT? Saw, do you guys I've advertise? Only, I've only it? seen two issues. Uh, I, I think it's cool. Our our media manager uh, Dale Spangler is, is very close with uh, Campo, those uh-huh. guys over there. So I do think it's cool. Um, I just think it it probably only reaches a small um, number of people in our industry, just because it's it is cool and it is you know trendier and it's it's got that cooler vibe, which I don't think that most of our paying customers can relate to, which. Yeah. Hey, that you know, if they're making money doing it, I I can 100% appreciate uh, how awesome the magazine is. I just think it probably doesn't make it too many uh, eyeballs in our sport. All right, next question, Steve. Which track would you like to see hold a, a GP besides Glen Helen? I don't care. I don't give a shit. Clearly, if Red I Bud. Red Bud. if I if JT Paul and I got enough money together. We could literally get a GP on any field we wanted. That's it's, it's <laughs> watching Mexico, watching Qatar, watching Thailand wasn't bad this year. The other year it was bad. Uh, this Charlotte thing. If you have money, you could hold a GP. It doesn't matter where you want to do it. Fuck it. We'll build some. We'll put some humps in this grass field, and you now have a GP. Please make sure the check cashes. You gonna go to Charlotte? No. You gonna go, JT? 
Uh, no. How do you think a conversation would go between Ben Townley and Cooper Webb and Chad Reed about the GPs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think Chad likes GPs now because Monster told him he likes GPs. Well, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. I want Because I've talked to Chad about that. Well, I don't know if it's talking or arguing or right. it got pretty ugly. Um, but obviously we saw Cooper's comments and then we saw Ben Townley's comments where he was immediately uh, shouted down right. by, you know, Giuseppe, so I would just love to see those three battle it out for the uh, kind of bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I, some of the things about the GPs are great. I've been there, went there last last weekend. You know, uh, I would take some ideas and bring them over, but uh, overall, I think that uh, the series itself is uh, is compromised by the crappy tracks and the fact that they're you know you can't just show up as a privateer and you. Some of those races has 22 guys on the line. So was the track crappy that you went to? I went to one this okay. year too. I yeah. thought. I mean, was, I had. There's things that of of our series that are better, but there's things of theirs that are better too. So yeah, it's, both both have flaws. Both, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Absolutely, neither one is a perfect. No, perfect. You know. No, I agree. Uh, next question. That's it. That's it. Moser didn't ask you any handlebar questions. That was cool. <laughs> that was cool. No, I seriously, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> handlebar, it's tough. Uh, X-Man Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Matt Bichelia, Brock Tickle, Freddie Norn, just some of the great champions that wear X-Man Goggles. EKSBrand.com. All right, let's do the BTO Sports tweet of Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweet to Travis. BTOSports.com, call them. Uh, Got to call them. Mention Pulp MX Show. Mention Pulp MX. Get a discount on anything you buy or most anything you buy from the uh, folks down at BTOSports.com. Of course, Short, Brayton, and Benny Bloss, who killed it this weekend, are on the BTO Sports KTN team. They got it. Uh, they got OEM parts now as well. Anything that we carry, Michelin Starcross 5 and Fly Racing and, and uh, Vortex Racing and X-Brand and Hot Cams and FMF and, and W and Guts, Roost. I don't know if they have roost or not. Um, works connection all down at uh, at btosports.com. Uh, JT, before we get into that, uh, we had Davey on uh, from Dirt Dreams uh, uh, the other day, and so your ride is coming up. You are going to be the VIP on this ride around the Glen Helen USGP. How's that going? It's going good. We're uh, you know we're still a ways out, but um, I know he is actively organizing on his end and and working out um stuff with the participants and all that so still have some spots left but i'm excited the uh the fun part for me is i don't have to do any of the organizing so i can just show up and go riding <laughs> yeah. but uh i know davy's hard at work trying to make this thing uh as successful as possible if you want to go hang with jt slash ride with jt paul this includes you go to dirtdreams.net and uh, go to their packages and uh it's based around the usgp glenn helen uh coming up at the uh, at the end of the year jt will be there and you can uh bench race with him and, and talk talk to him about uh well really anything um can we talk about tim ferry's tweet jt that you sure. sent me sure <laughs> timmy uh, has twitter timmy has twitter timmy said hold on uh Bichelia deserves a 450 ride if you ask me good to see him doing good Okay, so he spelled Bisheglia wrong. It's B-I-S-C-E-L-L-I-A. No G. No G. Left the G out. Yeah. And then he says, good to see him doing good. <laughs> oh, Red Dog. Like he just... He left the G out, just like your bonus check. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh... 
it's funny because like like we Paul and I were talking earlier, he's unintentionally funny, and that again to me is funny. Where he just has a random tweet out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think, Timmy? Like, what what's going on? That you just see this Bichelia guy. Oh man. He obviously just watched the race or something. I know, right? Okay, so these are at Pulp MX Show Twitter and uh, submitted to Travis Marks here, and he's going to read them off for myself, Paul Berbinos, and uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. All right, let's do it. All right, uh, Lee Robson asks, does Tickle's sudden rise to the front of the field indicate that Roxon and him are sharing settings or maybe some other info? No, they have different suspension companies. Roxon runs KYB, Brock runs Showa. But I did ask Kenny about it. You know, I've had guys... I've talked to guys that have been teammates with Dunge, and they like, I never see the guy. We don't talk. I never see him. Motorhome, bike, motorhome, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same way. Like, I remember Chad at Yamaha, not a lot going on there when, once he got his motorhome as far as hanging out. But I asked Tickle about it, and he said, no, we watch video together. We help each other. He's really good with talking to me about lines. So not all of these big dogs, quote-unquote, you know, care much about their teammates. Um, but Kenny seems to. So, Well, I think, I think uh, I don't think Kenny is threatened by Brock either. So yeah, you nailed it right it. there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're Don... Not gonna, you're not going to bro down and hang out and help somebody that you're battling for a title. No, That's but be. the guys yeah. I talked to that worked with Dunge, they weren't, they weren't threats either, you know? Hmm. So... I don't know. You're right, though. There is Says some something for his character. Who picks these questions? All right. I do. Uh, Travis Evers wants to know, who are some Sandrider sleepers for Southwick? Jimmy D, bro. Is he coming back? Yeah. Uh, Maybe Harrison. Because that was another question. Yeah, Harrison. But he doesn't seem to be much of a sleeper uh, anymore. Amar? Amar's good in the how sun. Is, how is he a sleeper? He's not. Was it sleeper? He yeah, it's a sleeper. sleeper. Uh, Chiz? Um, I don't know. Chiz has not been doing well. Shoulder injury. So you're saying fifteen fifteen would make him wouldn't that would be a yeah. significant improvement? Yeah. Um, JT, can I, don't, chime I don't know. In. JT, yeah. Chime in anytime. I think Tickle, I think Tickle's good in the sand. Not a sleeper I though. Tickle, I think Tickle will be good. Not a sleeper. Yeah, Tickle gets third again. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. I uh, mean, the days, the good old days of the local guys showing up and yeah. busting out top fives and top tens, I think are over. Oh, Robbie Marshall. There you go. That's Is he going to race, though? I don't know. I hope so. Jason Brooks? Uh, I don't know. Scotty Cotta? <laughs> Tony LaRusso. <laughs> Pat Barton, the Tom Pat Barton. <laughs> Led the whole moto till the end with Pat Mike Barton. Mike Treadwell, Treadhead. Treadhead will be there. Hey, Treadhead Tread will be there. Treadhead will be there. <laughs> Treadhead will be there. <laughs> Timmy D. I don't know what's happening right now. Um, uh, JT, someone on Twitter, I, I don't know if you're going to ask this question, but someone said, JT, share some Bill Dill stories on our Twitter. Oh, man. Billy Dill. Billy Dill's a good guy. He's a... Uh, He's still doing it. That's the crazy thing. I think I seen that guy in the airport like two months ago with a 3D jacket on. He's got the same same one he had when JT rode for him. He's got a team. Jason Brooks runs for him, I think. Yeah. Really? Doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, we're 15 years removed from the Easy Wider team. Yeah. And he's still out there doing it. Hmm. You think that truck's paid off by now? Uh, Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Did he ever Um, have have Scotty Cotta? You think he had Scotty Cotta? He had Scotty Cotta, yeah. Yeah, Scotty. KJ. KJ. Yeah, KJ was a whipper. Whipper with, with Scotty Cotta. Get, get, get Sam. 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 Get Sam.
hanging out. Uh, <sighs> no, he's still a good guy. He's obviously, you know, he's in it for the right reasons. He's not making any money doing this, so were he you, wants to be out there. Were you easy wider, JT, or no? No, the next year. Okay. The next year. You were just 3D. Uh, no. I came in, yeah. Now, the Which three. I was doing good, man. I did, like, three top tens in a row Remember? before I got landed on. K. Smith, too, that put some good results in for Billy Dill. Um, the th- the 3D is there's three brothers? Three Dill brothers? Three Dills. Three Dills. Yeah, three mm. Dills. That's three what Dills. 3D comes from. Really? I call him Team Pickle. Team Pickle. Uh, three ne- Dills. Next question. Uh, this is from Charles Caslu. Paul, what percentage of your... Uh, Hold on. Cas- that doesn't count. Caslu is an industry guy. Oh. It's still a question. Okay. He doesn't know... I don't think Travis knows who Caslu is. I don't know who Caslu is. Oh. He's my good friend. Yeah. I figured by the question, but... Should I skip it? No. All right. Go ahead. Paul, what Scotty percentage... would want you to... What percentage of your Loretta Lynn's champ, championship pie goes to trainer Jake, and what percent to your archery and skeet shooting prep? <laughs> um... Trainer Jake gets a lot of it. He he helped me. Uh, I I didn't know how to exercise or what to do, and he he told me. But the biggest thing he helped me with is like mental prep. I think like how to how to think and how to believe in myself. And um, he deserves a lot of it for sure. Now that was a cool that was a cool thing he helped me out with. Um, but skeet shooting, I did that every night. Charles in the backyard after after you ran by, I would do do my skeet shooting in the backyard. Skeet skeet. Yeah. Uh, Jordan wants to know, uh, could you guys comment on the trend towards softer tracks and how it maybe hurts or benefits racing? Yeah, almost all the tracks are the same now. I don't think it's been the case that this year. Hangtown wasn't soft. Colorado wasn't soft. Yeah, I think we've had some variants this yeah, year. maybe. I think it hurts the team at destinations. I do. I, I, I agree, but High Point was gnarly. That helped us. Yeah. Uh, Mike wants to know a question for everyone. If you were a 450 team manager, would you hire Bisheglia or Boss? Bloss. Sorry. It's a good question. I would think neither guy is going to find themselves with anything really good next year. I hate to be a dick, but let me be the dick here. Well, answer it. Huh? Bisheglia or Bloss? Or Bloss? I'd go Bisheglia because he's gotten on the podium through the Supercross. We've seen it. And we've seen these. He beats, he's beaten Benny every moto this year. He's also been racing as a professional longer than Bloss. Yes, so, so you're saying top end has been reached with Bichelia? No, I didn't say oh. that. I, I, I think I'd pick Bichelia also. I just, I yeah. don't know. I'm, just, good question. I'm, I'm arguing. Yeah, no, that's a good question. JT? Uh, yeah, I think you'd go Bichelia. Um, Timmy would. I think, yeah, I think Bloss's is, is upside on a 450 is pretty pretty strong, though. I think Bichelia could be a legitimate top five podium guy in 250 Supercross next year, though. On a good team. Okay. Uh, ben wants to know, Paul and JT, who or what made you the most mad when playing fantasy? What rider? Uh, I guarantee you it's Sean Collier. Uh, I would say Ryan Sipes is up there. Um, I don't pick Davos anymore, so uh, he used to be. But, I, man, Sipes was, Sipes was a tough one to deal with. I can't. I can't really remember an individual one right now. But Sean Collier. No, if I pick Collier, he usually was all right. Um, there was there was a few guys that were just notorious for it. Yeah, we just uh, don't like just, the guys that pull was, off. Like, if yeah, you, it was boomer bust. So bad with those guys. It's frustrating. Um, Davalos, Izzy, Sipes. Um, who else? Uh, oh, um, what's the kid from Ohio? 
Sean Rife. Witcraft. Sean Rife. Yeah, Sean Rife. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are a few anyway. All right. Uh, Darren wants to know, is it recommended to run injector cleaner through MX bikes? And if so, what brand is best? I don't know. I, I've never heard of that, really. Paul? Uh, I mean, I, don't, I, I guess it depends on what kind of fuel you're putting in your bike and how often you're riding it. But yeah. I've never heard of anybody doing it. Not saying it doesn't happen, but I've never heard of that. I, so. Yeah, I, I, I just take the injector out and clean it. All right. Uh, Paul? From, yeah. From Eric, if you were forced to return to wrenching and could work for anyone but Dino, who would it be? Oh. Oh. I was going to say Dean Wilson. <sighs> My uh, last oh, one. Jake Weimer. There you go. Jake Weimer. That's a bullshit answer. Brock should've, Tickle. Should have left out Jake, Brock, too. Brock Tickle. Tickle? Yeah. All right. Um, I'd work for Evan Ferry. Question wasn't for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if a young fit Mathis turned up to ride a national, where does he place? That was never that good. Paul was better than I was. Paul won the LCQ at Bud's Creek. That wasn't an LCQ. That was the fucking qualifier. You won the heat race? Yeah, bro. Fuck, I didn't know that. Paul won a heat race at a national, like a Saturday, like Sunday morning qualifier. That's fast. That well, the, those races were only four laps. My, <laughs> my my problem was when we raced thirty plus two. I didn't really have that figured out back then. That was two thousand six. You know what? I don't. It was the year Stewart fell uh, in the first turn on his KX one twenty five. Whatever year that was. Uh, that would have been a four. It was that year. I remember he that passed me the four. first lap, and I was like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to follow this guy. And he literally disappeared, vanished, poof, in two turns. Fucker um, was gone. Never saw him again. We, I did a podcast with Wyndham, and this is Kevin Wyndham, and he said on the podcast that one of the things that kind of led him to believe that it was over was Stu passed him. Did he say it Southwick, or was it a – I forget what he said it where it, where it was. Anyways, he said Stu passed him. And, you know, he's one of the greatest riders ever. And he said, I could never have gone through a turn as fast as what that guy just did. Yeah. Like, my days are over. He just went faster than I've ever seen and than I could ever do. You know? There's two so, things I, I remember might have been about that. Three. It might have been a three. Whatever year it was, but I remember he came by me and I was like, hey, I, I should probably try to follow that guy. He's going to the front. And I couldn't. He disappeared. And then probably four turns later, I remember Brandis hit me so hard in a corner i had to look down and make sure my foot was still there because like he hit me so hard i thought my foot was gone and That's i had to pe- work that out people never hours. see that that was in 25th or whatever yeah and, and, I, and the dude is clean hitting you I mean, so hard it just totally why not like breaking into me like accelerating through me and it, it was rough yeah. yeah jt i said you were in so many of those sunday morning qualifiers oh i hated them i hated them yeah, but as long as you just stayed out of trouble, they were fine. I didn't, I didn't really mind them all too much. I definitely like time qualifying better, I think, but mm-hmm. they were not, they weren't such a big deal. Like if you rounded the took, first, if, like, yeah, if you rounded the turn well, of the top like ten, you were guys. Dead. Yeah, they took yeah. thirteen guys. So I never got to do a national where you timed qualifying. Never, yeah. ever. It's hectic. You just are so far past your comfort zone and over your limit. <laughs> but then they they couldn't. They used to put out uh, like hay bales and tires and practice to like get the track all nice. But you can't do that now because yep. you yeah, you can't do that with no, the, the format. Yeah. Yep. All right, next question. Uh, Kale wants to know, does the MXGP series have a weight limit on their bikes like the U.S. does? And if not, how light are they? Uh, no, no weight limit. No rules, I don't believe, for that thing. Um, I don't know how light they are. Good, good, good question. I mean, they're not a whole lot lighter than American bikes. Uh, they got carbon fiber airboxes and all that, and subframes and airboxes. And their suspension's still the same. It still weighs a lot, you know. Um, that weighs more than people think. Tubes weigh more than people think. I don't think they're saving a ton of Looses. weight. 
you know? I think they were. I think back in the day when 450s first came out, I bet they were saving a lot. Yeah, probably. Like ever to the aluminum frame, and right. they were doing some pretty trick things. But nowadays, I bet it's not as much. Yeah, I would think so. All right, that's All right. it. That's it. Yep. All right, at Pulp Mech Show. That's the BTOSports.com tweet. Travis segment. You call BTO. You got to call them, and uh, and then that way you can save. Money at uh, BTOSports.com. We thank those guys for coming on. Fly Racing also. Great guys down there. Hey, friend of the show, Mike Sweeney, the scrubsheet.com. It's lightweight, easy to browse, and connects you to the best moto content on the web. Check them out today. The scrubsheet.com. New moto media for the digital age. Good guy, friend of the show. Started a website. It's a little bit like the Drudge Report for moto. He takes kind of different things from every site and puts them all in one easy place to... To, to read scrubsheet.com so we thank uh we thank sweeney for coming on and um jt we're coming up with uh, brock tickle here do you think that tickle like who gets third in the points here guys tickle i would have said marvin but now i'm rethinking things i got tickle but are you just recently is this just recency bias no i got tickle okay jt um barsha Man, I would say I would say either Justin or Brock, and I think it's probably fifty fifty. Not a Marvin, not not on the Marv bandwagon. I was, but man, I, I don't know. I I expected more. I expected more from him. Momentum's an important thing. Just wait to watch Sugar. Yeah, bro. I mean he he didn't he didn't show me a lot at Muddy Creek and High Point, and I really thought those two he would be podium all day long, like right. maybe even second place. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the tracks coming up, like Millville. Uh, this weekend, like he's coming into some tracks where he's probably not going to be as good. He's going to lose more points. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, should be interesting to see. Uh, what's new with Fly Racing, JT? What's coming up here? Uh, I think it's the same for everybody. You know, 17's upon us. Um, we just launched to all of our dealers, so we're ramping up for uh, public consumption here pretty soon. So, it's it's busy time for, for gear companies worldwide. Are you doing a, a Washougal thing again, JT? Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Crossrut is on the phone. He's been on hold for a while. Crossrut, what's up, bud? How are you? Hell, man, I'm, uh, hell, I'm almost damn passed out. I hey, know. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, bro. Uh, I want to talk about just I'm kind of getting sick and tired of the whole uh, domination in the premier class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Ken Roxon's walking away with this thing once again. Um, it, it just... It seems to me that everybody's just letting them have it. Like Tomac, uh, just kind of letting them walk away with it. But, I mean, Dude, they're not. I don't letting, know. They're not letting them have it. Guys like Tomac and Tickle and and, uh, and Marvin are trying their balls off to beat Roxon. I mean, I understand, but he just looks like he's riding around out there. Hell, looks like 1940s Poland out there in a way. But, uh, I mean, listen, Tomac's got to put this shit to the end this week at Southwick as far as I'm concerned. He, he's got to do something. Uh, I, I mean, he, he's got to put something in the belt. Trying. But <laughs> promise you. He's okay, trying. here's a question for you. Who was more dominant, Stu, undefeated season, Roxon now, or RC, undefeated season? Uh, you got to say James Stewart. Uh, I mean, I mean, James Stewart did amazing things when he was dominant. That, I mean, I think, hell, he's still one of the most dominant riders ever lived. But uh, I, I love James Stewart. I wish he was back in, in premier form. But age is a hell of a thing, especially in the, in the game of motocross. Okay. I, I would say Carmichael, but I don't know that it's a fair question because I think Kenny could be beat, could be winning by a bigger margin, but he's that's not his style. He's just winning the race. I'll give you that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Let it's me a fair question. Uh, I think Carmichael, Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Villapoto, uh, Ricky Carmichael, uh, and James Stewart—they uh, all won championships for the Premier Class for the Kawasaki. Um, the three things that those young men have in common is that they all came through Mitch Payton Pro Circuit. 
No, they I've didn't. Not yet seen. Stewart, no, they didn't. High Stewart class. did not. What's that? Stewart, Stewart did. did not. Stewart didn't ride for Pro Circuit. No, he did not. No. We gonna ride for the factory. Okay. Did he ride? Did he ride a Kawasaki in the last class? What I'm trying to say. Yeah, for the <laughs> for the factory. Okay. Yeah, for the factory. And that's what I'm saying. And and but bottom line is this: Kawasaki has not picked up a premier guy. Uh, as a free agent, and, and he, it hasn't worked out. Uh, any of you guys, maybe I'm missing somebody, but it seems like it has not ever worked out. Well, they, ever, they haven't had to for those reasons you just stated. They had a great Team Green program coming up, and then Mitch Payton and everything else, so they, they haven't they had to Chad do it. Reed. Chad Reed didn't work out, did it not? Well, Chad was, yeah, you're right. Did the David Millsaps experiment work out? Uh, Millsaps isn't on that level. But, well, I'm just, what I'm saying right. is this, if I'm Cal, and I'll just real quick and I'll leave you, I'm just saying if I'm Kawasaki, you got to look at, uh, you know, Sabachi and Adam Cincerello, you can't let those kids go. Uh, you got to find somebody, because right now, Tomac, he just don't look comfortable. I know everybody would want to say it, but hell, I just don't think he looks very good on that motorcycle. Well, yeah, yeah but I, I, who else are you going to get? If you go for Eli Tomac, who was by far the biggest fish out there, period. Right. If you're going to go away from Eli Tomac, where are you going to go? There is, there is no one on that it, level. And you're absolutely right, and I'm not giving any bad blood to Kawasaki to get Eli Tomac. If Eli Tomac, you can get him. You've got to get him. Yeah. But what I'm saying is this, is that, hell, it doesn't seem like it works out ever. When these guys are free agents and they come into the, the big class with Kawasaki, the only time it seems like it works out is when the guys come from the lights class up. That might be pure coincidence. Well, you know and what I mean? There might be nothing to it at all. But I'm just saying, you can't let Savachi go if you're Kawasaki. And there's, I, mean, I, I, mean, I can, I can tell you that Savachi and Adam Cincerillo want no part of Eli Tomac right now. So if you're banking on Savachi and Cinturillo, you might want to stick with Tomac because they want zero to do with him in a race right now. And and so. there's more to that, too. I mean, Mitch Mitch wanted Roxon years ago. When I was there, he wanted Roxon very bad, but someone at Cowie didn't feel that it was that important to get Roxon. Mitch wanted Roxon badly. And I, he, but I think he, this week coming up at Southwick, I mean, hell, this is a very – I mean, Tomac's got to do something. I mean, he just can't let this damn kid run away. And I like Kenny. I think Kenny's a great kid. But this is American – I mean, it is American Motocross Series. Let's be honest, right? I mean, he's got to, he's got to do something to step we up. We cannot let the German win. We can't let the German win again. Well, I guess, hey, don't, don't, I that's, that. saying, that's saying might as well be Omaha Beach if you're Tomac. You know what I mean? It might as well be <laughs> Omaha <laughs> Beach as far as I'm concerned. All right. Th- thanks for calling, bud. Thank you. I felt you thanks. also got to realize that Rock sand riders on earth he was cranked up he, yeah. he is that good in sand we can't put these guys on hold leave these guys on hold that long they, uh, they travis get, they, they get, get very antsy. angry yeah <laughs> it's omaha the beach race the last time rocks and race lomo he beat erwin straight up so yeah just no. keep in mind he he knows how to ride in sand yeah i know he does uh hey, right, JT. look for roxon's start start gate prep this weekend at southwick why because the last time i was there um he had kelly pack his pack his rear wheel with sand. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. It's like sand starting technique. He built a mound, like covered the rear wheel with like this mound of dirt. Really? No, I swear. Okay. I don't know if he'll do yeah, it yeah, yeah, or yeah. not, but right, right. maybe just watch him. See yeah. if he does that behind yeah, the gate. do that. Um, thanks, JT. Appreciate you. Right, Appreciate guys. it. Uh, good stuff. Flyracing.com. Jason Thomas. Uh, thanks, buddy. See you. Right, see. Uh, right on to our next guest. Uh, we kept him on hold for a little while. It's too bad. He's gonna, I'm surprised he's still there. You know, he's such a diva and everything. Uh, <laughs> third overall the last two weeks at the uh, Lucas Oil MA Pro Motocross Championships, RCA Suzuki's Brock Tickle. What's up, Tickle? How are you? No, nothing. I was just enjoying uh, your company on the other line there. That guy seems he, fired up. <laughs> <laughs> he is fired. It's Omaha Beach this weekend for, for Eli Tomac. So. World um, War Three. Yeah. But, I mean, he's your teammate, so why can't you beat him? You're on the same bike. 
I don't know. Why don't we ask everybody? Let's uh, bring in the questions. Bring in the questions. Call them up. <laughs> 39 guys. Um, like to, yeah, 39 I guys. I mean, Kenny, Kenny right now is totally on another level, honestly, to be I mean, to be 100% honest. I mean, he passed me second moto like I was nailed to a chalkboard. And <laughs> I was I was third fastest guy on the track. So right, for me, right. I mean, that's a big statement. So, um, yeah, I know I'm pumped with how everything's going right now. The goal is just to keep keep on trucking and uh, end out the season strong. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. I read your uh, I read an interview with you or somewhere. I don't think you, you and I talked about after the race, but um, you really weren't even kind of I don't want to say close, but let's say close. You weren't close 200 percent coming into uh, coming into Hangtown, which I didn't realize those still Supercross injuries were still bugging you a bit, huh? Yeah, I mean the wrist injury was a lot a lot more intense than I thought it was going to be. And for me, I wanted to get on the gate before Hangtown because I thought that would be the best thing for me just to be at the races and get some races under my belt before Hangtown started. But I think that caused me to be behind on um, moto prep for outdoors. So I think uh, mm-hmm. now that I know that, I've learned from that. And but, but, I mean, at the same time, I mean, I'm improving every weekend and making progress. Um, Muddy Creek was awesome, obviously. I got a podium finish, but this week, and I felt like I made another improvement. So for me, yeah. I'm just going to try to keep making progress each week. Brock Tickle here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. His appearance here, brought to you by Vortex Racing, Paul. Vortex Racing, official sprocket and bar of the Babbitts Kawasaki team, and sprockets on Chad Reed's team, of course, and the Yoshizuki guys run their sprockets. Email jake at vortexracing.com for a killer discount. Besides the bars that are 29% stronger than competition, they have chains, they got uh, sprockets and uh, tie-downs and everything else. Check out VortexRacing.com. Appreciate it. They bring you uh, Brock Tickle. Uh, Parabino's over there steaming mad right now. No, I'm not. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, hey, so I after Muddy Creek, Brock, uh, you went 6-3, I believe, or 3-6. Which one, which one was it? 6-3. 6-3. 6-3. Me and Seeley swap scores. That's it. I was, uh, I was in Italy, so I wasn't there. But... Um, I, I talked to somebody. They're like, "Oh, he rides. He rides Muddy Creek all the time. He's really good there." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't really remember that, but okay. I mean, you are from North Carolina, so you know it's not that far off." But uh, and then someone else was like, "Oh, Michigan," and I'm just like, "No, you can't call <laughs> Muddy Creek his track and then say, oh, Red Bud's his track.' Like, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't get it. Do you have a lot of time on those tracks? Do you like those tracks over everything else? Honestly, you know, honestly, I had a lot of time on Muddy Creek. Um, the mega series that Sam Gammon put on, I was a part of that from 60s to big bikes, and then. But it was so different back then too. Dude, I, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, that, I mean, it that track insane. was so different. It was oh, no. super deep and loamy, and now it's hard pack and ruddy, and I mean, you can't take anything away from what Brock's doing. I don't think. Well, I think. I guess I think that's the point. Is like people want to take it away. It's like, bro, third overall, two weeks in a row. Momentum, man. The, yeah. Once you get Brock's calves going, his momentum, you can't stop him. <laughs> you can't stop him. Just look at his calves. Um, and then again, I was bringing it up. I told you after the race, Tickle, and I was saying it on our podcast, like, I was impressed with your stamina. So off the bike, you've been working hard, clearly, because, you know, it was pretty hot, and your lap times were great. I looked at him the other day when I was riding my column, and, and Barsha couldn't catch you. As a matter of fact, he kind of lost the tail near the end. And so, like... One of those things where people, even you know, even if you got you know before Muddy Creek, you're in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth spot. Your fitness is still on point, which I mean, you never know until you know it going that pace. But you got to be stoked that that work's paying off. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I've always worked hard, and I'm finally figuring out, like, a balance between working too much and not working enough, kind of. And I work with Swanapool, who works with Cooper Webb and all the star guys. So, I mean, we have a good crew, and I feel like it's uh, working out really well for me. And I don't know, I'm I'm stoked. I felt awesome this weekend. Like you said, I I, I felt strong the whole moto. And mm-hmm. honestly, the the first moto, I got called to the podium, and I did an interview after all everybody, after Kenny, Tomac, mm-hmm. and Barsha did their interviews. And then I got back to the truck and did another interview there. And honestly, only had 30 minutes to get unchanged, eat something, and get dressed again and go back down. So um, I was kind of stressing at the moment because I was like, man, I need, to, I need to drink my drinks. I need to do what I need to do to get ready for the second moto. But everything worked out in my favor. Yeah, it's it's a... Uh... And you really think about that. Yeah, the interviews put, and everything else. Well, he put the mullet on on stage. I saw that, yeah. Just got himself right. Yeah, you had the mullet on. That's a good call. I like that. America. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we've ever – have you ever seen Brock fade at a, at a race ever? No, no. And I wrote this in my column uh, and you, tomorrow. It's coming up tomorrow. The the Bro- Brock Tickle is the one thing that I find over the years. And, of course, X-Brown Goggles, I was your goggle guy for a long time. And so I paid attention to you and I watched you a little bit more, maybe closer than other people. The one thing, Brock, that I've always found, like, stacked field, you're getting fifth, sixth, and you're killing it, and then there's some injuries, and all of a sudden you get fifth and sixth again, Brock. And you're always like, why can't he move up? But maybe now you can. You know, you can take advantage of that. You start getting some confidence. You start getting some podiums. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, I I mean, people are going to say it, but um, for me, I don't care if I got a podium and there was – everybody was hurt you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah. not everybody yeah, yeah. but you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. like for me i mean that's awesome so i'm just going to take it race by race and take advantage i mean why not take advantage of it for me it's just uh it's a good confidence booster no matter who's, yeah. who's in the field either way the field's still stacked um from my perspective so yeah. um and there's going to be injuries every year i mean it's going to happen so um for me i just want to take this ride and uh, enjoy it and finish out the season strong honestly i i there's no better feeling that podium at at muddy creek was literally like 2012 again once i got it (laughs) yeah once i got it and i was there i was like i'm i don't want to let this go so like when barsha the second moto was hounding me i mean he was three seconds behind me from 20 minutes yeah lap two on right yeah yeah no exactly so once i saw him there and i was like i'm not I'm not letting him pass me. <laughs> I made the decision. I'm like, I'm not doing it. So, I mean, I, I have it right now to, to push through it and I'm motivated to do it. So for me, it's just like, I'm, I'm just taking along with me race by race and weekend by weekend. And I'm not going to let little stuff justify whether, how my weekend, how, how my weekend goes. That's yeah. just say. Confidence is a scary thing to motocross racers. Yeah, I can do. Yeah, a lot. we talked about that after the race. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you said it. I mean, you're like, man, it's weird. One thing changes, and it changes the rider 180 mm-hmm. degrees. Yeah, look at look at Barsha last year too. Like, we were like, ah, whatever, five, six, seven. He wins in the mud, and the guy's a different dude. They didn't find magic settings. They didn't find a magic bike for him. You know, all upstairs tickle. That's where it is. It's all no, upstairs. No, I right. mean it. All stuff goes out the window whenever you want it, I guess. And once you're <laughs> once you're motivated to do it, so I mean, I realize it too. I mean, it, I, as a rider saying it, I don't like saying it, but I mean, it's a truth. Yeah, hundred percent. 
Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, you got a different suspension uh, than uh, than your teammate Kenny. Uh, you got the new Showa like hybrid air slash spring fork, and I heard you're a big fan of it. I heard you're pumped on it, like really happy with your bike right now. Yeah, I'm super pumped with the. I mean, my whole bike. Um, Kenny and I pretty much run the same motor setup, mm-hmm. and maybe different mapping for personal preference, but um, suspension wise, I'm stoked. I mean. Um, we got Ryo from he was at Honda for years mm-hmm. for the show, for my show, side of things. Yeah. So um, he's done a really awesome job, and um, we every single time we've made changes, it's been positive, positive. And I'm sure you understand this, Steve and Paul, just because like you'll make changes and then you'll be like, oh, I didn't like it here or there, but afterward, but it was positive here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it seems like every single time we make changes. It's positive, positive. So for me, I'm I'm stoked with how everything's going, and um, yeah, I mean it's been progress throughout the year, but I want to keep it going. God, the mood over at your truck must be so different from Supercross. You know, not near the end when Kenny turned it on, but let's say halfway through when he's not struggling a little bit and you're hurt, and now you guys have gotten two podiums in a row, both guys on the box. It's got to be such an awesome atmosphere around the truck. To be honest, it is. It is. It has been really awesome, but at the same time, I feel like the team's done a great job. Um, I don't know how to say this, but they're not trying to show too much enthusiasm and too much or too yeah, much. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I feel yeah. like they're balancing it well. So I feel like even as a rider, um, you get too excited about getting on the podium. Like in my instance yeah. at Muddy Creek, say I get too excited, go out the next weekend and don't do it again then you, you get ahead of yourself. And I feel like we're balancing it well um, as a team. And, and for myself, I'm balancing well. Yeah, it's a good point. Where, you, where also, too, like the team is like, hey, we're one of the best teams in the pits. We expect our guys to win, and, and we expect, Brock, you to be on the podium or top five anyways, you know? Like, so, yeah, you and know, I mean, yeah. I proved it to myself, too. Like, I mean, obviously, I've had a lot of talent and a lot of good results throughout the years, but um, the class has never been this stacked. I mean, if you go back and look at 2012, nothing against the guys I was racing against to get podiums at all. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's Steeper. world champions. There's, I mean, there's every mix of everything in in the 450 class um, when the season started. So yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, the class is stacked. Um, it reminds me of the lights class a lot because I mean, the lights class obviously we're not mature, but there's there's 20 factory bikes on on lights in the lights class and in the 450 class at the moment pretty much yeah it's it's super depressing pretty close it's super depressing <laughs> in our it's yeah you know you're right it's super depressing in our sport that a guy and I don't know what you make a year Brock but I think I have a general idea and and, and guys like you and um, Wilbur and these guys that are secondary dudes that are still very fast and there's in the lights class there's like 10 or 15 guys that are probably you know just killing it money wise. And guys like you that are in the premier class, I mean, you're doing well. Don't get me wrong. We're not going to hold any uh, raffles for you. But you guys should be getting paid so much more money, you know, because you're in the premier class. You're getting the results in the premier class. I just, I, our sport's a little backwards that way. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. Obviously, there's a big jump from podium, consistent podium finisher to sixth place average throughout mm-hmm. the year you know what i'm saying you yeah. take a guy yeah. who finishes on the podium almost every race take a guy who finishes average six yeah. i mean there's a big jump there no matter 
where you're at in the 450 class. I mean, no matter if you're inside the top 10 from 5 to 10, mm-hmm. no matter what, you, the jump's going to be big. So I think, obviously, contract year for a good, solid group of us guys, I yeah. think it's not going to be about the money. It's going to be about getting the ride. And for me, obviously, building momentum, two podiums in a row, um, it's it's going to be – you're gonna to have to sacrifice, and I'm I'm down for that. I mean, I've obviously, I don't honestly at the moment that getting those podiums. I mean, obviously, I want to make good money, but yeah. getting those podiums, it doesn't make honestly, it doesn't make me happier. Like that that part of the deal is what made me happy. right, right. Yeah, I got got it. Um, yeah, so, it, it is your contract here. Yeah, with you and yeah, but that's cool. What Brock's saying is he under you know he he's. I think what you know, I'm obviously really good friends with Brock, and this is one of the reasons why I I, I like him okay, so much. Okay, let me much. ask you this. Let me ask you this, Paul. Yeah. Okay. There's a, there's a, there's a house on fire. It's burning. You have to save either Dean, <laughs> Dean, Jake, or Brock. You can only save one. I could carry all three me? at once. No, bro. you you only save you can only save one guy. Brock, Dean, and Jake are all trapped in this burning building. That's not fair. Who do you save? Um, hey, that's fine with well, me. what's the rule that I'll... that guy says in that movie where they're rescuing people out of the water? You save the the closest ones; everything else figures itself out. No, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that movie with uh, Ashton Kutcher where they jump in the water. The Guardian. I think he saves Dean. I'm sorry, Brock. I think he saves Dean. <laughs> I really do. They want I mean, that's what, fine. I mean, what I was getting at is it's it's look. He doesn't want to talk about. It. He, he doesn't want to talk about. Brock it. understands the situation he's in and he's realistic about it, and I think that's what makes him. You know. For instance, you know, if I was running Answer or if I was running, you know, whatever, a brand. Pro Tabor. Okay. You you get that from Brock. And Brock, again, what Kyle Bentley said, he shows up to every autograph signing. He never forgets to say your name on the podium. He's, uh, he's, right. fin- he's just as good of a racer as any of those guys. He's easy to deal with. He's always in a good mood. He's like – he has he's nice to fans i mean he understands the situation he's in he understands that hey there's like six good guys going for two spots yeah i can't be asking for 500 grand from everybody or whatever the number is but brock realizes he needs to be racing to provide for himself and for his family and and he gets that but i mean there's just you know i've worked with brock before at pc and i helped him a lot in 2012 i always took him practicing while his while his race guy was doing his bike and i I was one of the funniest years i had was was because that fiend dog yeah, Feeny, Feeny, yeah, because I, yeah. I had fun with Brock because he's just so fun and goofy and fun to get along with at the races. Like it, he's carefree; it's awesome. Um, yeah, I was telling a team manager it was telling me he's got one open spot on his team next year, and we brought t- brought Tickle's name into it, and Bogle, and Baggett, and Brayton, and we might have said Dino too. And I said you should call all those guys up, put a red buzzer in front of them. And say I got 125 for the first guy that hits the buzzer. <laughs> I mean, it's that's which, tough. Which is, which is a pay cut. But, it's tough for these know. riders because yeah, it's not it's not enough for what they're doing. But no. it's the reality that we're in, unfortunately. Well, and you make your gear money. You can get your gear money. Yeah. You can yeah. Exactly. Get an answer for a bunch of money. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it is a bit stressful for contract year for sure. I'm sure you are. But man, you're doing a great job of like not yeah making your own statement with a couple thirds. And I don't care who's injured or whatever, um, you know, you rode great both motos to get that, and you were right up front. And, I mean, why why couldn't you do that when more guys get back either? Because of your, your fitness and your speed, you showed it. So, um, impressive stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I did the same thing you did. Obviously, I like to look at the lap times and stuff, and I was, I mean, I was blown away with Kenny's fastest lap time. <laughs> yeah. But, um, honestly, from lap five to the rest of the race, I was – 
faster than Tomac in there too. So for me, I mean, I obviously want to get better and the only way I can get better is be better the first five laps. And I've, I've improved in that department the last two weekends. So for me, I'm just going to keep trying to do whatever I can the mm-hmm. first couple laps to, to improve there. And, uh, I don't know. I'm stoked. I'm having fun. I think that's the the most important thing of the of the situation. You got to have fun, and I'm having fun right now. So yeah. uh, I'm gonna keep it going, and um, I want to hit these. I don't we have? Uh, isn't it Southwick, Millville, then Washougal, then our break? Yeah, then two weeks off. Believe me, I'm looking forward yeah, to so it. Yeah. So when yes. I head into Washougal, whenever Washougal's done, I want to be in a really good place to 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 end the season strong. Obviously, I've done a good job the last two weeks, but I want to keep her going. Can we go fishing any time between then? And no fishing. Oh yeah, you know it. Yeah, okay. No fishing. He's got thirds to get, bro. Yeah, well, that's why he gets the thirds. We <laughs> Actually, go, he was we ca- go fishing. Maybe, maybe he gets second because, like I said, he was catching Tomac. Like, like uh, I even tweeted, "Tickle is catching Tomac." WTF? I think sorry, the weeks that we sorry, fished Brock. more, fish uh, Brock would do better. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, <laughs> that that causes controversy and. We all know the the social media loves that. Oh, they do. They do. Um, uh, what else I going to say? Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions like yourself and Norn and Bichelia. Um, You told me afterwards that uh, you've tried the new X-Brands. You've tried the new frame style and everything. Where's so, my fix? No, my I didn't picture? try them yet. Oh, you didn't try I'm them? I tried okay. them this week. Oh, that's right. That was it. Okay, yeah. They're, they're, they're exciting, folks. Keep an eye on them. Yeah. So, <laughs> they look to, awesome. Trying to build the hype, bro. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thank you for the time, Brock. I really appreciate it. You yeah, no fully, problem. fully deserve to come it. on. You've been killing it, man. Really good rides the last couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm happy to see it happen for you. And uh, it adds some intrigue to the races for sure because, um, you know, that, that spot is there and maybe even Tomac's spot, who knows. And um, it's awesome to see a guy step up and grab it. So good job. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks, Paul, and thanks, Steve. We'll uh, chat soon. All right. Later, see you at quick, man. All right. Later. later. Vortex Racing bringing you uh, Brock Tickle. Email jake at vortexracing.com for a great discount on anything Vortex has, whether it's sprockets, whether it's bars, tie-downs, oil filters. uh, Same sprocket and bars that Babbitt's Kawasaki uses to just dominate uh, that series, and as well um, Chad Reed and Yoshizuki and all that. And um, uh, All right, let's take a commercial break here, second one of the night. We got to get you to your flight soon, and we got uh, NFAP JGR check in. We're gonna go through silly season. You and I are all right with what we know, what all we right. think, and we probably got we got something else. What do I got else? Huh? Voicemails. Voicemails. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got that. All right, everybody, stick around. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, bringing you the Pulp Mech Show. We'll be right back after this commercial. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. 
Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access 
against your vehicle. Fab also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their to previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all new line of atlas braces are 20% lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join RV Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. 
X brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. You go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory.
Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock up Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Pulp MX Show. I want to go to the ocean and send a postcard of my loneliness. Forgetting you is so elusive. I'd run away, but it's always this. You're the only one I love. It's always been you. I was conscripted in the merchant marines Shag out in the service of sales and machines Just to stay alive Oh And my sister keeps it simple She's a shipboard cook She can drive a line If you take a look She's kind of worried though
Pump Mix Show. BTOSports.com fly rating. from Pro Taper, the Pro Taper brand manager has been in studio with us all show. It's going to Florida tomorrow, Tampa MX track. Dean Wilson will be there. Uh, answer gear, other stuff like that. So go check it out. He's leaving right at the show. He's leaving tonight, as a matter of fact. So, and uh, thanks to Brock Tickle, Justin Bogle, Heath Harrison on. Uh, we had two. Factory riders on basically, and our privateer guy uh, outdrew them for phone calls. <laughs> Heath Harrison Nation. We are all Heath Harrison Nation. So that was awesome. Uh, good to hear. And we got uh, we got Nick Way matched uh, that guy's money. So we got four hundred bucks for Heath Harrison, and then I got five hundred dollar uh, KTMPartsExpress.com gift card for him. So now we just need a butt patch that says Bar. Yeah, that's it. That's what Bar. we need. 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll help you out. we got the NFAB JGR check-in coming up with Filthy Phil Nicoletti. We've got your voicemails. Um, first up, um, Paul, yeah. let's uh, – we talked a little bit about Silly Season stuff earlier. Um, let me maybe recap what we, what we know so far uh, or what we think we know so far. Okay. Um, Honda – Next year will be Sealy and Roxon. I believe Mookie will be on a Geico 450. What do you think? Uh, I'd, I, I guess I agree with you there. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear that part exactly. Yeah. I thought it was more of a Geico Honda, not a factory Honda. So. Yeah. No, it's, Geico. It's what, it was, yeah, is yeah. what I heard. No, right. no, no. I meant, and there's a difference. Yeah. Uh, meaning a Honda 450 under a Geico truck opposed to a Honda 450 under a factory truck that looks like a Geico Honda. That's... What yeah, I'm saying right. more like the Wilhan yeah, deal. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I think Honda's going to be tough to get parts for that new bike. They had earthquake there. They're going to get their new bikes late. Yeah, so, maybe. Yeah. Um, so uh, JGR, Barsha will be there, and they have one spot open. So we'll see what happens. Um, I think they're talking to, talking to riders right now, and maybe Pike stays, maybe Pike doesn't. I think if Pike stays, he's probably got to take a pay cut. From I what would think right so. Now. So... Uh, BTO is Millsaps next year, BTO Sports KTM, and we think Baggett. I think so. We think Baggett's going to go there. I we think so. We don't know for sure, but that's what we would guess. Cowie will be Eli Tomac and Josh Grant. Yep. Is that, you think that's going to happen? I think so. I think so, too. Uh, Yamaha will be Cooper Webb and Chad Reed, and they might need another guy for outdoors. I heard they, I heard they were going to go another full-time guy. Okay. So they were going right. to be essentially three wide in Supercross. Okay. And then well, two guys outdoors. Plenty of guys ready for it. Yep. No doubt. Yep. Uh, Suzuki, Yoshizuki, nobody knows. Nobody knows. So Stu's deal is up. Yes. And yeah, I last I heard that the a chance to be an all 250 team is a, is a chance, is a, is a possibility. So um, RCH, you think Tickle will go back? Um. I, I think so. And Kyle Bentley said yet. He said we haven't signed him yet. He did, yeah. Yeah. I like yet. What about our buddy Jake? What's Jake Weimer going to do? Uh, I would hope he kind of stays at RCH as well to kind of do a type of testing Supercross type deal would be my hope. Like I mean, I think he thing. can. Or... Yeah, but a, but a racing thing too. Yeah. You know, I mean, he could. he's, he's going to start riding very soon. I want to say at the uh, end of this month he's cleared to start riding and 
and he can be a guy that can start riding Supercross next month so, already start working on the bike. So, oh, and JGR, I think Phil will stay there, by the way. I think Phil will be there as a fill-in a guy. I'm, I would hope that RCH does a JGR similar type JGR With thing. With Weimer? Yeah. Okay, so that who's going to cool. be their other guy? Brayton, I guess Bogle. Brayton, Bogle, Wilson, Pike. As Tickle, I said earlier or, in the show, I think uh, I don't, Pike's been there. I don't know if they liked each other. Okay. Um, Bogle's a good fit because it's the same agency as the team, WMG. True. That's a good fit. So Bogle, Tickle, and Weimer as a fill-in slash test rider. I think. I don't think Jake would do that. Do you? Do what? I guess we would do whatever pays. He would do. I think pays. no. I think <laughs> I think Jake's a good tester, and he knows he's a good tester. I think he has a lot to to offer a team that would like to do something like Phil Nicoletti. Yeah, but, he, but at the same time, yeah. he wants to still race. No, he should be a racer. He was and tenth in the points this year. Yes, tenth best guy in the world in Supercross. Right. I think he deserves a ride. So um, PC is uh, Cincerillo, Savachi, Forkner, and Hill. Justin Hill, we think. We think is going there. Is there somebody else I'm missing? Aldrich and Tonus are most likely out. Uh, I don't think you're missing anybody. Bowers? Eh. Possibly. Yeah, Bowers Supercross again? Possibly. Right. Geico is uh, Jordan Smith, RJ Hampshire, Christian Craig, Chase Sexton, and J-Mart. Yeah, so, I'm not positive on when Chase Sexton will come. You, oh, I thought it was stamped, no? What, what Supercross? After Loretta's. Uh, I don't think it's stamped. Oh, okay. I'm not quite sure. Okay, all right. Uh, Star Racing, Plessinger, Ferrandis, Harrison, Nichols. Yep. Right? Yep. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, and guys that are available, uh, Brayton, Pike, Bogle, Tickle, Weimer, Chisholm, Stu, Michelia, Wilson. A lot of all, guys. All fighting for like three spots that we just named. A lot of guys, yeah. Yeah. Did I miss anybody? I hope not. But, um. And then everybody's Honda gear Kawasaki deals are up. Yeah. yeah. KTM? Oh, I didn't say KTM. KTM, Husky. Dungy. What am I doing? What kind of idiot I am? Dungy, Muscan, Canard yep. on KTM next year. Uh, Husky is Anderson and Purcell. Marty's back and Osborne will be back, I think. Will they have another guy or no? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. So they might return with the same team, the exact same team, Rockstar Husky. Probably. Right. I think everybody. Yeah. I know Osborne resigned, and I know so Anderson and Purcell got multi-year deals. Marty resigned. Okay, so Marty did resign. Yeah, and then uh, TLD KTM. TLD KTM would be McElrath, Amart, um, Nelson, Nelson. And they need a fourth. They got Oldenburg now, but uh, no, no guarantees that he's going to be there. Yeah. So uh, Tyler's looking for one more guy. I Would think. they? They don't have their amateur kid moving up. Heft? No. Uh, no, I don't think. And I believe Cantrell would be first anyway. Oh, he would be. Okay. And um, I'm not sure the timing on him. I would guess maybe uh, what outdoors. What is gonna? Where is James Stewart gonna go? I. I, I couldn't tell you. What You tell me. Where, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he stays at Yosh, no matter, even if they keep to 450 team. Well, that's difficult then because. But he put on Instagram saying, I love the Suzuki guys. I'll see you next year. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see Did that. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I think it confused everybody over there. I'm not quite sure. Hmm. That'll be interesting. I think so. Who's going to roll the dice on James? And can he ever get back to where he was? That's a big question. I don't know. That's tough. 
I don't know, man. That's it. It's going to be interesting for sure. One you know, would hope. You know, one of the guys, yeah, we haven't talked much about that Yamaha spot. If you think there might be another guy spot there. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know for sure if there yeah, is yeah, one, yeah, but it's but yeah, that's rumblings a, I've heard. That's a works bike, factory team, good ride available. Yeah, you know, for sure. Without a doubt. That's, uh, it probably won't be paying much. They got a lot of money tied up already. What do you think of my my plan with that team manager saying 125 grand, 150 grand? Hit yeah. the buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately for the riders, but fortunate for the teams, and that's why I mean I hope I would if I was a team manager, uh, that's doing your job correctly, getting the best guy you can for for the best price Dude, you can. That's, right now, that's their job. July fifth, if you had if you had locked down 125 that you could guarantee and a factory bike and everything else, you could get a guy right now very easily. One of those dudes, if if any of those dudes held out, they're idiots. I think some of them would hold out. Yeah, they're idiots then. Like, take the bike. The bike and the team is where you have yeah, success. Yeah, go get your helmet, boots, goggles, yep. add up a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yep. And, and bank on yourself yep. and tell your agent to go pound sand if he says that's not enough money for you or whatever. Too bad. Maybe you could get more. Maybe. But. Especially if you have wife and kids and dude, mortgage and car payments. Like what Bogle did this year. Like, Bogle turned down MCR, apparently. Um, I mean, I can see him doing that, though. I w- more money? Because Bogle, you know, it's Moto Concepts though, and that's early in the year. It's money. It's money. He turned him down yeah. to say, "I want the bike and the, I'll take the bike on the team." Oh, you're saying he did that for Geico? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you said he's done that oh, for no, like no, no. sixteen. No, 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 no. Or, I'm sorry, no, seventeen. No, no, no. This year, coming in. This oh, year. yeah. Well, that's like, that's a good move. It is absolutely yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And, and that's what you do. You get the yes. bike and the team that you need yes. for success. Exactly. Just to be healthy too. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the key. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see what goes on and what's happening. Um, so nobody's switching OEMs, you know of? No, no. Yamaha JGR thing is pretty much done. They're going back there. So RCH thing, I don't know. I don't see them switching. I can see them staying for sure. Suzuki's got a new bike in eighteen. Oh, cool. all new bike coming out in eighteen. But can anybody make it that long? You know. Uh, Dark side, what's up? You want a question about Tim Geyser? Yeah, you, you were over in Italy. You got to see how fast he is. If he comes over right now, where does he finish? Mm. Motocross? Motocross? Very legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Top, top five all the time, podiums, wins, that kind of deal. For sure. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, Supercross, though, not so sure. You know, he says he rides it a lot. Of, he says he rides it a lot. He told me he likes it, enjoys it. So He's fun to watch. Oh, he is. He's really good. Yeah, he's going to – I think – I think he's a Roxon. Like, I think he comes over and, and he rides. Now, what should be interesting is there's a rule that if you win MXGP, you can't ride 250 Supercross. Yes. They should change that rule. Or they will. So he so he comes here. Oh, so he can ride 250. Because right now he has to dude, ride 450. You can't drop it. You can't drop that dude into 450 Supercross. He's a good story. I like that right? guy. So. Come from a small town. He has to go to Rick, Rick Carmichael Road to Supercross first. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, send him to Arena Cross. Yeah, road <laughs> RC Road to Supercross, bro. Um, there you go. All right. Thanks, man. Yep. All right. Uh, another guy we didn't mention in the chat room is Will Hahn. He's going right. to need a home. You're right. Yeah. Hey, did, did you say he's going to race some more this year still? Yeah, he's hoping to make it to buy the last few. Oh, yep. Yep. cool. And maybe the GPs. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the Bears debut? Uh, it was... I, I kind of didn't know where I put him. I had a hunch, and he kind of finished kind of where I thought. I think so, too. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, nfab, n-fab.com, great sponsors, of course, cheap trucker SUV parts, bumpers, light mounting solutions, sidesteps, they're a great company, they support the sport, so if you've got a truck and you're listening to this, and I know you do, 
you motherfucker. I know you got a truck out there. Uh, <laughs> you should go to n-fab.com. Now you're now I'm threatening the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wake them up. This is the JGR check-in with uh, none other than Filthy Phil Nicoletti, who had another terrible weekend, kind of on suicide watch. So what better way than to call up Phil and and talk to him? So here here is the NFAB JGR check-in. Here is the NFAB JGR check-in. Welcome to the NFAB JGR check-in. I didn't make it over to the team after the end of the day. Well, I did, but everyone was gone, basically, or while well, J-Bone was there. And the last thing I want to do was talk to J-Bone again. I have him on a bunch. So instead, we got a rider. Barsha's not talking to me. Pike was probably super pissed. So uh, I did manage to get filthy Phil Nicoletti. Welcome, Phil, to the NFAB JGR check-in. Hey, thanks for having me. So, yeah, Barsha's not talking to me these days. So, and Pike was, <laughs> Pike was pissed. So you're it, bud. <laughs> yeah, well, I was there when you when you came by, but I was uh, too busy doing an interview with somebody else that took a long time. Yeah, um, more important than me. Yeah, um, yeah, it was more important. So, <laughs> uh, first of all, was, the Red Bud, uh, good track, right? Fun track, good track to ride. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean one of the best ones on the circuit. You know, it was a little bit different this year though, the way that prep was and stuff. But yeah, it was still awesome. What was different yeah. about it? What was different about the prep? Um, it was just uh, not as deep, not as watered. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. You know, it's kind of, you know, it's it's weird because first practice, like we were doing, I don't know, like fast lap time was a minute fifty six. Mm-hmm. Like that's short for red bud. Um, True. Yeah. And normally it's like two fifteen, two twenty. So that and you know when i went out there for practice you know like i maybe used two or three tear-offs normally red but i ripped through all 14 of them during <laughs> practice just because you're getting sprayed and whatnot yeah. but um yeah it still turned out awesome the bumps weren't as big but there was still a lot of them out there you know the, um, and the track was still awesome yeah tomac and a alex told me roughest track of the year i was surprised oh, well, by far you think okay yeah so you right. too yeah i would have yeah. thought glenn helen yeah, would yeah. take the cake man i just would think glenn helen would just um, be it Glen Helen was, yeah, it was gnarly, but it was like a different type of gnarly. You know what I mean? Um, Redbud was just gnarly in the fact that there was just bumps everywhere. Um, but the track was absolutely, you know, bitching. So it was kind of, uh, that, that part was awesome. You know, Glen Helen, there was nothing cool about it. So mm-hmm. um, Redbud was sick. So everyone enjoyed it, I'm sure. The jumping the leap, do you, a guy like you, do you, do you get a little nervous the first time? Or is it pretty much, hey, I'm just going to go third? I guess you're in third, probably pretty much wide open. Or you don't get fourth, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, third and then, yeah, just wide open. It's pretty – it's actually a really easy jump. It's pretty um, – skill-wise, it's not yeah, very hard. Right. Um, but just, you know, just a commitment thing. It's a lot harder in the motos because the corner gets a lot more beat up and mm-hmm. then it gets square edge holes going up to it. So it's just like you're kind of – dodging and weaving through the square edge holes up the up the face trying to get a clean run but there was a few times i did come up like a little bit short and i was just like oh god um do you, you know, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad do you follow someone over it first time or do you just um know how to do no, it? no i just hit that sucker well i actually over jumped it <laughs> the first time i did it second lap of practice or third lap right and second or third and then yeah i just I actually went out wide and hit it third gear, tapped, and yeah, I probably went fifteen, twenty feet too far. But <laughs> I'd rather do that than uh, under jump that sucker. So did you ever? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's did, easy. did you ever see the Russian guy? 
come up Mikhailov, come up short, bounce off his bike, straight up in the air, and come back down on his bike like three, four years ago? No, no. Oh, uh-huh. epic. Epic. I could only imagine. <laughs> I seen a guy, I don't know if it was press day or amateur day, like open practice. It must have been Thursday. You got, I think the guy was on a 250F, hooked that thing, came up four bike lanes short, and just totally <laughs> ejected. <laughs> You know, it's like he just bounced off a trampoline, and that was it. I didn't see a 2 guy do it all day. Did anybody do it on 2 and even in practice or anything? Uh, Yeah, yeah, they were hucking it in practice. They were? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, A couple star guys were. Forkner was. um, Yeah, a few of them did. Yeah, motos, I guess, it just got too rough. Yeah, yeah, it's hard when 250F with the scorage holes. You just, just lose too much drive. Did you no. stop doing no. it in the motos like a lot of guys, like in the second moto? Uh, I know you were doing it. You were one no. of the few guys. You you did it a lot. I know that. But there were probably yeah. – there was probably only five, six of you guys consistently doing it in the second moto. Yeah, I, I hit it pretty much every lap. Mm-hmm. Um Second moto uh, until, like, I lost my rear brake and then I just couldn't. Right. I couldn't go fast enough down into the corner to really like rail enough. So, but yeah, or else I would have still hit it. So mm-hmm. okay. I just hit the NOS button on our bike. And <laughs> it makes it over pretty easily. <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, you came off a muddy creek where your teammate cleaned you out while you guys were top five. Second moto, uh, you crashed out. Um, Right? Yeah. Muddy Creek, you crashed yeah. out second moto. Yeah. And then this weekend, you had uh, you had another good ride going in the uh, first moto, and then your bike broke. Uh, and Pike's bike broke, yeah. too. Uh, so, rough day. Yeah. Um, I think Pike's broke because he wadded it. Okay. It broke okay. twice. Um, mine, mine, yeah, something happened. You know, fourth lap, it started, you know, sputtering a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but it was only when I was full throttle, so I kind of... You know, I learned that. So then I just kind of rode three quarters throttle around the whole track, and it actually helped me. And I was going pretty good, and <laughs> yeah, I yeah. kept, you know, Porcel and Musquin at bay a little bit. Right. Um, you know, and then it just started getting so bad, like I couldn't, I couldn't hold the guys off anymore. Um, like I couldn't jump Larocco's leap because I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, so those two ended up getting me, and then, uh, yeah, I just ended up quitting. You know, I just couldn't. I couldn't put any hard laps in anymore, and then uh, Damn. which I was, you know, kind of bummed about. You know, I was bummed about Muddy Creek as well because I think that would have been a solid fifth, sixth in the moto, and this past weekend would have been a solid, I think, a fifth or sixth yep. um, in the moto. But uh, yeah, and then the second moto also as well is weird. I lost the rear brake tip on my brake pedal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've done a bunch of <laughs> no rear brake drills. You know, doing motos and stuff like <laughs> yeah. out in California with Alex and stuff, but. Yeah. My red bud, I'm sorry. I can't go very oh. fast on those hills with those big no. with no rear brake. So I ended up going from like uh, 7th or 8th to 15th. Um, yeah, I was wondering. Like, I'm like, is, he, is he tired? I'm like, no, nah, he doesn't. I mean, I know he gets tired, but I'm like, this is this is not I'm tired fade. You know what I mean? No, yeah. no. It's like 6, 7 seconds a lap. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like 7 seconds a lap. That's too much. You know, 2, 3 seconds, okay, but after 7, something's wrong. You know, so you um, potentially probably had a, at worst seven seven day going, at you know yeah yeah you know for sure. you know Absolutely. at worst case scenario, and then last week like yeah. you said again. So how depressed were you yeah. after the race? Uh yeah, I mean I was pretty good, but then again you know um, I've I've screwed up a bunch on my own crash in the DNF, and so 
you know, when a bike breaks or something mechanical happens, you know, that's just rider and machine. Um, you can't really do anything about it, and I get it. Obviously, the, the team feels gutted enough as it is, you know, so it's just, oh, you know, it is what it is, and move on to the next one. You're supposed to lose your mind at the team and conveniently forget about the times that you've tipped over. I've been on a team, no, and, that, and that's what happens. No. No, I, that's just me. I, it's, it's not fair to lose your shit on the team when I've, you know, KO'd myself plenty of times and, and I've gotten zero points in DNF, so um, I get it. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, but, dude, right now, like in our pits, these, that's, not, that's not what happens right now. That's not what goes on with guys. Like, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I, I've been on a team, and I know how hard everybody works. Like, the amount of hours every, every team at the upper levels, like your team, puts in is insane. And no one, everyone wants to, their bike to be looking the best. And, and when things break, uh, trust me, I've been there. It's a terrible feeling for yeah. everybody. And then, yeah. you know, the yeah. riders come in and just scream and yell. The parents scream and yell. And you're just like, stop it. Like, I don't <laughs> like Yeah, I... It that that it does nothing though. You know what I <laughs> no, mean? I know, it, I know. Yeah. It, it accomplishes absolutely nothing. So I just figure, you know, the team knows what yeah. went wrong. You know, they assess the issue, they fix the issue, and then hopefully it never happens again. You uh-huh. know what I mean, but I can tell you what, I'll I'll crash again before my bike breaks again. So it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I'm not even going to worry about it to be honest with you. But it, for me, it does suck because I was actually looking at points from last year. This time at Red Bud, I had 130 points, you know. What do you got now? This year now, I only got like 83, you know. So it's like, man, you know, and after Hangtown and Glen Helen, everything was going good. Yep. We we're all in the top 10. And, you know, I go to Colorado and I DNF. And then I go to High Point and I have a subpar day going 11-11. And then at Muddy Creek, which would have been a good good weekend, you know, it just turned into um, – Another shit show, but it uh, is what it is. And this past weekend, you know, sucked uh, as well. Yeah. But I feel like I'm riding really well. You know, I've been getting up toward the front and staying up there for a little while. So yep. that's, that's good. Um, the result will come here s- sooner or later. So yeah, no, you, yeah. Especially this past weekend. Starts we are good. Four laps to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Starts, starts are good. Are good. Um, we, we got them back a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Last year we were really, really dominant on the starts, but I think a lot of bikes have gotten better, and I think um, a lot of teams have realized weaknesses. You know, of most of the race comes from the start, so um, I think uh, everything's kind of getting figured out there for most of the teams. So. Well, you know what's surprising? Honda's got six out of the 12 hole shots. Sealy, Bogle, Kanaan, yeah, six yeah. out of 12. Yeah that's, which, yeah, that's impressive. The Honda's actually been really, really good, which... Um, you know, uh, I wouldn't normally think that, uh, but I guess it is. Because last year is pretty much the KTM and the Yamaha. KTM Yamaha, so, exactly. That's the way it goes, yeah. right? So, um, yeah. So uh, I think, but uh, I think now, as soon as we get to, um, you know, obviously Glen Hill, we didn't get any starts, but I think Southwick with the sand, I think our bikes will be up there. Um, you know, and any any more longer starts, so we figured some stuff out, and I think we'll be a lot more competitive now so cool nfab n-fab.com go there for your truck needs filthy yeah um let me thank nfab for coming on for the jgr check-in maybe one of these weekends barsha will allow me to check in with him nope <laughs> this weekend why and i were talking he walks right by and goes hey Weege, what's up 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens when you got people that hate you. Yeah, I'm on. I'm, uh, you know, I'm on the I'm on the shit list. I wonder how I'll ever survive, <laughs> Phil, without talking to Barsha. I wonder how I'll ever yeah. get by in my life. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think you'll survive. I'm sure there's a lot more other people that don't want to talk to you too. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you'll be all right. Uh, oh, thanks, Filthy. I appreciate for the uh, taking time on the Fourth uh, of July. Happy American uh, Independence Day for you. Yep, happy four. Thanks, guys. All right, see you, Phil. See ya. Phil Nicolette, everybody, on the Infab, JGR checking. Phil's good. Do you know Phil? Not really. A little bit, I think, but not really. He's good. He's awesome. I know. I love how negative he, he is all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. He's always grouchy. He's always pissed off. It's great. And uh, and uh, we thank everybody for uh, listening to n-fab.com. Add in, add in Fab Inc. Hey, we're going to give away a Fly Racing OGO backpack and kit. I don't even know what's involved with it, but it's some sort it's of kit. kit. Yeah, it's some sort of kit. Backpack uh, with a kit. Con- <laughs> Backpack with a kit's nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Back up. Contest at pulpmechshow.com. Email us, and we'll just pick a random email, and uh, you win a fly racing OGO uh, backpack and a kit. And, uh, yeah, thanks uh, thanks for checking out, everybody, and uh, thanks to the fly racing folks for uh, for stepping up. Fly racing, official gear of uh, Justin Brayton and Benny Bloss and Andrew Short and Weston Pike and Trey Kennard. Bunch of dudes. I'm probably missing 40, 40 dudes that wear fly. Yeah, they got a lot. They do. Max is very, very busy. They a lot. Um, hey, and, and uh, in fact, that's the NFAB JGO check in. 702 586 You can uh, give a call anytime, leave a voicemail. And uh, we were off last week, so we didn't have that many, actually, surprisingly. So maybe many people didn't really miss the show. And so maybe we won't do shows every week. What do you think about that? So. <laughs> Suck on that, everybody. Here's the best voicemails that it was uh, of the last uh, couple weeks. Here we go. Hey, guys. I just uh, want to let you know I just saved $76 by ordering through Vortex Racing using the Pulpamex discount code. $76 ordering Chain and Sprocket. That's a huge discount. That's 40% off. Huge discount, Paul. That is. Go to VortexRacing.com. Get yourself some... Uh, Discounted chain of sprockets, the best you. in the business. <laughs> best Can't in the business. It. Oh, you did on purpose. Oh, huh? What are you going to do? I mean, come on. All you novice riders out there, you wish you got 40% off. Go to vortexracing.com. Calling out the novices. Call Jake or Chris or Mike or it's Jake. Everybody. All the Billy Bobs and get the discount. Go get it. Mm hmm. Pays to listen, everybody. Was that Skippy? Sound like Skippy. I don't know who Skippy is. He calls all the time. Oh, he does? Bro. Sorry, bro. There is absolutely no way that Mathis's show would be a tenth as successful had he not been a mechanic first. Part of the reason why I, and I'm sure most of the other people listen to the show, is because he is able to parlay these relationships he has from his mechanic days into interesting content that the majority of the other motocross podcast shows don't have and the reason he was as successful as a media guy in my opinion is uh, because he was again able to take those, uh, those did you play this just give yourself props developed as a mechanic and uh, turn them into what? inside scoops that's why he can walk in the truck uh, as a media guy ah. straight off the bat yeah. and talk to people and get interviews you know uh most of the guys now, not all of them weren't around uh, when he was wrenching, but, you know, 
he was a, a familiar face. So one led to the other, led to the other. Uh, I don't think he would have uh, been there as successful in moto had he just come off the street as a uh, journalist. So that's my opinion, and it's most likely correct. So, uh, uh, keep up good work, love all the content, except the hockey. Yeah, except we're, the hockey. Yeah. Um, Paul, you were a mechanic for what? How long? Uh, eight or nine seasons, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was 11. Um, we both would never go back. No. Mm-mm. We enjoyed it. Yep. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Learned a lot. And both of us agree that we would never have our positions we have now without putting in that work as a mechanic. For sure. So you got to do it. No, you got to. It's almost like getting in prison. Got being, myself into yeah, the... It's almost like being into in prison. The, right. what, in the club. Industry. Yeah. Yeah, your industry. Um, so yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know how this came up. We were talking about it on a show last week or the week before. Do you remember, Travis, about me being a mechanic and... I don't know. We talk about you being a mechanic a lot. Yeah, but about how th- this show is popular because or I never would have done the show without being a mechanic yeah, or something. Yeah, it was like... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Had anyways. A few, had a few weeks off. Yeah, anyways. Paul and I uh, both did mechanicing for a long time. Uh, tip of the visor to... Uh, tip of the wrench to all you mechanics out there listening. You guys are true American heroes. Working your balls off. Making no money. Look at Harrison's mechanic. He gets only food. He's got a hell of a weekend in front of him. And he's working on practice bikes, race bikes, for for just food. It's going to be 90 in the sand. Actually, it's going to rain, too. It's going to be a true test this weekend. Honestly, I don't know his name, but he needs to quit now. Just quit. Yeah, we're going to have some bike failures this weekend, I think. Um, All right, let's go. Yo, Mathis. Uh, Short-time listener, uh, first-time caller. I had a question for Kiefer regarding air forks, just to stir the pot up a little bit. I wanted to know how much these uh, spring assist air forks are going to affect how well the air fork works um, in the in the short term, at least, for, you know, uh, the small bump absorption and stuff like that. Uh, anyways, you guys keep it up. You're usually killing it. Sometimes not. Mm-hmm. All right, man. You guys have a good one. Ah! Uh, yeah, no Kiefer for the Air Fork question, but uh, if Kiefer were, he would say Air Fork suck. That's what he would say. <laughs> Mathis, hey, Will from Central Florida. I don't mind if you play for the air, it doesn't bother me. I think uh, I'm catching up on the show on the archives on the highway, and uh, I think that whole Yamaha failure with the Mark Brothers, Yamaha was testing something new and it failed. Forget the water pump failure, forget the seal failure. That's ridiculous. They were testing something and it failed. What they were testing, I have no idea, and maybe you can shed some light on that. But they were testing something and it failed on both bikes. Uh, great show, awesome job, give the good work. They, I, mean, I don't think they were testing anything at the race. That I was going to say, very rare do you take something no, and test something at the no. race. That's not the. You put hours and hours of something that you're testing and, and before you run into the race, so. I don't know how that guy seemed very, very sure of himself, but I don't really, I don't know how he could be or would be. So, anyways. Mathis, Greg from Michigan. Hi, Greg. Used to run around with Swinker in the 90s. Just had a comment on uh, all these uh, homo mechanics wearing these uh, boots to pack the gate for the riders. <laughs> I think they look like homos. What's wrong with these riders these days? They can't pack their own gate. Bunch of pussies. Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, love the show. Keep up the good work. Thank you. I don't. I wore the boots. Yeah. I was better at doing it than Dean. I was better. 
better at packing the gate. You were better. I was better at packing the gate than he was. I was better at it. Made it flatter, nicer, harder, straighter, higher in the back, all that better. Give me a break. Just better. And that way he sat there and had his uh, juice box and just takes his time. Got to keep him fresh. It's better at it. You're part of the problem. You're what started these riders being little babies. You. I made the difference. Oh, my God. Here we go. (laughs) Give me a break. Um, uh, Yeah. You know what? Hey, mechanic, keep putting that little heel divot into the dirt because that 60 horsepower 450 it's really going to grab that little heel dent that you made and just propel it forward the torque and horsepower just catch that dirt lip and just is that why i see no whole shot checks in the, in the lion's den they're downstairs in the garage where are the whole they're shot checks in the garage you have to go get them for me there might be two only i was gonna say i don't see any whole shot checks in here believe me Michael Lessie could start in a pile of shit uh, with with <laughs> screws everywhere, I and he's disagree. still getting the whole shot. You're right. I, the, it, it, your, they're mental. Your dumbass uh, boots gate thing ain't going to help nothing. Clear out the rocks. <laughs> clear out the loose dirt. Call it a day. It helps sometimes when you're in a, a situation where you have a bad gate pick, though, and you can fix stuff. You get a bad heat race, or you go the LCQ, and you got to fix the gate. It, Give yourself it, a shot for the main event. You can fix it with shoes. You can fix it with shoes. Okay. Sparks coming out the muffler. Steve, everybody in the studio, um, loving the show. Just started listening about a year ago. Sorry I didn't do it. Even earlier, a couple things. Um, Number one, what in the hell is up with Dungy on the Wheaties box wearing jeans? I know I'm a little late on this. Just a little. (laughs) I really don't get him wearing jeans. I mean, he's got the boots. The pant or the boots, the jersey, the helmet, everything, and he has jeans on. It I don't know. It just looks kind of goon to me. And a uh, little more serious question here on the second. Um, I'm uh, I'm actually a CPA public accountant and looking to get out of uh, the grind of you know working 80 hours a week. And you know nothing too specific for accounting or finance, but uh, just industry wide, wanted to get your intake on. Uh, just jobs in the industry, and uh, I'm just a guy who grew up racing moto and um, took it really serious. Race Loretta Lens growing up. He, he's a CP. That's accounting CPA. I guess, yeah. Certified public accountant. Oh, look at the big brain, big brain on Travis over there in the corner, bragging about him, about himself. <laughs> F you, dude. I really don't and, care. And uh, you know, now, you know, now I've just kind of settled down. I'm 26, uh, but. As far as getting a job in the industry, um, you know, I've heard it can really burn you out and uh, you might not love it as much, but uh, just as far as what you think as far as a career and um, and how you would go about it if you do suggest it. Uh, anyways, guys, um, have a great show and, and thanks a lot and uh, I'll be listening. I mean, I don't have any tips on being an accountant for in the industry. I don't know. Does he want to do that? I, I don't know if he was. Did he want to be a mechanic? I don't know if he's meaning that. I think he just meant like a general job in the industry, right? Uh, I don't know. He's 26 and he's probably making decent money already. He's going to be right? going backwards a ways. Hey, I'll tell you what. I failed accounting in high school. I, I struggled. I'm not good at math. <laughs> and it was one of those things where you had to assignments every single day in a new chore. And if you missed like one day, you were behind and you didn't know what column added into what column and how to do it. I really struggled accounting. Be honest. Let's put it all out there right now. Uh, as far as the job in the industry, I mean, man, we say it all the time. Paul, you get hit up, I'm sure, a lot. And just 
get to know the right people, get in there, work for free, work your balls off, don't complain. Sometimes it sucks, and you get ahead in life. Yeah, it's tough. You got to earn your keep in right. this industry, I think, and build, I mean, a, build a reputation for Travis yourself. Travis over there wants to take his cushy producer job and go right into the, you know, the upper levels of the industry, but he's going to have to work harder at that than producer that. job. Than that. Yeah, than that. Yeah. Than that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm working pretty hard. Really? Yeah, really. Uh, were you working hard when you posted the wrong sponsors this morning? Today, nobody nobody saw that. <laughs> Somebody saw it. It doesn't exist. I saw it. You can't prove it. <laughs> Cooper fucking Webb. There we go. Hey, Steve, I have a question. Uh, please talk about this on the next Pulp Show, if you could. It's oh, about, about riders' it. win bonuses. And I was wondering how the Outdoor Nationals... Uh, bonuses compared to Supercross. You've mentioned, I think, that guys like Roxton get a million dollars for the championship for Supercross. And I think I've heard you say they get $100,000 for a win, like a race win. Um, what do those guys get for outdoor moto wins in comparison to Supercross? And how much do those guys get for winning the outdoor national title? Thanks, buddy. Love all the work you do. Listen to all your content when I'm at work. Makes the day go by a lot better. Uh, really appreciate it. See you later. Uh, yeah, a million bucks for 450 bonus and $100,000 a race win. Yeah, if you got a big contract. Yeah, yeah, one big the, one. on the big level. Uh, those guys usually don't have anything for outside of first. I don't. I doubt Dunge has anything but first place bonuses. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. You know, that's that, and that's when you say 100 grand. Yeah. they're only getting a win bonus. Yeah. and Tickle would probably have top five. He'd be low salary ish, top five bonuses. I would think. Don't you think? Maybe. You don't know or you do know? You don't want to say. I think I know. Okay, so top five? Uh, I think he's top three. Top Maybe. three only? Yeah, oh, I don't okay. know. Right. You said you did know. <laughs> now you say you don't know. Paul Barabinos, everybody, being shady on the <laughs> Being shady on the rag. All right. Shady on the rag. Hey, Steve. Hope you're well. Thanks for everything you do with the show. Oh, Hoping thanks, you can answer a quick question. I hope so, too. Um, regarding contracts. So I'm sitting here watching Redbud, and Kenny's on fire. He seems super motivated, I mean, beyond just wanting to win. But I was curious, do you think on some of these contracts, for example, that, you know, rumor is he's going to Honda, obviously he's still committed with RCH, but would Honda ever put, like, a front-loaded deal or front-loaded um, contract, or I don't even know what you would call it, but would they pay him for winning on a Suzuki kind of, like, ahead of his Honda contract? So. For example, if he's, um, he's going under contract with, with Honda, he's got 10 more races with Suzuki, but Honda says, hey, if you win the championship on your Suzuki, your Honda contract will be worth more depending on where you finish on your Suzuki. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm trying my best to explain it, but I, I guess yeah. there, is there an incentive? Is Honda giving him an incentive to win on a Suzuki? before he comes to ride for them. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Bye. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rox's deal is done halfway through Supercross, so they're basically saying, you know, if you win for the MX, you get this much, and if you don't, you get this much. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I, I think know. It ha I know it happens all the time. Like, yeah. for instance, hey, you win two titles at Loretta's, your salary to be a pro will be yeah. 250 grand. If you don't win the two titles at Loretta's, or, and you only yeah. win one, your salary is less. Like, right. that, I think it happens all the time. Yeah, or, yeah, I can see You that. know, hey, you win the 250 motocross championship, your 450 salary goes up i think it happens all the time I, I heard through the grapevine that uh suzuki didn't insure roxon for his win bonuses what yeah didn't they make this mistake once already uh, with Dungeon? yeah and i guess they're paying right now through the teeth Jesus. yeah not good
<laughs> could affect their rider salary for next 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 could year. affect so. their their presence in the pits i know what were you saying Travis? i was just about okay the, thanks thanks for waiting about great. the incentive like bringing the number one plate over it's got to be a pretty big deal for them right like being able to hey you're gonna have that number one plate on our bike next year that, yeah that's kind of like what yeah, you're saying yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah i think yeah, so yeah, yeah maybe we'll pay you an extra whatever right uh, yeah hey it's raining yellow uh we thanks. talked to this guy already we did yeah Oh, I guess there's no show this week. Damn. Or maybe tomorrow. I'll be back. Good one, Rainy Yellow. Good one. Good one. We. Where's that guy from? Uh, Sacramento. He's oh. a janitor. Is he? Yeah. Where? At a school. High school? Middle school? I don't know. Oh. I don't, don't want to know that much into that, his life. Interesting. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAP Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy. Works Connection, Richland Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics 2 Under, and Nitro Circus all on board with us tonight. Uh, Brock Tickle, Bogle, Heath Harrison. Got Heath Harrison some KTM parts. We got him some money. Yeah. Job well done. Good job. Right? Makes you feel good. Doesn't it? Should give him some Pro Taper stuff. Eh, he sounds like he's good with Mika. Um, Thursdays at noon, Fly Racing NFAB uh, Moto 60 show. Uh, we also have the uh, NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto show. Going to do that on Thursday. Got a regular Racer X podcast coming up this week. Please check that out. I'm back in the swing. I'm back from Italy. Back from the GPs. You went to Vulcan's one. I did. What did you think? I liked it. I, 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 there's, like, like we said earlier, there's differences between a GP and a national, and there's positives and negatives to both. And um, I like the wash base. Yeah, I like the uh, restaurant with the Wi-Fi and uh, the nice food. Waitresses with champagne. Oh, yeah, I don't get those passes. Oh, yeah, I got, I the, I got the pass. The, the I got MXGP, the, gold, right. the gold card, hard yeah, card thing. Right. Yeah, that's nice. I really like that because it was raining and cold, and me and my wife were just chilling in the restaurant watching the guys go by. Boom, boom, bikes. Choo, 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 just it's, eating. How'd eating you get in there? No people. I know, I, I I know, know people. people. I know people. Apparently, I know better people. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Um, yeah, but they don't know shit. You, uh, uh, yeah, and don't you think as soon as Hurlings get, gets on a 450, it's over for those guys? What do you mean? Like he's going to win MXGP, Hurlings? Like destroy 450 class? Yeah. No, I don't think that's the case. You think no? he's going to yeah, destroy no, 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 everybody? No, 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 no. Yeah, I do. You think he beats Geyser every round? I do. Oh, not every round. No, no, but I, yeah. I'm really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I, yeah, I, think I, I think I disagree. Okay, well, you saw him yeah. in the Vulcansward. How good was he in Vulcansward? Well, I'm not, you're saying the season. You're not saying Vulcansward. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in the sand? <laughs> yeah, he wins. I mean, we know that. He wins already on the small bike yeah, against yeah. those guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun. So, good good, good times there. And went to Venice with Pookie and yeah. went to Italian GP. And so. I'm going to go to Charlotte. You are, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I will not be at Charlotte unless. Unless I'm, I guess I'm ordered to go, you know, I'll go, but I'll be there. Why well, can't can cover it for Racer X? So. Yeah, it's close to him. I'll go to Glen Helen. You oh. probably won't go to Glen Helen. Nah, I don't want to go there. <laughs> and you live 20 minutes away. Yeah, I don't want to go to Glen Helen. <laughs> so, uh, all right, everybody, that's been the show this week. Paul, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. ProTaper.com. Tampa MX tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Dean Wilson, Answer Gear, ProTaper. Yep. Get all, all that. Right. All that. Um, Celebrities. We're going to have a fast lap challenge. Oh, well. Um, I don't know what that's going to entail, but I was just told <laughs> yeah, that's like, going to happen. Sounds like you really got things planned. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming up, Paul. I really appreciate it. Always a good time. Um, uh, championship winning mechanic and now at, uh, at ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Uh, so please check them out. Although Vortex Racing is also very good. We love Vortex Racing as well. So, um, And, um, 
yeah, we're back next week with Eddie Ray. Oh, good. And uh, we'll be back on our Monday night, our regular slot. And we'll go on uh, from there. Kiefer coming up, too, as well, of course. And Who's right. going to, uh, who you have to win Southwick? Kenny Roxon. Uh, you know what? I think Alex gets it. Okay. I think Alex gets a win. Okay. Is Osborne good there? Yeah, he is good there. I think so, right? He is good there. Alex Martin gets the win. Okay. Yep. Yep, I like that. Okay. Um, Thanks to SwissCore for archiving this. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to all you callers. Appreciate that. Uh, the guy that's calling right now, you're out of luck. So just hang up now. Or now. Uh, okay, and Tra- Travis Marks, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you. Pulpmexshow.com. Uh, go there for the archives. Go to iTunes. Go to uh, the Pulpmex app. And uh, we will see you guys all next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.